The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, DeAndre. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's glad, I'm happy to be back. And for all the folks out there that doubted us and they said, God, God, well, it's Billy here, and I was just wondering when world-class bullshitters will stop being funny. He goes, oh, well, Bob, it's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. Oh, really? It was oh. serious, huh? It doesn't matter how you're doing. There we go, Dion. That's what I should do from now on. Every time I ask you or Mary how you're doing. It doesn't matter what you think. That sounds appropriate. <laughs> Is it is it wrong? Especially we've seen what happened on on uh, AEW this week. Yeah, that listen, is on listen AEW. Listen two minutes in. Listen yeah. two minutes in. Already with the horses. Already in the horse. The show just started. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a good one, Dion. We love you so much. It don't fucking that, feel like it. <laughs> what a love is a many wonderful thing. I don't know. I yeah. Don't have <laughs> Some people show love by punching each other in the eye. Yeah, yeah, Julianne Moore. Glad. Thanks for the fucking speech on love. Holy shit! <laughs> hey, remember that movie Chloe, where Amanda Seyfried and Julianne Moore had that relationship, and then Amanda Seyfried falls off the bike because she can't. Yep, ride a I laugh about that every time. Got a fucking. That's a great part. Yeah, it's a it's a movie, folks. It's a movie. So, uh, folks, we are back. To, oh no, we're not because we have to introduce the last standing small big rig, Nick Utam. <laughs> Jeff got all caught up in his fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and his stuff to not even over here. Acknowledge, acknowledge anybody. Well, I mean, he is he is distracting. So I mean, it just, it just happens. It just happens. I, I do that a lot to people. Don't for, hey 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 Jeff. Don't forget the white guy. Oh yeah, I should. Uh, and finally, American Ramrod, Kendo Slice. Hey, the introduction horse is already out of the barn. We might as well just go at this point. <laughs> well, oh, Dion. <laughs> <laughs> the Bengals are gonna win. Uh, dude, they're playing Jacksonville. I would hope so. That is a well, tire well, fire yeah, of epic suck. proportions. Hey, the Bengals beat their greatest rivals this week by ten points. It's a big deal um, in Cincinnati. Okay, it, it is a huge deal. Let's not point out the fact that Pittsburgh is very bad. Dude, it's the Bengals. You know that fucking famous phrase, "I'm going to Disneyland." That's a Bengals thing. After they didn't win the Super Bowl, so nobody really knows the origin <laughs> of that phrase. But no, it's because we couldn't make it to the fucking Super Bowl. Fuck you. Well, also to keep the, the the theme going of how terrible that uh, phrase is, when they asked, you know, "Hey, Ryan Leaf, you're number two. What are you gonna do?" Uh, I'm gonna go to Disney World, and it turns out that he was a crackhead. So I mean, that yeah. kind of rolls in with the Bengals using it. Speaking of well, shitty football, he, he, speaking of shitty he, football he teams, um, everything that was about to happen to him, he had to just he just I'll go to Disney World, not I'm going to mentally break down after week three. Oh god! <laughs> well, well, speaking of shitty football teams, the Vols versus um, the Gators, and as usual, the Gators won, even though they're in some sort of rivalry. Even though the Gators keep winning over the past twenty years, so uh, yeah, yeah, it used to be an actual <laughs> rivalry when both teams were good, and then over the last twenty years, it has not been good because Tennessee is terrible. But next up for yeah. the Tennessee Volunteers, Nick, the Missouri Tigers. <laughs> hey, you guys got to an SEC championship a couple of years ago, right? That's that's hey, good. Hey, look, dude, we were we were a middling program in the Big Twelve, which has imploded and become I don't know how many teams in it at this point. I think they're just willing to take anybody that says, I would like to be in your conference. And we went to go punch <laughs> with the big boys. We punched above our weight for a few years, and then we came back down to reality. 
How's it feel? It's, it's the thought that counts. It's the effort hey, that goes. It's, it's the it felt pretty good until we got to the SEC title game against, I think, Alabama or Auburn. It's like, oh, this <laughs> isn't going to go good. This so, is folks, this is, this is as deep as we go for sports. Make sure you come back next week for less. <laughs> I know that was mean. I'm joking. I digress. Now, folks, we have a lot to cover tonight. Tonight is a monumentous evening. Tonight is a fun evening. We have a lot of topics, announcements, all sorts of things. So sit down. But first off, we want to thank our newest patron, Paul Otis. Thank you very much for joining us over on Patreon, Paul. This week, I uploaded the Buffalo Jeff um, HP Lovecraft audio drama. I couldn't get to it last week. Had a bit of a cold. Couldn't really. Buffalo Jeff could not come out to play, but he's there in full, all, all of his full, full glory. Excuse me. So yeah, Patreon. It's about a fourteen minute video, and uh, we're gonna yeah, be um, you, yeah. Them. You sent it to all of us, and I, I was listening to it in the car, and I was like, that's that, that that sounds really good. You have the nice music and the the ominous music in the background, and the way you're, you're reading it was really good. I was, I, I was into it, man. I was digging it. I was having too much fun in like the post production part where I'm like, oh putting in the music oh wait we need some let's change the pitch of the piano like i wish that was the i'm gonna do a whole buffalo jeff channel because robot head <laughs> loves it everybody likes it we'll keep it separate yeah from this yeah, ro from yeah, yeah yeah ro yeah yeah robot head was raving about it have you have you sent him any any of the stuff i did i sent him the uh the video clip oh um, nice nice pretty sure yeah i did i did send it to him uh but i did look into it i bought buffalo jeff's domain as a joke the other, you know, a couple months ago on air as a joke for $5. It's now worth thousands of dollars. So thank you, show, for buffalojeff.com becoming valuable. <laughs> now, folks, we're going to bring back something we haven't done in months, maybe this year at all, but we're going to make it a standard part of the show. Listener of the week. So I want to give a special shout out to our friend, Miss Ninja Julian. He's been listener of the week before, but he went above and beyond this week. He brought us a couple of the topics we're going to cover tonight. So Miss Ninja Julian, you know, I appreciate you, man, but I appreciate you going the above and beyond to help us out tonight and every other night. So thank you. Now, while we're talking about the fans, there's one thing uh, that we love here on the channel. It's the word game. And we also love when jokes from the show go on to create real things in life. Stealing Solo was a joke on the show. It's a real book. All of these things went on to become real things. And now, thanks to our friend Ninja Lawyer Steve, we have something new to bring to life. You guys ready for this? Y'all. Mm. So one of our favorite words from was from last week, and it was dongle. And so Ninja Lawyer Steve sent us quite a few dongle posters. You guys ready to go down the dongle path with me? Sure. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So our first dongle film is The Hunt is On. Dongler. Get to the dongle. Chain Blackcock. <laughs> I like how certain parts of it are blurred. That was nice. I was about to say, they're all pixelated. That's pretty good. Uh, up next, we have Honey, I Shrunk the Dongle. Ooh. <laughs> it's definitely going to be a Disney, Disney remake coming up soon. Look at some unfortunate bastard in I, Honey, I Shrunk the Dongle. What actor would you like to cast in the lead role of my dongle? Uh, JJ Abrams. I, I feel like he has the gravitas to pull it off. Uh, I would say Mark <laughs> Wahlberg, just because of Boogie Nights. You know, <laughs> it's an Easter egg type thing. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> so, Kendo, why is Boogie Nights your favorite movie with Burt Reynolds? 
because it's enjoyable to watch uh, William H. Macy finally get fed up and go shoot his wife and her lover before turning the gun upon himself. Well, his, well, his, well, his, wife, did, his wife in that movie is a fucking porn star. <laughs> like, yeah, a real she's one. A porn star. She's a porn star whore. And he's finally fed up with her banging other people. So he, he, he shoots her and the other guy and then turns the gun on himself, ruining everybody's New Year's Eve party. Happy night. I love that part. I do, too. What a way to ring in a new decade, Kendo. Yeah. Well, after Honey, I Shrunk the Dongle comes, Secret of Dongle Mountain. (laughs) 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 Up next, Douglas Fairbanks presents the three dongliers. But I count four. What's what's going on there? You forgot Dong Tanyan. Dong Tanyan, okay. Nobody forgets Dong Tanyan. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's that's, that's great! Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Dongle in mm. theaters November sixteenth. I can't. I am <laughs> counting down the days. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Dongles. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! That's coming out on the fifteenth. Counting down the days. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Dongle Azkaban. Hmm. <laughs> Terry Crews. Yeah, Terry Crews and Harry Potter would have broken up the whole fucking thing. Would have been hilarious. Yep. Oh, yeah, they know my. Watched Harry Potter movies. Where does this gigantic black dude come from? Why the fuck is he in England? <laughs> You're a dongle, Terry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have more Harry Potters. There's the Order of the Dongle, the Half Blood Dongle, and <laughs> okay. Deathly Dongle. Hmm. Ooh. And here's the fantastic dongles and where to find them. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the girl is going to Oh my god. Is it wait, is that Terry Cruz again? What the fuck? Eh, power. That man has range. He does, he does. Ah, Paint Your Dongle, starring Lee Marvin, Clint Eastwood, and Gene Seberg. That is a completely different movie. <laughs> yep. Hey, stake yep. your claim to the penile gold mine of 69. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, uh, romance in the dongle. Oh, that there you go. There you go. Very <laughs> similar movie. Yep. Kathleen yes. Turner at her hottest. Yeah. <laughs> ah, my favorite Stanley Kubrick film, Full Metal Dongle. Yes, also <laughs> a completely different dongle movie. <laughs> the best little dongle house in Texas. I feel like it's yeah. the exact same. Film. Yeah, still the same. Yeah, still the same. Still the same. Very similar. It's like thanks, Dolly Parton. <laughs> and then. There's Jesse James meets Frankenstein's dongle. <laughs> um, Roaring guns against raging. Libido. I don't know. I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I want to see that. Yeah, yeah that's, 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 that's too much. That's actually what killed him. Not the, not the guy shooting him in the back of the head. Frankenstein's dongle. <laughs> Jesse James. God. Well, here's the final one, I believe. Beverly Hills Dongle, starring Bruce Caitlin Jenner. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. So, folks, that's a more like that's a, a documentary. <laughs> Ah, well, I love those Kardashians. Said me never. <laughs> I hate them. I mean, anyway, they, will, they 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 will change you. They will slowly change you. They'll change themselves, apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, folks, uh, what should the word of the week be? Hmm. Now, because dongle was such a good one, guys. I need help. We need Ball something sack. that <sighs> low hanging fruit. Come on, something else. Something. Hmm. Chastity. Chastity. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, uh, Brutus. I don't know. Brutus. 
uh, balding. Yeah. Uh, do we want to like run it into the gutter or do we want to go for something higher like uh, me crab? Well, somebody said fallopian. Uh, yeah, that hard, made hard, hardware. 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 Like that, I don't know. What did you say? Hardware? Hardware. Gooch. Yeah. Gooch. Yeah, gooch. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, it's called Gooch. Well, Kendo, the Gooch has it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what. This is more than one word, Joseph. All right. How about. All right. So let's see. We got hot tub Gooch machine. Um, mm -hmm. A fistful of Gooch for a few Gooches more and the good, yep. the bad, and the Gooch. All right, yeah, it, works, it works. It works. Yeah. It works. Gooch Wars. Last house on the Gooch. Little house. Little house on the Gooch. Gooch house on the prairie. Yeah. Wow. Three men in a Gooch. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Gooching the stone. Romancing the Gooch. Yeah. Gooching this Daisy. Stella got her Gooch back. Yeah. <laughs> Harry, Harry Potter and the half Gooch Prince. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Gooch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to drink coffee here, and I'm hearing about the prisoner of fucking Star Gooch. Shut up. Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Gooch. <laughs> Star Wars: The Gooch Strikes Back. Yeah. <laughs> Return of the Gooch. Yep. Gooch yep. of the Jedi. There you go. I like Carlito's Gooch. That's a good. That's a good title. That's um, a very. That's a very sticky movie. Yeah. <laughs> Starring Louis Guzman and Al Pacino. Chino. Training Gooch. <laughs> All right. Well, you have fun with your gooch boys. Uh, we're gonna move on <laughs> to something else. Uh, we have a show to go on with. So, folks, next week we will have the sign-up sheet for Woke Busters ready to go. But this week we finally have it. Something people have been asking for for a long time. Boys, we finally have a website. You guys ready? Yay. Yes. All right. So here it is, folks. ShopWCBS.com is live. It's the official WCBS store where you can get our new logo shirt, the beer glass, the old classic retro vice shirt, stealing solo, and then the classic design. So this is what you can get for now. We will have new designs all the time. Now, unlike most channels, I do the designs myself, drew it, created it, formatted it, all the fun shit that nobody even talks about. But yes, it is made in-house by uh, WCBS design-wise. But our site is powered by Spring, so it's great dependable high quality stuff but right here the glass guys in two weeks we're bringing back our drunk commentaries nick what is the movie we're doing the movie we're doing is uh 2020 2020s 2021's uh, halloween kills by blumhouse the mm. sequel Ooh. to the 2018 um halloween that we all know and love a lot right <laughs> well we yeah, are true yeah. fans <laughs> yeah we are we are we are trolling hard in that fucking gr uh, facebook group oh my god dude some guy deleted a thread because i jumped his ass because i was like i was like oh good the true fan bullshit i love this and then he like started like bowing up to me over the keyboard i'm like oh the internet hard ass that's my second favorite gimmick and then well no one of them dude, dude one of them tried sending me a private message i was just like fuck you Oh, dude, I get that all the time from the Africans and Asians in that wrestling group. <laughs> you know how many friend requests and private like message requests I received with, from people with more vowels than consonants in their name? A lot. <laughs> You're popular in, in foreign countries. What can I say, man? Yeah. And then I, I you bring the world to work I bring the I look at the message request. It's like, you fuck you, dad, Roman Reign, great. I'm like, yep, that's what I expected. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah, basically, like, yeah. Some, some, some jackass was talking about like 
Halloween three season of the witch and like the, the, the Rob zombie stuff. And I was just like, Oh God, you're another one of those, those people. Okay. Well, he's okay. a true fan. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> I keep, I keep posting, I, I, post, I, I keep posting a video of Carpenter calling him an asshole. So that's fun. He is. Like Good John Carpenter, who, who 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 started the whole fucking Halloween franchise, calling Rob Zombie an asshole. Like I love that video. Now, folks, you're going to be able to watch that movie on Peacock. You can take care of it on your end. We won't be streaming the film for you, but you can watch it. We'll be watching it. It'll be our first go around. It'll be very drunk. We'll be making up for all the lost time. So prepare your livers. We are preparing our livers. Yeah, uh, Dion, is it time to yeah. say goodbye? You just don't care anymore, right? I, listen, I'm fed up with this world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Halloween betray him. He's fed up with his world. Now, Dr. Meatball, I personally love Halloween 3, but most people I... tend to bitch at about it because, hmm, there's no Michael Myers in it. That was the first Halloween he's, he's, movie he's, I he's ever in, watched. He's in the beginning. He's got a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I'm not going to read that on air. I just let people read it. Um, all joking aside, though, folks, uh, join us this October for Schlocktoberfest as well, where we'll be doing drunk, oh, not drunk necessarily, but commentaries for the Halloween films uh, on Patreon. So we're doing all of them, right, guys? That's what that uh, package yeah. was about. Uh, yeah, we're yeah. going to do them all and rank them all. <laughs> Dude, Dion sounds so, so enthused right now. He's like, oh, cool. I can't wait. <laughs> are we doing commentaries for them all, or are we just, like, reviewing them? I don't know. I, I thought we were doing some commentaries. I mean, we can we do can... commentaries for the good ones. So yeah, two. so so just Halloween too. Because <laughs> we've already Halloween done and... Halloween. Yeah, I was gonna say we, can we, we do no, commentaries no, we, for we, the good we, ones. We, we will do commentaries for Halloween one and two, and then the rest will just be reviews. Oh come on, we we need to do Halloween one and then Halloween Resurrection. Like you know, like bookend it. Why do we should, we should bookend it? Okay, so I've never watched Halloween Resurrection. But I'm willing to, so maybe we'll do a commentary for that one. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll promise the, I'll promise you this. I'll promise you this. It's it's better than the Rob Zombie ones. Okay. Okay, because I was gonna say those Rob Zombie Halloween commentaries. That's the first time I saw those two movies either, and I hate you for that. Even though yeah, it was because, my idea. Yeah, well, no, no. Well, like this is this is how much you hated them because after the first one, you begged us not to watch the second one, and I was like, nope, you're watching the second one. And then I mean, in to... for a penny, in for a pound at that point. Well, no, no I'm, yeah. Once again, dude, you're yeah, you you know you're 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 all in, buddy. You know that's, that, yeah, that's don't that's get me started roll. because I will start throwing a fucking fit about that goddamn white horse. Well, we're done <laughs> talking about Rob Zombie's Halloween two because we're done <laughs> watching Rob Zombie's Halloween two. We will never ever watch it again folks you can recommend stuff you via patreon but not rob zombie halloween too yeah yeah, oh, yeah. And if, 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 and if you want to hear how 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 uh how violent uh, kendo got uh it is on our patreon so you know go sign up for that actually i kind of would like that jeff if you could send me that audio i would like to listen to that <laughs> on my way to and from work one day because i just remember being like drunk and belligerent at that movie to the point that i just don't even remember exactly how it went so if you could fire me that audio i'd greatly appreciate it sure it'll be like me helping you relive a memory a moment of your life you'll never get back otherwise so hey i mean what other way to enjoy the mountains and the desert than listening to myself rage at rob zombie <laughs> maybe you listen Damn to dragon while you do <laughs> well that being said dion thank you so folks what are we gonna talk about oh yeah let's go back in time a little bit 
who was who was the most prominent white rapper in the '90s and early 2000s? Dion. Uh, Eminem. Oh, Gendo, you go. <laughs> I didn't I know. Say. I didn't know rap made it your to your end of the woods or neck of the woods. So. Oh, oh, oh uh, damn! Oh shit! White white suburban kids like myself are what put it on the map. But okay. <laughs> um, I know. NWA was popular in the streets. It wasn't until it got out into the suburbs that it they became a household name. Um. Uh, when you said 90s, I was going to go with, you know, Vanilla Ice, but then you said 2000, so it's got to be uh, Eminem's. Correct. Did you guys hear about what Eminem was up to this week in the news? He's still alive, uh, I guess. That's going to be doing good. the Super Bowl halftime show with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and Mary J. Blige and somebody else. Is that is that really happening? Yes. Yeah, that's but Eminem's not a part of that, but yeah, that, oh, that other part of that. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, that's news to me. I was talking about, um, remember the song Lose Yourself when he jokes about mom's spaghetti? Yeah, in the yeah. moment. Oh, on the sweater already. Yeah. yeah. Well, guess what? There's no Mackay Pfeiffer, up, Jeff. Well, he opened up a restaurant, and he himself was there to fucking serve the first handful of orders. You're about yeah, he looks, he, he, he looks more friendly that's in that cool. picture. He looks, he looks super friendly in that picture. No, no, no. You know what? I'm okay with this because... Anytime like a famous person opens up a restaurant and they are actually there working and dishing out the food, I think that's kind of cool. So does yeah. he like really like mop spaghetti or something? Is that like a favorite dish of his or something? I mean, that's where that's what he ate before, you know, he had this mis- he had his opportunity to blow. Oh, oh. <laughs> and it just and it just stayed with him, huh? He's like, you know what, my favorite dish, even though my mother's a bitch. It's her spaghetti. <laughs> I love her spaghetti more than I love her. Wait, so wait, wait, wait. Also, 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 wasn't her spaghetti just like canned spaghetti? So, like, how is it like in a special? She probably That's why it was so special. One, it was made with love. And two, <laughs> she might have like put like cut up hot dogs or something in it. So, okay. All right. All right. You know, it, I anytime you get fucking... like stuff in a can, you can always jazz it up a bit. Wait, wait hold, hold on. Jeff, where, where is this? Where is this restaurant located? Detroit, where Eminem's from. Yeah, I was gonna say anything outside of Detroit, I'd be severely disappointed. Yeah, he's on brand. He knows what's up. Yeah, I was about to say no, 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 no. no it's in, it's it's. In I don't LA. know if he's on brand if he opened a spaghetti place. That's that's, that's true as well. But it's mom's spaghetti, so it kind of is on brand. Oh god. I mean, listen, I'm sure there are other things there, but I just it's just no. Listen, I love the line too, but and I love that this is a thing that's happening. But I'm just like long term, man. Long term, dog. Got, man. Think, think of all of those songs Eminem recorded over the years. How many of them talk about food? And well, in, in, in this day and age of celebrity, what? Well, you, well, yeah, then he's talking about pissing and shitting on people. So I'm guessing his, you know, his uh, inspiration for restaurants is very limited. Well, maybe yes. that's well, the dessert. I, well, look, we'll <laughs> leave it at that. At the end of the day, this is just somebody cashing in with cheap food. Spaghetti is pennies. We could run a spaghetti restaurant right the fuck now let's and do make it. a profit. We'll call it Dad's No, let's spaghetti. not. Dad spaghetti. And we're like, where's Dad? Be like, he left for some cigarettes. He'll be back. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh man. That'd be... Uh, that, Remember the that'd chef funny. Those Jeff Laird shirts I got us? Yeah, I still have mine. Oh my god, that was that was I so found a picture ago. of us wearing them and I lost it. Oh yeah. All yeah. right. So 
before we get into any of the stuff, let's check in with the audience because there's quite a few messages. And then we will uh, talk about Bond and many other things. The Book of Boba Fett, that's going to change the way Star Wars goes. But Nick, pick a number. Eight. Hmm. Eight. How am I feeling? Oh, yeah. What's number eight? Oh, yeah. Here we go. I don't have friends. I got friends. It doesn't matter! Oh, no. No, John Cena, are you crying? <laughs> what a bitch. I know, right? Now, our friend Cesario Japan, first super chat of the night, always, every week. Uh, Jeff, don't forget you settled on. Oh, crap. I, we have to go back. We have to fix it. We have to change our word of the day. So you get a two for this week because Cesario Japan says, Jeff, don't forget you settled on Wang on the High Council stream as word of the day. Credit to Araido Quads Bro, I think, the Kendo Test, Hot Tub Wang Machine. <laughs> Yeah, this full of wang for a few wings more. The good, the bad, and the wang. There you go. There we go, indeed. Our friend Space Monkey eight nine nine. Thank you. He says my prediction is to play. My prediction is it plays out similar to Mando two. Member berries and some cool action scenes, but Boba is always being escorted by a strong whammon. We will get into that more well, in I mean, detail. You have to have that. Well, yeah, he's got. Uh, was it Ming Na? Ming Na Wen is a sidekick. Yep. That you, this is if that's the case, man, you're gonna have a lot of people pissed off because, yeah, Luke Skywalker, people still aren't over that, but people are still gonna be upset over Boba Fett. I, I don't understand what Disney's plan is, but well, I mean, Jeff, you, Disney's taking a pretty cavalier attitude towards you know pissing people off in the in the fandom of Star Wars. Yeah, they they they, they, they don't Let's care. Not pretend they, that they think that, that 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 they're worried about doing something like that. Yeah, they just they just don't care because they yeah they 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 stopped caring years ago. Yeah. So, uh, where were we? Oh yeah, right here. Our friend S H Rebels await. Time to get your wang on, Dion. Mm. <laughs> Everybody, yeah, wang chung tonight, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the major spike nine thousand. Thank you very much for your super generous super chat. I just want to share with you guys, after 18 years in the Army, 25 years of government service, at the age of 65, my dad's retiring. I am so happy and proud of him. I, so that brings up a question. Best retirement movie? Well, first off, let's give a shout-out and a congratulations to your dad. Yeah, uh, thank long, you. Yeah, thank you for the service, and that's a long career. Now, can you guys think of retirement movies? I'm looking some up right now. Uh, the best one, clearly, is Lethal Weapon. I mean, oh, right. shit. Lethal yeah. Weapon 3, technically, but yeah. <laughs> That's, that's John true. wasn't that's Adam. True. Wasn't Adam Sandler technically retired in Big Daddy because his dad gives him shit about you know having already filed for Social Security? I mean that was fairly well, entertaining. He, his toe got run over. No, he worked in a booth, right? No, oh, he got injured working at a toll booth. Oh, Don't, that's what it is. Okay, Big Daddy. I love, I love, I love, I love a retirement retirement movie, and uh, Google gives me a bunch of weird stuff. Um, well, they gave me the Equalizer. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's a. Don't show your dad oh, this. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I think I think I might have a winner. Spy oh. game. Oh. oh. Well, I just thought of one that I. It's they never explained that it was a retirement movie, but by based on the ending, you could say they clearly did retire because they're very rich at this point. Trading places. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is a great movie. I mean, that's just one of my favorite movies in general. But I mean, I'm going to call it a retirement movie. Yeah, that, yeah, because yeah, they didn't work after that. Yeah, just having my coffee. 
All right, Walter. Well, I'm going to share my favorite retirement movie. I didn't even know it was my favorite retirement movie until I knew this was a film. Uh, Dion, it's your favorite retirement movie too, right? I mean, <laughs> it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> do, do porn stars ever really retire, though? Somebody <laughs> else. I was going to say, they're kind of like WWE wrestlers that are like, in that legendary category, they never really retire because Vince always drags their ass back out for sweet Saudi money. Mania. I mean, Undertaker's same, like, oh, I'm thing, done. I'm never thing, wrestling again. With, but with, you know with, with that phone's going to ring. Yeah. I was going to say, you know that phone's going to ring. And Vince would be like, hey, big man, Undertaker, I need you for sweet Saudi money Mania 10. You're fighting Goldberg again. I know he almost killed you, but it's such good shit. <laughs> Happen. Oh, Make God. my words. It'll happen. <laughs> Does Back to the Future 3 count? I guess Doc technically Doc retire, does though? retire. Well, he built himself the time-traveling train, which kind of flew in the face with the whole fact that he wanted to destroy the time machine so you know it couldn't be used and misappropriated. But now he's got a time-traveling train with his weird-looking kids. <laughs> Here's a now, if we talk about films that are about coming out of retirement, you got The Dark Knight Rises. That's Batman. Yeah, you got out of retirement. Yeah, John yeah, Wick. you got John Wick. Yeah, yeah, you got you got that, you got those movies. Um, you got a lot of stuff. Men in Black Two. Yeah. Falling. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I just rewatched that the other night. We were where were we were some? Oh, we were out of town for this fencing trip thing, and Men in Black Two was on TV, and we both were watching. Like this isn't as bad as we remember, and I just happened to have it on Blu-ray, so we sat down and watched it. Well, I mean, the the problem I have with it is that like I guess Men in Black hit Men in Black One hit really hard, and Part Two is like this big, this big like advertisement grab for fucking everything, mm-hmm. and then they kind of slowed yeah. down with that and like really thought about it and made Part Three, which I think I think Part Three is a lot of fun. I really enjoy that. I love it. Oh. Yeah, uh, and I was Rambo like, Last Blood, he came out of retirement, sort of. <laughs> Killed all those cartel dudes in a very gruesome fashion. That was kind of fun. Oh, yeah. That oh, yeah. dark ass fucking movie, Jesus. That dude, it was it was it was really dark. It was it, so I mean, it dark. Was I was like, dark. oh my god. At least uh, save the oh, he's not gonna save her. Oh, oh, oh okay. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Because cool. no, I was waiting for that shit too. I was waiting for that shit too, and I was like, oh, oh okay. I'm sorry, yeah, you're like, 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 okay. When he goes down to Mexico and that guy gives him shit and he punches him in the fucking collarbone and breaks it and then reaches in and pulls it out and then stabs him in the leg with his own collarbone in his own truck, nonetheless. I mean, shit, Ooh. that's just that is fantastic that brutality. That is that I'm was like, God, yeah, that damn. is yeah, that that is that's one thing I'll say about this uh, about the Rimmer movies. They are ultra violent and they're fucking awesome. Oh, dude, yeah, I. My the, the bar was not real high for me with the la- Rambo Last Blood. I'm like, what's he gonna do? Roll over him in a wheelchair or a rascal scooter? No, nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Sly is he can still move around enough to be a brutal fucking vigilante badass. And uh, yeah, it worked. <laughs> I enjoyed the shit out of that movie. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So yeah, there's a lot of retirement movies to check out. Major Spike 9000 again. Uh, tell your dad uh, thank you from us. Now, Darian217 says, let's kick this show into high gear. Light speed's too slow. Let's go break moose speed. <laughs> break moose <laughs> next speed. You guys ready for that one? Sure. Yes. Let's do it. Oh, God. I guess we're going to break some moose next. I'm sorry to all the Joe Rogan enthusiasts of America. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh-huh. 
look, asking I you mean, shall receive. That dude, that think about that insurance deductible. That's no laughing matter. Okay, your car is probably so moves to get out of the street. Then, yeah, I, I get <laughs> that, but sometimes they don't cooperate. There was a deer that I saw this morning coming across the road, and he was a good. Did you, did, did you have flashbacks? Away. Did you have flashbacks? No, but I could see the eye glowing, and it was moving. I'm like. He's dedicated. He is not. He, this deer has convinced himself that they got deer out there in the desert. They don't have chupacabras running around. <laughs> I mean, they might. I was told the other day. I mean, I told you guys about this. I got a lesson in skinwalkers and how real they're supposedly are. Oh yeah, I think we should do something skinwalker related for Schlocktoberfest now, Kendo. To culturally I mean, enrich it. That's fine. I was also thinking we could do Triassic Attack because. One, that's Amelia Clark, I think's first ever movie in the United States. And two, it is semi-topical about the place that I live in. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm open to, you know, everybody making the list. I'm looking up Triassic Attack right now with uh, Amelia Clark. Ah, when she was not the Queen of Dragons or whatever the fuck she plays on that show. Nah, she was a year away from being that. Okay. Here she is. I like you pretending oh to not know what she did on Game of Thrones. That was actually kind of is, funny. It, it, is that the name of her? Is it the name? Is that her actual name? Yes, Queen her name dragons. is the Queen of Dragons. That's her name. I, I, I didn't know if it was Mother of Dragons hey, or something. Queen of else. Dragons, Johnson. It's great to see you in this show about dragons, where you are the queen of them. Welcome to our show. That's how it started. <laughs> exactly like that. Now with just the Queen of Dragons and her dragons. <laughs> in in this movie, hey Dion, in this movie, her her character name is Savannah Roundtree. <laughs> that's hilarious wait hold on hold she, on like wait hold is, on like like like, like native american uh like no Roundtree? no no this is she's supposed to be like the granddaughter of like an indian medicine man native american jackass come on now they pick come the on now you know fire. this look i'm just you i know you're upset because they're the real indians and you're not <laughs> you're that pretend kind uh come on. That's also the whitest thing you can say. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That's that Appalachia coming out every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. I am from Appalachia. <laughs> you sound like it. Okay. Can I say we found them you're, first? You're like James Remar in the beginning of 48 Hours. <laughs> I need a Indian friend. <laughs> no, not the one with the dot with the squaw. And I'm like, God damn, James Remar. Even as a kid, I'm like, God damn. This is supposed to be San Francisco, motherfucker. Yeah, you're supposed to say dots, not feathers, or the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's, since that's the it. audience brought up Amelia Clark's comic book, have we ever taken a look at it together? No, we because about it when it was first. We talked about it when it was first mentioned, but we have not talked about it since then. And I see that red string coming up, and I remember the premise, and now I'm slightly worried. <laughs> Mother of Madness. All right, oh, wait, so is, is, wait a minute. Is that, is that the whole comic? Yeah, this you, is the whole you book. Somehow found? Oh, I got my resources. I wouldn't pay for this shit. Yeah, but uh, just just be careful for you too, buddy. That's all I'm saying. Oh, you looked yeah. through it already. I was going to say, Su- Su- Susan likes to hit anybody that doesn't fall within the party line. Yeah, uh. man. <laughs> that's, well, hold that's on. I'm saying. I'll stop sharing it. I'll start looking at it, though. Okay, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's that's fine. Just just, just I was see, literally inches from naked French ladies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just uh, you know, you know where to send those links. Just you know, 
on over there. I don't know. The next page starts with, that's the right way to be a woman. Well, fuck. Here's the story of a beast who's a beauty or a beauty who's a beast. Here's how a fairy tale becomes a shit show. Well, I mean, oh, we wow. could theoretically learn something from that because last time I checked, none of us are women, nor do we know how to be women. That's true. I mean, everything I learned, I learned from comic books because Marvel Comics is clearly where I got my moral center, my moral compass. Thanks. Well, I Joe mean, you do like Spider-Man, so I mean, you know. Yeah, I do, but yeah. Spider-Man actually has some value, not period powers like Mother of Madness. I mean, he is virtuous, though. He slings I mean, the webs I all mean, over the place. Yeah, 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 I was about to say, he, he does, she does shoot webs, so, you know. Yeah. Well, that could be like my allegory. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, he, he shoots web like it's semen. He's the patriarchy. That's what's coming next. Oh, God, well, don't, 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 don't say that shit, because don't give him ideas. Don't give him ideas. Well, he, He's white, and that's good enough for me. Isn't that why he's my favorite character, Dion? <laughs> Haven't I told you that? Yep. If I remember us having multiple conversations specifically about how he's white, yeah. Yeah, Spider-Man. Half of he's you white. could that's identify with him. Do you remember when he switched costumes and I freaked out? I was so happy when he got the white yep. costume. Hold yep. on. Let me show it to everybody. Because, yeah, when Spider-Man actually went white, Dion knew that my favorite character matched my favorite trait. I mean... When you think of Spider-Man, clearly his skin color and his identity and all those things are the most important, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, 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 of course, not as not as fighting crime is not what you look for in a superhero. It's the color of their skin. Exactly. You know. You know. We we don't care about their values and their morals and the good things they do. Yeah, fuck their good characteristics and traits. The only good characteristic and trait that matters is well, you know. Is it, yeah, is, 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 it, is, is it a white cis male or not? That's what really matters to us. Yeah, because yeah. that's, that's the only thing that, is, that matters to comic book heroes. That's why, Kendo, you have the most speaking lines in Stealing Solo. <laughs> Just putting it out there. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say nothing, but... <laughs> well, we all know our place. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you're somebody that is only peripherally heard of all, and that you think that we are what they say we are, and you tuned into just that part. <laughs> well, oh I'm sure. I'm sure. That I'm sure. We deserve to think we're racist. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm sure. Some. I'm sure. I'm sure somebody heard that, and they're going to clip the shit out of that and share it around. It's going to be. Funny. I won't be able to go to work tomorrow. As soon as I try to go out of the, uh, the house to get in the car, there's going to be a bunch of assholes with signs with my face on it. Chanting and yelling shit at me, be like, "What?" Well, probably, well, probably shit about the Skinwalker. So you know, you're yeah. fine. Could be. Well, I hear, I hear I they are devious. I don't know about signs, but you can get people with your face on their shirt. So, folks, go to shopwcbs.com and wear Kendo yes. out out in public. <laughs> yeah, if you meet me and you have a silver marker sharpie type thing, I will try to sign your shirt. Yeah, um, or your forehead, but not your elbow. Okay. It's weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. TLJ Screwjob says, Dion, anything worse than Buffalo Jeff giving you the clockwork orange treatment and making you watch Dark Fate in the Snyderverse? Well, yeah, I mean, likes Dark Fate. Poor so bastard. That's not, really tri- that's not really torment. Okay, I guess I have to draw the comic book now of Buffalo Jeff makes Dion watch Dark Fate. No, it's going to be real, real gory now. I see a use of my likeness lawsuit coming through. That should be good. <laughs> Dion, all yeah, I need well, to the do. counterpoint would be you didn't seem to have a problem with the use of your likeness any other time until now. What's changed? Yeah, I, yeah, I wonder what the fucking change would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Well, last week, our friend Ben Parker, Uncle Ben Parker, sent us the Buffalo Jeff story in comic form. So uh, there we go, folks. If you want to see that, go back and watch last week's episode where we showed that in great detail. So a few more, and then we're going to jump into the main topic. So up next was our friend uh, Ninja Lawyer Steve says, are we going to watch the Dongalorian? Eon, you want to watch the Dongalorian? Uh, de- de- depends on the cast. If uh, Lisa Ann's in it, sure. If it's, you know, not that, probably not. <laughs> what about the Schlongalorian? Again, Ooh. very dependent on cast. What about the Dongaliers? <laughs> the Dongaliers? Most likely not, especially if Johnny Sins is in it. <laughs> Dude, look. Is it an ethics Stephen problem you King, have with them? They remake the movie. It's been like 30-something years, and they're like, you know what? The Langoliers was terrible, but if we make it the Dongoliers, we might have some money there. <laughs> if it's specifically a remake of the Langoliers, I gotta check it out. <laughs> I, dude, I want to make porn parody. All the dudes are dressed like those weird fucking, you know, terrain eat meatballs. <laughs> that would be interesting and hilarious. <laughs> There's banging hot chicks in, the, in an empty airport. That's all that's, that's all's happening. <laughs> Isn't that everyone's yeah, dream? It's, the whole, it's like a three-hour porno that's just shot in one part of the airport at gate A. That is it. <laughs> there you go. I wonder what A stands for. Uh, <laughs> anal. <laughs> there there oh, you I, go. There you go. No, thank you. Uh, the Bangaliers is Joseph Yenowitz. The bang, oh, the, the Bangaliers. No, that, that, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's better. better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there you go. All right, so folks, keep your wangs at home. Uh, Ad- Academy Award winner Tyler Perry sends us a super chat with uh, just a dollar, no message. Thank you very much. Primer also says Goochbusters, Goochlander, the Gooch Father. I would watch all those films twice, especially Goochlander starring Gooch Connery. <laughs> and then our friend Samurai Vader says, Hail, you're all invited to my birthday tomorrow. Well, first off, happy birthday, Samurai Vader. Uh, Dion, what time are you getting there? Uh, you know, I'm going to try to get there around midday. That's the plan. Cool. I'm going to get there around the same time. Uh, I will buy the first round. Deal. All right, cool. And we'll see you tomorrow, Samurai Vader. Happy birthday in advance. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to our next topic, shall we? Uh, before we do, though, Dion, are the Bengals winning? Uh, they are not. They're down a touchdown. I'm not surprised. See, I tried to be positive. I tried to care uh, just doesn't work for me who day who they thinking to give a shit <laughs> not me not me all right yeah, so i'm gonna burn this place to the ground if i hear y'all will be there one more time <laughs> <laughs> so guys next week is no time to die show of hands who's excited uh, just uh, just for the court, I'm not raising my hand. Just just so the court knows. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm not. No. I'm not gonna watch. It. I think. I think. I think you and Ken are gonna go watch it. Um, yeah. Good. Good luck with that. Oh, I will definitely go see this next week. Uh, the score, which has nothing to do with the quality of the film, but I've been listening to the music so far. It's pretty solid. Hans Zimmer did a great job. I almost said Hans Gruber did a great job until he died. But this movie, I'm not that. I'm interested for reasons that are not right. 
I'm interested to see if there is a film that has clearly been re-edited to cut out the shit they were trying to market to us, or is there a film that they were trying to market to us in a different way that was never going to be that, and they were trying to get a new audience. Either way, they pissed off enough people that people are like, I don't know, angry and confused. So maybe that's why people don't want to go see this one. I don't blame them. Yeah. It's definitely going to be interesting. It's going to It's either going to be, you know, meh, not that bad, or it's going to be like octopusy levels are bad or moonraker oh, levels God. are bad. Ooh, you know, ooh. it's 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 just the whole thing. Ooh. Even for people who weren't necessarily interested in all the drama, even every, everyone knows the f- cluster that became this movie. And I just and, and I'm obviously going to go see it, but I'm going to like I need I need to see how bad it's going to be. I I got to see just how far they've went down the fucking rabbit hole, man. You know, how many red how many red pulls can you take at one time? Because clearly these motherfuckers took all the fucking all the pills. So it's 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 gonna be crazy, man. Especially seeing as how no one apparently wanted to be in it. You know, <clears throat> people writing it and 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 you know they wanted to write a completely different fucking movie. And then and then obviously you have a guy who was brought in to 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 clean it up is shitting all over right before it comes out. This is gonna be. This could. This has the potential to be biblical. It could be Ooh. so bad. So, so we'll see, man. I can't. I can't. Oh, Dion with the doom and gloom. Yeah. Listen, yeah, man, yeah. Yeah. And you guys know I'm usually yeah. not like this about movies, but it's just so. Yeah, but, no, no, but there's. There, but yeah, there's been there's been a lot of shit flung at this movie, so it's it's covered in it now. Yeah, dude. It's that's not even. That's what's funny is it's not even the fans' fault. I mean, even though people. You know, that's the first place they want to go. The people who were making the movie did all of this. And I just, I got to see how bad it is, man. I got to see. Well, I'm looking at the Rotten Tomatoes score. So far, it's got 83% with 126 reviews. So let me pull up a new tab because uh, they want to use ad blocker blocking. So I'm just interested to see how they close out the era of Daniel Craig and introduce the next era of Bond. Because last, what, two days ago, they just announced that in 2022, they're going to start searching for the next Bond actor. So they're already establishing, hey, folks, this is not the end of the franchise. This is not the end of the series. So all the talk. Well, they're trying to, I think, I I think, I think that's them trying to keep us hopeful that they're going to try to, you know, do, get get, get a new actor and being like, hey, we're going to try this again and hopefully we'll get it right this time. I think that's them trying to be, Make make the audience feel hopeful and make us think like, oh, okay. Well, since you know you fucked up these you know these last few movies, um, the next ones should be okay, right? 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 So that's that's gonna be you know that's yeah, what we're trying to put. There's no but, mistake for sure. I think I think you hit it on the head. You know, there, there's no mistake that they announced that right after the second director comes out and shits all over the film. I mean, that's 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 definitely not a coincidence. So I'm. Um, I'm learning a couple of reviews now. Uh, a negative one from Slate. We'll look at positive ones, too, because I love James Bond. He's my favorite fictional character. So I'm not coming into this wanting to hate it. I'm just trying to figure out where they're coming from with it and really research and study how they want to market a traditional male character in 2021. Is it going to be, let's shit on him in the marketing and then give you a good movie? Or is it going to be, you know, a little bit of both? And it's kind of the situation, it's a weird situation we're in, which parallels something else, where you take something classic and established and change it. And right now, too, uh, in, in the marketing department of merchandise and stuff, they're advertising figures in a way that you can, oh, let me rephrase it. Traditional stuff is being not attacked, but wiped away. Like, for example, action figures with guns. What a weird place to attack. Today, they just announced a, an expensive $100 Deadpool. Guess what Deadpool doesn't have, guys? Pistols. 
Mm. Oh, come on. So it, and people go, I don't really care. You're paying for a fucking high-end collectible that has guns, but it doesn't come with guns. And people say, well, they're not allowed to advertise for guns. They're not allowed to do these things. It's like they keep chipping away at what makes stuff cool or what makes stuff its own thing. And James Bond, historically, has been, for the last decade, been chipped away at what makes him James Bond. We're always trying to, um, what's the word, deconstruct Bond. We're trying to figure out, do we really need to deconstruct everything? That's where society has kind of stopped in terms of creative growth. Instead of creating more, we've stopped and tried to reflect upon everything to the nth degree where we don't even make shit anymore. Everything's so fucking stagnant. So so we can be in the same uh, level of scrutiny and not creativity or creation, I should say. Now we've gone back to just retell the same stories. And we've reached that fucking, you know, the boiling point. Everything's done now. Well, yeah. And 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 I think it was last week, the guy that played Zordon um, had a great point, you know, and, and, and that point being that, you know, Hollywood is scared. You know, it's 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 scary trying to come up with something original or continuing something in the same vein that it's been on for a long time. And it make money, you know, the, you know, and that's what sucks. And we're seeing that with Bond, right? Because make no mistake about it. They don't give a shit about a female Bond being empowering. Or they don't give a shit about people being represented in a Bond franchise. They think that it is the flavor of the month. They think that's what's going to make them fucking money. And obviously that's, that's all of Hollywood's going through that shit. You know, it, it's, it's this, this need to, we think the kids are, really want activism everywhere they turn to, especially in entertainment now. So we're going to mirror that. And it's just been fail after fail after fucking fail. You know, you've got Bond getting railroaded before his movie comes out. And you got the former, you know, a former editor of Star Wars shitting on Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams. I mean, it's like this shit is not it's not a coincidence. It's just this this crazy idea that this is what people want. This is what they want. Let's not only are we going to go in a weird direction and then renege on it. We're going to shit on the movie before it comes out. Kids love that shit. It's like, get the fuck out of here. You this the, People have totally forgotten how to make movies. And it's just, it's fucking, it's insane. And Bond is going to be the example of that. It's just going to be, again, people fucking forgetting how to make a movie that you, it's not, it's not a receipt. No one's going to see a movie of a receipt. You know, no. I don't want to see a movie of you clearly trying to market shit while also preaching to me. I want to see a dude who's a secret agent who kills motherfuckers and says cool stuff. That's what now, people want. Let me read you guys this. This is a, a little closer of a nice review of the film. It's interesting because this is this is the important talking point. What's next with James Bond? Remember, folks, Ghostbusters 2016 came out. It was created in a climate when that kind of shit was going to be cool or hip or trendy or anything like this. No Time to Die is coming out in the era where we're coming off The Last Jedi and people still, the people in power that make this shit, those who hate us, still can't get over the shitting on your favorite characters, subverting your expectations trope. The reason I bring this up to your point, to your attention is now we're going to get a bond created in an era where this woke shit is on everybody's mind and they hate it. Like, they understand the audience hates this shit. Now we, we're going to see what Bond is created in this vacuum. So that being said, this is why I bring it up. Everyone gets a lot of points for trying in No Time to Die. Uh, instead, it leaves 
hollow moments that need to be its strongest. Sorry, No Time to Die has hollow moments that needs to be at its strongest and takes wild divergences from the series formula in the third act. There's a pleasing finality to it for everyone and a return to the sense that Craig brought in its first installment of the Bond movies. Uh, it could, that they could be more than just Bond movies. But there's also a palpable sense that there's a step too far and the series may never try such big swings again. Big swings again, man. The last time you could say that about a Bond movie was 1979's Moonraker, and you follow up with uh, 2000 or sorry 1981 with uh, For Your Eyes Only. We had the Bond series go maybe too far with Die Another Day back in 2002, and we got this hard nosed reboot in 20, 2006 with Casino Royale. Wouldn't it be funny Holy if the shit, Bond? I didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't realize Casino Royale was in 2006. My... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Damn, dude. Uh, he's yeah. So like, yeah. There, there have been these. There have been huge gaps in, between the movies. Oh my god. He is the longest tenured James Bond ever. Uh, yeah, because you know they don't know. They, 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 they. Like, once again, I'm not. I'm not a Daniel Craig fan of of the of his Bond movies. I'm not. I've watched them, and they're to me they're really fucking boring. And they 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 keep doing this character depth thing and make him like really vulnerable and this bullshit and all this other stuff. And I don't care. Like fucking. You know, have woody one-liners, drink, smoke, fuck, um, f- fuck hot bitches, and uh, kill the bad guy. And you know, screw with the henchman. I don't care. I don't care. Just, just make make a fun movie. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, and then the, the the important, even more important thing for context is one of the reasons he's so tenured is because he quit twice. That's yeah. and this is oh, yeah, and I actually and I actually like Daniel Craig's Bond. You know he. You know, for different reasons, you know, I liked it. But even I'm like, God damn, dude, like, if, if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. We can tell you don't want to do it. You know, and he quit it twice. And, and hey, listen, I don't know Daniel Craig personally, but, you know, that type of shit, you know, that's just, you know, everyone has worked with someone like that. And it's like, yo, either quit or don't, because now everyone can tell, you know, especially when, you know, right. I think it was before. Spectre. He's like, I'd rather cut my wrist than do bond, another Bond movie. Yeah, I remember uh, that one. Fifty that million dollars. Yeah, fifty million dollars makes them them cut Mark Seal up real quick, don't they, Daniel? <laughs> no. You know, and it's just yeah, it's just it's just yeah, it's very taxing. It's very taxing. Uh, I'm telling you guys, I am worried. I honestly think our worst nightmare is going to come out of this. I think they're going to kill him, and I think they're going to give us the uh, Lashana Lynch as the new 007. Because it's already teased, dude. Dude, they're, they've already teased it. It's already been teased. It's already been out there. They've already put that out there. They, you know, they, they the trailer makes it look like there's some kind of finality to all of this. But then they're like, "Oh, don't worry, we're still going to make these movies." I think they gave they gave her they give her the 007 moniker supposedly because he's in retirement and he comes back and this and that and the other thing. I'm telling you, I think they kill him, and I think they say. James, like they, they won't say James Bond will return. It'll say 007 will return, and it'll be her. And then in a couple of years, it'll be the new movie after all the furor dies down, and they're gonna be all like, "Oh yeah, well, I mean, it's still 007. It's still spy movies. It's just, it's just, it's her now. They're not that it's stupid. Remember this. They're not. They're not doing. Now, hold it on, to wait. Make- the Go movie. Ahead. I'm pretty sure the movie's out in Europe, like as of tonight. And like everybody knows the ending that Senator has looked it up. So if you don't even want to see the movie Kendo, you could go Google it now and find out if James Bond dies and all your answers will be, you know, all your questions will be answered in that way. No, I'm really tempted. But I'm going to go see the I movie. Mean, I, 
Oh, yeah, I forgot. You're the one that wants to go see it. Dion, or yes, Dion and Nick don't want to go see it. Yeah, I'm planning no, on going to see it. I'm going to go see it next Saturday. I'm yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to be odd man out and not go see it. I'm going to wait to hear, hear back from you guys. And yeah, because I was going to say, I'll <laughs> hear go what's going on, on Saturday. I'll go see it on Saturday. And then if you want to, we can do a review on it. But yeah, I mean, I'm also because I told you the yesterday, I think it was yesterday, I said, guys, be careful because the spoilers are out there because I saw the shit popping up on Twitter and whatnot. And somebody was like, no time to die, plot leak on Wikipedia, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, nope, 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 nope. Avoid, 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 avoid. And that's why I told you guys, hey, be careful. Spoilers are out there. Somebody's liable to fucking fire that at us or something like that. Just, you know, keep your head down if you're not wanting to see it. But I, I have been extremely tempted. It's really hard because I'm like, do I want my heart to break after I paid for it to happen? Or do I want to just get the pain over with now? Because I made the mistake with The Force Awakens of not seeing it for like a week after the movie came out and just... I, I read the spoiler free reviews and I read and I watched the spoiler free videos and I was told how this was going to be a great Star Wars movie and it was everything I wanted from Star Wars. And I'm thinking, awesome. They, this could be it. And then I saw the movie and I thought, God damn it. This was the <laughs> opposite of everything I wanted, but it worked out because then I ended up on world class bullshit. But, but there's no show for me to join if it works out terribly for Bond because I'm already on a great show. So, I, I don't know. I just – he better not listen, die, I, but I think he's going to die, and I think they're going to replace I, I, I won't be surprised if he dies, but I don't think that they're going to go so far against the grain where they're going to randomly make, you know, some – you know, make a woman 007. I think that, that, that there are people who would do that for sure, but like we – you know, I said this when, when it was the – the rise of Skywalker, you know, that has changed things. Not, not, it hasn't changed things in that we're going back to better film, but we're, you know, it's changed things that, Hey, you can lose up to a billion possible dollars doing crazy shit. And listen, um, you know, I, I, I get that they'll, you know, I won't be surprised if he dies, but you know, it's, it's just, you know, they love money more than they love their morality. And no matter all the shit they're talking, even they know you lose, you lose even the casual Bond fans because outside of the crazy contingent that would love that shit, they're not going to stick around for the next waiting the next three years to watch the next Bond franchise. They're just not. They're not going to be like, oh, it's a chick at the end of this one. I'll, I'll watch it in three years. They just aren't going to do that. No, I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think they're going to tip their hand like that. I really don't. I mean, they right. do have. Have an out. There's an out they could do. They could make his death like ambiguous or something like that. Make like a big showdown at the end where something happens and it's like, you know, like the self-destruct button is pushed on like the base like we've seen so many fucking times. And the shit just blows up and you're like, oh, what happened? And then, you know, he could come back. They could they could recast it. We could get uh, Henry Cavill as the next Bond in a couple years like right. that. Hey. announcement could come out. Hey, guys. Oh, um, I, just, I, just re- I just read the plot on the Wikipedia page. Don't spoil don't it. I'm not. Don't I'm not. Anything. I'm not. But I want to hear what you guys have to say once, like, once you watch it this weekend for sure. So, deal next weekend. Okay, next weekend. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. but they could have an out that way. But I don't know. I, I don't think they'll be stupid enough to kill him on screen and then turn around at the end of the movie and have Lashana Lynch getting a button pinned on her shirt and everyone's like, "Our new 007. I don't think they're that fucking dumb. Because that will kill everything. I think 
they would be they would I could see them doing something like kill them off and then not really do anything about it and just whatever and then just say 007 will return and make you go huh and then maybe <laughs> when the Fuhrer dies down in a couple years all of a sudden it's you know they say they don't say James Bond is back they say Bond is back and then they oh god damn it now I just talked myself into a fucking terrible idea where they turn James Bond into a fucking code name but it's oh, oh. Is then they it? Could say Bond is back and she could be Jane Bond or Janet Bond or Karen Bond or Muka Hakaliki Bond or whatever the hell they want to Bond is crazy, but the oh, more that they like than Twitter points is money. And like I said, man, the fact that Star Wars lost out on a possible billion fucking dollars, you know, that's changed the game. They'll they'll do something semi crazy, but again, they're not they're not gonna go. You know, they're not gonna go full Admiral Holdo on this motherfucker. Well, uh, Andy McCallum says it's not woke, so he's a a UK listener. Okay, I don't yeah, think, I I think hope not they spent, they, they, it's what nine hundred million to break even. I hope yeah. it's not. But that's you know, scooter. Basics, oh, my, well, wait, I don't know. I think. I, th- I think I, I think it's going to do like 600 million worldwide and maybe 300, 300 million in, in its entire life domestically. That's my prediction. I mean, and, and again, that's going to have a lot to do with who they pick next. You know, so say it only makes 600 million and, you know, and, and maybe and maybe the Internet is right. And it does have to be 900 million to break million. If, if you lose 300 million dollars on this shit show. There's no way in hell they're you know we we may we may get more member berries in the next one, but I promise you if it loses like you know hundreds of millions of fucking dollars, you know over the course of the next month or so, you know they're they're not going to be going for this crazy ass you know let's let's get all the the young college kids who talk a lot of shit on Twitter to come watch it you know they're not going to go for those anymore because again those people do not watch movies. Can you a fucking imagine if you convinced everyone behind the scenes to do that crazy shit and you lose three hundred million dollars? Now, shit, your ass deep, might disappear. Now, deep down, I want the James Bond franchise to succeed in spite of itself. Right. What I want to happen is I want them to realize we made mistakes stylistically without wokeness. We don't have to go to that route yet. This is a newer problem for James Bond. If we go back to the beginning of Craig's uh, tenure, people go, well, how can you say there's problems at the beginning? Everybody loves Casino Royale. Yeah, Casino Royale is a solid movie. All the mistakes come right after that fucking movie. They didn't know what they wanted to be. James Bond didn't know what well, it no, wanted and, to and, be. And even I remember, I remember hearing, I always pissed off in the beginning because they're like, oh, he's, he's, he's going to like drive a Ford Taurus or whatever as opposed yep, to his uh, Asimar. And I was like, Go fuck yourself right now. The marketing of that movie wanted to make James Bond more relatable. And like they, I take it back. I, I apologize. They did try this shit. Changing the female gaze to Bond when he came out of the fucking water in that movie. That's when it all changed right there. When his dumbass, they were like selling you the James Bond mankini, <laughs> that blue short thing he wore. Yeah, that's true. And and that was, that was the trailer for the longest fucking time too. That was like the first thing you saw in every fucking trailer. Yeah. I hate Quantum of Solace with a passion, Dookie. Uh, so it's do I. I know you terrible. do, man. And and listen, as much as I, you know, I kind of like it. I don't. I don't blame people for 
for not liking Quantum of Solace. Don't get me wrong. I think the opening is still awesome. That the opening credits are awesome in Quantum of Solace. Well, the guy died making it, Dion. So, <laughs> well, you know, oh. hey, sometimes we gotta we gotta make sacrifices for our art, baby. You hey, know, man, but, hey, man. Hey, listen, hey, listen, 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 listen. You don't make an album without breaking a few eggs. Okay, I'm just that's saying. That's right. Just, that's right. You know, yeah. not not, not all eggs grow up to be chicks. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's true, man. It's hard truth. But you know, I the movie, and I think to your point, Jeff, I think they did know what they wanted to be. They wanted to be. Jason Bourne, and that was the problem, yeah. you know. Casino Royale, I thought I still feel is awesome. You know, I still like Quantum of Solace, but that the 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 way it was shot was reminiscent of the James of the fucking Jason Bourne movies. And then you have, you know, the the nagging on, oh man, they killed my girlfriend, and 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 all that stuff. Which don't get me wrong, I still think the most underrated scene in all of Bond is when he's at the fucking opera and he goes, you guys need to find a better place to meet. And when he comes down, him and Green lock eyes and he looks at him like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, that's that's an underrated scene. But that just the nice. melodramatic shit, you know, the end of Quantum of where he kisses uh, what's her name in the car. She's like, you've been hurt. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I understand why people don't like uh, Quantum of I really, I really do. Now I'm looking at the numbers. Luckily, it looks like this movie is doing okay. Uh, update from Deadline: As of now, it's about 13% above Spectre and 26% below Skyfall's opening. Now we don't know. There was no pandemic. Blah blah blah. I would love just for James Bond to be the be the big hit right off into the sunset, and then they regroup and get rid of this shit. I'm gonna be optimistic and be that guy. Because it could be great, but I don't think it will be. I think it'll be as bad as the other Craig movies, meaning they're not great movies. They're not even good James Bond movies. They all suffer the problems. But they're like, if you watch them, they're still watchable movies. They're not Disney, Star Wars, broken, bad plot, yeah, bad script. Yeah. We're, we're talking, we're trying to put the Disney, Star Wars, modern shit on the James Bond packaging and it just doesn't fit quite right we gotta see this one before we can make that kind of a judgment they haven't we've watched the bond movies james bond trying to be of its time you know how they tried to deal with bond being a little more conscious of safe sex in the aids epidemic in the 80s did you know they actually tackled that in the 80s no you don't because they didn't announce it but what they did is they had him sleep with one woman in the living daylights he only Bang! What's her face? <laughs> I mean, he that's how one. they made James Bond. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see. No, no, no. That's no. That's how you do it through subtext. Through subtext. You don't. Thank you. Fucking. You. You don't. You don't bash people on. The, you don't bash people over the head with this bullshit. You do it through subtext. That's how you yeah. do it. They didn't show you know. him walking into like a fucking Walgreens and buying a bottle of wine and a box of rubbers. They were no. just like, yeah, he's just with this one chick the whole time. They yeah, showed him, or you with, don't have, or you don't have, or you, or, or you don't don't have Q give him, you know, some fucking spy spy enabled condoms or whatever. Like you know. 007, this condom will protect you against STDs. <laughs> yeah, but what will it explode? If you put dynamite in it. <laughs> I like to think that all double O agents are like grafted with some kind of like Q branch like perma condom, so they can't get anything <laughs> on missions. Oh, I mean, dude, they're dude, they're, they're MI six agents. You know they've got every fucking chemical vaccine pumped into their body. They're, they're like the true. army. When you go in, they're just like jabbing the shit out of you with stuff. Oh god, what like, what, what, what is it? Enough. They have <laughs> they have they have graphite like graphene level um fucking like condoms on or whatever. Like super thin. I don't even know they're there, but they block everything. Yeah. You can use your condom as a slingshot, says WTF viewer. There you go. Yeah. The day James yeah. Bond becomes MacGyver. 
Q gives them. I a mean, box that's of not a bad idea either. This from a protection cue. No, you can put it around your fingers and use it like a slingshot. Here's some paper clips. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> lying Am I six cut? Am I six cut down their budget? So they just got a bunch of poison dip paper clips and condoms to use as fucking shitty schoolhouse <laughs> slingshots to kill people. Hold on, hold on. If that's the case, what kind of car does he get then? He gets a Vespa scooter. <laughs> I was thinking something along the lines of like a Toyota Camry, like an O2 oh Toyota God. Camry. It'll still run right. reliably. Sensible, but you can't get yeah, no pussy with that car. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, uh, here, here's your moped. Just, this... you know, don't get any photos of you taking driving this because Bond with a Prius. <laughs> That'd be an embarrassment. Bond, Bond in a Prius. There you go. Does it have any rockets? Ah! No. No, no rockets. TLG Screwjob says as an American I'd like to apologize for Kendo's whatever attempt that was for a British accent yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, yes that's, that's, that's well, fucking good thank you for getting offended on other people's behalf Screwjob <laughs> that was awesome oh oh god James Bond in a Yugo Ooh, or a big <laughs> ass Monte Carlo Oh, God. Yeah, there you three go. People. No, get him a fucking Camaro, the Hoosier Batmobile. Get him one of those. <laughs> Hoosier Batmobile. He's just fucking riding around in like an IROC series from like 86. Oh, my God. Holy shit, that'd be awesome. Oh, jeez. There, there, there you go. Fuck, yeah, that, that, that's what we need. That's what we need. Yes. Uh, so uh, a moment ago, somebody had made a comment. They can see that the franchise goes one of two ways, either a reboot or they go back to the old timeline. Nick, what would you prefer, reboot or the old timeline picking up after Die Another Day? Ooh, shit. Um, they're not. They're not going to do that. There's no way they're going to do that. That's because people still like those those Daniel Craig movies. They're not going to do that. They're gonna they're gonna reboot it and just kind of be like they're gonna continue. You know, they're not gonna do the the, the Casino Royale thing where he's like, oh, I'm I'm gonna become an agent now. I'm a double agent. They're just gonna kind of continue him being a double agent. That's it. That's all that's gonna happen. Because that's the most feasible thing you can do. Because once again, if if they if they retcon the daniel craig stuff that's them admitting defeat and we know that they're never going to fucking do that right not in a million years so they'd uh there's this source on twitter or on reddit (laughs) that says that they're going to reboot and erase that daniel craig timeline take it to the bank uh, i okay (laughs) i'd be happy (laughs) i mean personally I would love that myself if they would go back to the die another day timeline i don't see that happening i see them figuratively picking up the pieces of our deceased hero and moving on with uh, a new 007 Janet Bond Reno and uh oh, god <laughs> dude can Will Ferrell play it <laughs> I mean are you trying to get me to hate these fucking movies yeah but it's like, it's like Kendall will never watch them then I mean, Don't you who remember are you when gonna, who are you gonna get to play fucking Q Seth Rogen no Jonah Hill for him Make me really just want to fucking hate the rest Dude, of my life. Moneyball's Jonah Hill can act. Show some res- put some respect on his name. Okay, don't oh. he fucking blows in some movies. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. He's like Michael Sarah, who will play fucking Felix Leiter. So god damn it. Oh it's, god, it's dude, happy, you man. you are cast you are casting the worst James Bond movie ever. God damn it. This is the no time to die. Movie. You've already seen it. Once again, once again, I read I read segment that I've hurt my brain and I've wanted to go home. Jeff, number 12, please. Oh god, okay. You need a number 12 to help cleanse the palate. While I'm doing that, Dion, do me a favor, make sure that you uh have an answer. 
So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> a, a lesser used number, but it still checks out. Dion, what would you rather have? The reboot or the uh, continuation of Brosnan? A fucking continuation. Listen, I'm I'm not listen, I'm not above the whole complete eradication of member berries. Things have just been so shitty, and if no time to die as bad as I think it's gonna be, give me a continuation. Listen, Pierce was not the problem in Die Another Day. Uh, and even even then, Die Another Day isn't terrible. You take no, away that shitty no, no, CGI. No. Go ahead. No. no, it's not. It's like it's not that bad. I mean, it is. I mean, the plots the plots weird. Some things are hokey. It's it's a ridiculously it's a ridiculous movie. But yes. I still like honestly, I still enjoy it. I if it's on TV, I'm gonna watch it. Really, right? Yes. Like you take away that shitty CGI like... surfing scene, and it's a much yeah, but... better movie. Like it's not that bad. And even though it's weird that the whole plot is just North Korea wanting to invade yeah. South Korea, like <laughs> yes. no worldwide plot, not someone trying to take over the World Bank, not someone trying to start World War Three, but we just want South Korea, bro. But also, even also, that... also, also the fact that South Korea somehow has control over a fucking laser satellite. Made with diamonds. North made Korea diamonds. made a satellite. Was a Whoa, giant laser. On, on wait, wait, wait. What if the GoldenEye satellite, when it came crashing back down and it hurt inside, didn't actually like break <laughs> up in the atmosphere? It just kind of crashed into South Korea. So they used diamonds to fix it and they sent it back up. I just, Kendo. I just love. How die another day? This dude has a super laser, a, a fucking super laser, and he's like, "We're just gonna, we're just gonna go through the neutral zone. They're not gonna attack South Korea at all. They're not gonna hit Seoul. They're not gonna hit any American bases first. Oh, they got Seoul, They're just baby. gonna make a giant path, one path for North Korea's military, just one, just yeah, one." Yeah, they- could have do that. And that's the plot. Then, I love that. Makes then, me laugh every time we watch it for Thanksgiving when we watch Bond movies. I bust my ass out. Like no wonder they 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 kicked your ass out of the military and you had an anger management. You are tactically retarded, man. That was a, that was a terrible idea. <laughs> now this vehicle might be tactically retarded, as you say, but we were asked to look up the Vespa scooter with a rocket launcher. In the spirit of James Bond, what oh do you guys God. think? I mean, I think that could really do some damage in Thailand. <laughs> also, like, I guess you put your legs over the barrel right there. Is that how that works? It's a cock uh, replacement. Yeah, no. Look, if you look, if you look at it, hang on. If you look to the side there, behind, like where it looks like there's a seat, it looks like there's like this little like wingy thing that's coming off the side. It looks like a booster seat that you have at restaurants for kids. Yeah, over there. I think that's where your gunner sits. And I feel like that's a terrible idea because when that thing goes off, that recoil has to go somewhere. Yeah, it does. Do you just so stop weird. in place as you're driving, like, boom, and then it picks back up? Or uh, I was more concerned with the recoil that would be coming back at, like, crotch height, but sure. Oh. <laughs> I thought the military had our best interest in heart, so they already had, you know, designed that with in mind. So that, the best that, you can be, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As I say, I mean that rocket's gonna go flying out the front, but the, like I said, that 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 propulsion, that recoil, that's got to go somewhere, and that's gonna hit you right in the gooch. Now, gooch 
aside from being, you know, completely obliterated, I will chime in with the question I had asked earlier. I would like to see a reboot over a continuation unless I could get one thing. Because in a perfect world where I have all the power over James Bond, we'd have tons of action figures and other shit, but that's not the point. The point is, I firmly believe Pierce Brosnan has one more in him. Hear me out. Like in the style of Logan, but you don't kill him. You just kind of then reboot James Bond. Because it's oh. it's fun. You can do an oh. old man Bond story. I think it's one of the... There's so, wait, so much... So, so, so we're going to be doing Thunderball again, kind of? Minus, you know, the Kevin McClory shit. But yeah, okay, right. back, yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Just like old man Bond. Everyone wants to... They don't ever have the nerve to give you one of those films where we're going to deconstruct James Bond. No, what they do is they spend half of it shitting on James Bond, and then they kind of try to paste it together at the end. Remember the action and all that shit. No, give me one of an old Bond because Brosnan is a much better actor than when he left the role. And like you said, Dion, he was never the problem. It was the bad writing, the plot, all right. this shit. Rumor has it, according to him, it was his idea for Casino Royale and taking Bond in a more serious approach. I'm pretty sure, Nick, I don't, don't quote me on this one, but it wasn't it Tarantino and Brosnan wanted to work together to do yep. Casino Royale yep. in the early 2000s? Oh, shit, yeah. dude. That would have been, that. Th I mean, there would have been a lot of N-words, but it still would have been fun, though. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable. He would have slipped one in there, goddammit. Yeah, he would have yeah, that'd been that would one in there at least, but yeah. The bad guy might have said it, but damn it, he would have got one. Yeah, 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 exactly. That'd been one N-word and a lot and, and, and a lot of feet, but it would have been a good movie. Yeah. yeah. The the fucking pre-title sequence. No, the credit sequence is just like feet on a fucking plane of color. <laughs> you said yeah, you beautiful naked the opening yeah, the opening sequence. Instead of oh, all the God. naked girls, it's just all these various feet and the N-word just blinks in the corner. <laughs> and, and then like some reference to fucking Uma Thurman is in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. It's her I mean, feet. I, just, honestly, like, honestly, I'm, I'm down. I'm, 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 I'm down to let Tarantino like take over Hollywood right now. Let, let him do his shit because his stuff's fun. I might not like all of it, but at least it's fun. And he, you know, he does what he wants to, and like it's balls uh, on the wall. Like, I'm, I'm okay with after that. the first five minutes of a movie. <laughs> Listen, he didn't get canceled for um, uh, uh, a story in Hollywood when you have Brad Pitt beating the shit out of that girl at the end of the movie. Like people were like, "Holy shit!" But he, he didn't get canceled for that. And then fucking <laughs> Leonardo sets her on fire in a pool. He didn't get canceled <laughs> after that. Damn it! You're telling me there's a chance, baby. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I mean, like, well, maybe that's why I'm willing to let, like, yeah, I'm willing to let Trentino like take over a couple franchises. Honestly, like, give him, hey, you know, give, give him, give him Bond, give him Star Trek. See what he does. See what happens. You know, let him like give him the, don't give him the don't Aliens him, franchise. Oh shit, no! Man. Give that oh, to Neil Blomkamp. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, Neil okay, Blomkamp. Okay, we right. still want you to see. Okay. we want our Aliens three. That's that's now, fair. Dion, but, yeah. Ooh. Would you look at the screen, please? Oh god, I I did look at the screen. Yes, Let's I have some I bad think. news for you. What's that? Lena Dunham got married. Mm. What? That's crazy. It's in the news. So, Dion, I I hate to break it to you. Folks, what this means is the joke is either, I don't know if it's dead, but Dion, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the guy you lost out to. Now, remember, folks, Dion Green, world-class bullshitter, you know, always on GQ's list of most desirable men right next to Beetlejuice. But now, yeah, you've lost, man. Your pound cake has been betrothed by another man. Are you sad to oh, hear the man. word? Can, 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 can you show those pictures, please, of what she looks like now with her husband? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> they kind of look alike. Her husband looks like 
Tim Burton ate the bad guy from Quantum of Solace. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine? The him, pandemic like, has not been over the, the, the top of her. Yeah, the pandemic has not been kind to her. Jesus. Yeah. Listen, Sweating I'm not I'm not touching her. that part of the conversation. Been, uh, but I will say my man years. probably hasn't won a fight in his entire life. The only fight that he's lost clearly is with a hairdryer. I don't know. I think he will lose the fight with her over the last yeah, I was gonna say, literally sure she's she's over the last chicken wing. Again, was I am le- I'm leaving that part of the conversation to you guys. I know. Lena, never mind. You let her have I bet the last there's one. Showers, the understand. cleanest place in the house. <laughs> you know what we're going to do? We're going to take a quick break to check in with the audience before Dion dies of embarrassment. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you. You did. I lied. The only thing that's missing is the fucking you know the CIS scream at the end of it. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Sean Bean scream here. Yeah. There's always next time, Kendo. Now that you told me, that's a wonderful idea. So first off, our friend Dixon Sider with really great life advice, sage-like life advice. Laughter is the best medicine unless you have diarrhea. That's true. I mean, even then, diarrhea is still pretty What funny. if you're laughing on the toilet? Like, you already made it there. <laughs> and, I mean, that's know, happened to everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you've already made it to the toilet. You're, since we, you're, you're able to shit through a screen at this point, and you just find something funny. Then you're okay, because it just expedites the process. I was just laughing at Jane Bond, Die Another Gooch. Sign me up for that one. That's going to be the 26th film. Oh, God. Hey, Dion, would you ever do a uh, cover of a Rob Zombie song in the style of Yoko Ono? Uh, you did bet your ass I would. The world needs it. Can we just All right, Dragula? <laughs> Possibly. Uh, you, you know what? We need to do that and then like make a music video for it and post it and tag him in, in all of it and just see if he sues us and see what happens. Listen, that could that could be the thing that makes us go viral, baby. Just a yeah. chunky black dude doing Rob Zombie as Yoko Ono. I think that's that's the missing link. We have to get him a curly-ass wig like her hair and the big fucking glasses. That has to happen. Like we got to get him. We got to make him look like Yoko Ono too. Oh my god! Oh man! He... I'm in. I'm fucking in. Oh, a little top I, and, hat. And and and, and uh, yeah. yeah. I I hope I hope we do it. I hope he finds it. I hope he gets really pissed off too. Yeah. We, we, we have you know she would too if we happen to do that video me in a curly wig with a top hat and some circular purple gla- sunglasses on that she yep. would find a way to get pissed about it and we're just like yes please. that's the outfit right there yep that's what yep. we have to dress Dion in and he just has Dion's to fucking war hard to Dragula or some shitty Rob's well they're all okay <laughs> and then, um, there we go. That's 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 what we need. That's our that's our goal for 2022. Making that happen and getting sued by Yoko Ono and the John Lennon. I mean, getting, get, getting sued, getting sued by Yoko Ono and 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 Rob Zombie at the same. Oh time. God, dude, that would be like a Hold fucking hat trick. No, no, no. We don't want to get sued by them. We just want them to hate us because we have the law on our side. First Amendment, yo, parody. Freedom of speech. That's they right. Hate it. That's right. It's a parody, baby. Plus, I'm pretty sure we can convince Rob Zombie to fight us. 
because that, that little that little douche would take any opportunity. For I'm going. Keyboard. I'm going first, motherfuckers. I'm going first. <laughs> it's Go all on. you. You, you, you tag in first, first, buddy. And here's the thing: we do it for like a his his uh, Halloween movies on a pole match, and if we win, we get custody of those movies, and we can destroy them and never have them made again. <laughs> like these will never be fucking reprinted. I like it. I think that's a win right there. The world needs us. Dude, if, they, yeah, like, if there was, if, yeah, if, you, if you really wanted to fight us, like I, I'd be like, I'm, I'm getting a trainer. We're doing this. I'm, yep. <laughs> give me, yep. Give me, we're, we're doing it. Listen, and you know you can convince him because Rob, Rob Zombie is so goddamn sensitive that he would 100% do it. He would yeah, 100%. Like, give me, yeah, give me six months and a personal trainer and a diet plan. Fucking, we'll do this right now. I don't give a yes, shit. Yes, I will. We, we're gonna make you the most lethal director ass whooper on the face of the planet because I promise you, right. that 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 little that little zombie dude would not be able to turn it down because he is so fucking sensitive. Oh man, I, ooh, that'd be great. It'd be fucking great. <laughs> Up next, and, and uh, uh, Dion Dion can be my Don King. Yeah. Oh shit. Listen. Oh, great day to live in America. Only yeah. America, son. There dude, you go, get there me, you go. dude, get me to run in and just like if we fight him at like a lower elevation after all this time, after like two months of living at elevation, I'll be like fucking Lance Armstrong when he was jacking himself up on all them red blood cells. And I'll be able to come in. I'll be able to go all fucking day. There you mm, go. You're not there winning you this one, Robert. Mm, Rob Zombie. <laughs> hey, Dion, yeah. you can fight Rob Zombie as Buffalo Jeff does commentary. Mm, Dion goes in for the leg no. kick. He sweeps the leg. Mm, I, th- I feel like that would be detrimental to our cause. <laughs> right. Now people are going to watch. <laughs> yeah, Dion, like, would, Dion would be going. He, he'd get a few shots in, then he'd hear that commentary, and he'd just like start to turtle. And be like, uh-oh. uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I, you know, because this is this, – this, see, Nick got zombie. You know, give, give me a paw, brother, right? And it's just oh, got a combination shit. going. I just stuck. I just stop and go. Really, Jeff? Really? Yeah. We'd, it'd be like that old Three Stooges sketch where Curly can only fight really good if he hears Pop Goes the Weasel. So we'd have to like <laughs> get like Lena Dunham moaning while she's eating cake to play over the fucking PA system. Oh, to on... later. Off the rails. Don't say shit like that. Going off the rails. <laughs> yeah. Let's get it. Hey, let's pull it back. I don't want to puke. All I got is an empty stomach and coffee. Oh. Um, <laughs> Wilson, the unauthorized biography of Tom Hanks says Wang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Gooches. Mm, that's a lot of gooch. Yeah, that's a lot it. of Wang. That's, yeah, it's huh? a lot of. Did lot you guys of, see Shang Chi? Things. No, I, I did. Always warming up. Last weekend, we did not get a chance to see it yet. Yeah, yeah, I watched it, man. It was God. It was. It, it, was, it was too long. It was too. It was too goddamn long. Really, Child it was fine. Flower, commas. Commas are important for a reason. I didn't know Dion was was on the menu. Yeah. (laughs) You're eating Dion, not eating Dion. There's a difference. Yeah, like eating Raul. That's a that's a movie. Yeah. I don't I don't know what to say about that movie, but I watched it. Ah, that mom was huge. Uh, Jada Baca says, hey, Jeff, I don't mean to bother you, but I just want to give another shout out. Last one to my artist friend, but it still won't let me do via super chat. Well, Jada Baca, Jada Baca, thank you very much for the generous super chat. If you want to just at me right now with a message, I will gladly read the shout out uh, that you'd like to give to your artist friend. Uh, And speaking of art, folks, check out ours. ShopWCBS.com. Get a shirt. I drew it. Yep, it's in our it's it's in the link in our bio. So, uh, yeah. 
Go check it out. Buy a shirt with our fucking face on it. You know you want to. Well, today is the first day of it, folks. We just launched it really at the start of the show. So you can get they're, involved. They're limited early. edition. They're limited to as many as we can sell. <laughs> reality, though, like the retro vice and the old stealing solo and shit are limited because they won't be around for very long. I just put them on there because people ask when we were in person, people ask about the GTA Vice City shirt. So, yep, there yep. you go. I'm excited for Dion uh, Dion Green's old fashioned doo doo butter and honey yes. dick. Yep. All those great ones yep. down there. Honey dicking for sure. Oh, <laughs> dude. If we get the honey dick shirt, can it be Dion like, looking like Winnie the Pooh with a jar of honey? <laughs> I guess now that's a great idea. Shit. Yeah, that's not a bad idea at all, actually. Yeah, it's Dion the Pooh, and he's got a jar of honey. <laughs> but it says honey dick. Yeah, on the back. Don't honey dick me. There we go. There, oh there, there, there you go. See, yeah, com- we can't, commas, we can't, punctuation we can't is important. I don't want you to eat my friend. Now, speaking of friends, Jada Becca's artist friends channel is MW Illustrates. You can check that out here on YouTube right now. That again is MW Illustrates. And Jada Becca, shout out to you for trying to help out a friend. More people should help each other out. Like they say in the room, Kendo, finish the line for me. Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I've fed up with this world. Uh, but folks, that channel is MW Illustrates here on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, Jada Becca sent you. And Jada Becca, shout out to you. Would you guys watch Jeff Dunham versus Lena Dunham? Uh, depends on the competition. Yeah. Like, is is it a cook off? Is it a fight? Is it a it's a fight comedy to off? the death? Oh my god! Nobody's laughing. I mean, can he beat her with the jalapeno on a stick? Because I think that would be the best option there. <laughs> beat her with a a tenth of them. Never mind. Uh, Sixteen. <laughs> hold on. This is a fun one from Cesario Japan. You guys ready? Yeah. You know, they say that all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Samoa Joe and you can see that the statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another referee, you got a 50-50 chance of winning, but I'm a genetic freak and I'm not normal, so you got a 25% at best to beat Oh my me. God, he's doing the whole thing. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, and your chances of winning go drastic down. See the three-way sacrifice. You got a 33 and a third percent chance of winning, but I got a 66 and two-thirds percent chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me, and he's not even gonna try. Oh, he even got the fucking he got he got the words that were that were pronounced wrong and the inflection right. God damn, that's awesome. <laughs> Drastic go down and no. Oh, good on you. It's sir. not like Dylan and I have watched Steiner Math three hundred times drunk. <laughs> not at all. No. Uh, 16-Bit Mascot, thank you very much. Yo, fellas, been liking your show. Buffalo Jeff channel would be your ticket to early retirement, Jeff. Then you can watch retirement movies. Hashtag life goals. Oops, don't uh, don't yeah don't threaten Jeff with a good time because we'll yeah we'll I'm gonna that. start we'll, we'll shoot we'll we'll make a comic book of 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 uh, of of Dion the uh, D- no 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 Dion the FBI agent and you know, trying to trying to chase uh, Buffalo Jeff across the country trying to trying to nail trying to nail his ass or you know trying to find him or whatever and we might we might even I'm shoot the, a little shorter trailer somewhere my man too. Nick's coming up with the storyboards already yeah shit um, um you're uh, uh, Dion D- Dion I hate to I hate to I hate to I hate to tell you man but I've had them for a while now. <laughs> yeah, Nick I'm and not I surprised. Talk in Vegas. 
I am not. Surprised. Yeah, dude. I, I have, I, yeah, I got, I got poster ideas. I got, uh, I got, I, I got, I got trailer <laughs> ideas. I got short ideas. All kinds of ideas we can do. We can make this into. We can like, yeah. Well, once again, we we can make you know, Detective My Black Ass chases um you know buffalo next jeff in, the next indie hit is is buff the chronicles of buffalo jeff god damn it you think the blair it, rich man. made a bunch of money you think paranormal activity made a bunch of money damn it buffalo jeff we're about to blow the doors off this motherfucker with nick utan behind the goddamn steering wheel <laughs> so the way the channel will start it'll be like buffalo jeff meets peewee's playhouse <laughs> and there's a chair that freaking talks it's happy see don't don't quote peewee in that voice god damn it now i'm gonna be uncomfortable at christmas hi boys and girls it's time for the word of the day you know what happens don't when you say, say word of the day like that scream real loud god damn it <laughs> oh my god. i'll read the babysitters club all you gotta do is uh folks in the meantime, to the Buffalo Jeff channel can get monetized. We're going to put more Buffalo Jeff stuff in addition to other shit on Patreon. And we'll have the membership program and we'll put it there too. That way, if you really want it, it'll be there. And you have your access to it as well as other shit. But, but also, yeah, even, also because, yeah, I mean, what, what other Buffalo Jeff stuff do you want besides audiobooks? Like, you know. Yeah. Do you want, do you want, a, do you want a short comic? Do you want drawings? What do you want? What do you want? Do you want me to go to Dion's house and spend the weekend? Nope, you're getting shot down with that shit. I'm just Wrong! saying. I, and, and, and also for the for, for the Buffalo for the Buffalo Jeff channel for our you know coup de gras, we can always go to the house. Oh, we will. We're going yeah. sooner than you realize. By the way, oh, CW Trick said the magic word. Yeah, that's been that's been a while. Yeah. That's the word of the day. Every day. That's the word of this channel. Yeah, it's like the secret word on Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> somebody said, somebody said, somebody said dating advice. I'm like, shit. That, uh, that is, that's not going to go the way you think. So oh my god! I mean, First we, time hire, uh, we need advice. we need we need Buffalo Jeff the Tinder profile. That's all we need. Yes, oh, yes, yes. That has to be a thing. That'd be mm -hmm. hilarious. Yeah, but, because yeah, like you can version. have that. You don't have to actually go out with those people. You can just troll them in the little chatty yeah. little box thing. When Buffalo oh, Jeff has you over for dinner, he literally has you over for dinner. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm going to put in this fucking profile. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited, but why is this uh, lotion sitting here in this basket? Because you're going to put yeah. it on the skin. I could go and dry if you like. Oh! <laughs> Ouch. Hey, Drunk Banana, you are correct. Star Wars Visions was surprisingly all right. I'm going to continue to check it out and review it. The Boba Fett episode with the band? I really liked that second episode. I'm one of those people that is very guilty of seeing an art style in animation that I don't like and wanting to close my mind off of it. But I off to it and I thought, you know what? No, I'm going to I'm going to sit down. I'm going to commit to this one. And I saw a story in the Star Wars universe that I didn't think I would really enjoy, but I fucking did. And it actually makes me like Jabba the Hutt way more. I almost think of Jabba the Hutt. He has way more life. And hopefully the book of Boba. Well, shit. No, that's he's dead. He has no life. Fuck. Never mind. I wanted more Jabba the Hutt. Is a background character, more Tatooine, more crime. Star Wars needs that edge. I'm tired of the fucking Jedi flipping around and all this light colored shit. Star Wars was always grimy and dirty. Yeah, they had lightsabers, but people also got their arms and heads cut off. I'm tired of people screaming around looking for Ray and these dumb romances that'll never happen. Bring back the grit to Star Wars. I mean, we we, we had it with the first season of Mandalorian, and then it was member berries in part in season two. Like there was a little bit of grit in season one, and I was like, okay, you're you're building something here. I like it. Season two was like, oh, okay. season two was just like, oh, you know, 10 spinoffs from 10, 10 new shows. Like, 
I don't I don't want this. What, what Watch every happens? show, every Star Wars show, every Star Wars show you could ever want now on Disney Plus. <laughs> I mean that's where it's going. What a great commercial. <laughs> now we did see the first image, perfect transition, guys. We did see the first image officially released from the book of Boba Fett. So Boba Fett. Is this fair to say that Boba Fett is the only armored, iconic Star Wars character to get a full redesign? Because uh, Darth Vader's got one look. Now you could say you could get into the intricate details, like, well, you know, this is the Empire look versus a New Hope. He's got the robes over the armor. It's got the silver pieces. His helmet's symmetrical. All those differences are there, but they're really not that different. It's almost as like refining a design. But Boba Fett is a completely different look this time. First off, first question, Dion, because you and I have talked about Boba Fett for literally decades, or a decade plus. Do you like the new look of Boba Fett? I, as from the perspective of the guy that's talked about it as much as you and I have talked about it, no, I, I, I like classic, original Empire Boba Fett. That being said, as a overall Star Wars fan. With it being, you know, so many years later, that that part of me likes it. I, I when I, when I turn the purest off, I like it. I do. Um, it's it's a little bit more sleek. You know, the colors are, are a little bit darker than than I would prefer. But 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 I do like it. But again, when I get into, you know, Empire Strikes Back, cool flick mode, I'm not a huge fan. Um, you know, he looks like. A, a blend between Empire and you know the Clone Wars Django, but but again, listen, get, getting away from that, I, I I can dig it. I can dig it. If that, I know that's confusing as fuck, but that's that's where I'm at emotionally with this shit. Understand, emotions are hard, especially after Buffalo Jeff visits you for a while. But Nick, what do you think? So good. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not a fan of the redesign um, because you know Disney did it, and that's really what it boils down to. Um, I think they they should have just kept it the way you know the way it was before. I understand like he's older now, and he, they should have you know redesigned his armor would have been this and the other. I don't care. They should just have kept the old armor and kept it the way it is, and kept kept him the you know the way he was. Like yeah, I enjoyed that design more. Kendo, I mean the 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 redesign aside, I mean that's it's whatever. I actually just have two questions. Number one. Does he actually shine his helmet? And then two, if he meets a really good-looking chick and she wants him to go down on him, does he take it off? Yes, because remember, Boba Fett's not a Mandalorian. Right, right. He isn't even... Does he even abide by that code that the Din Djarik guy does? Like, No, because they don't... They don't. He's, he's like a straight-up mercenary bounty hunter. They don't... Apparently, the Mandalorians aren't like that. Like, he's ruthless as fuck. Okay, so so they don't wear the helmets when they bang, is what you're saying? Correct. Correct. Okay, that would just be family. weird. Mandalorians wear it wear it when they bang. Boba oh, doesn't. Okay. So or so uh, essentially, oral sex is completely void in the Mandalorian culture. Or you just <laughs> you do it and then you lie and say you didn't take your helmet off. That's exactly what normal people would do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or or you just or you just pull 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 it up above your nose and then you just kind of do it, do your thing, and then you know. <laughs> you're like, it's like a football player who just like you know pulls his helmet up just a little bit like the the, the mask is over his forehead so he's like <laughs> all right done oh you learned something new every day. <laughs> sex and star wars folks come back every thursday night. <laughs> what a show you can get your girl from slut ever 
We clearly cover everything in geek culture. Listen, you know Disney isn't gonna isn't gonna cover what Twi'leks are usually known for in the in the galaxy. So someone's got to do it. That's true. Hand jobs. Ah. Yep. Galactic whores. <laughs> now, I think this show is gonna do some serious damage to the Mandalorian because it's gonna render it useless. Hear me out, folks. What is the number one selling point of the Mandalorian? Baby Yoda. What left Mandalorian season two? Baby uh, Yoda. Theoretically, Baby Yoda. Yeah, well, we saw him go off with Luke Skywalker. I don't have any kind of confirmation, but as a fan, it looks like Boba Fett has always been the plan. See, Mandalorian looks enough like Boba Fett that it sold a million action figures and made a, ba a bajillion dollars because it looks enough like Boba Fett. That's all the Star Wars shit from Disney. That's how it works. It looks enough like the thing you actually like. Now the thing you actually like is back. I don't see the need for two shows because the Mandalorian story isn't that complex now that the biggest selling point's gone. Luke Skywalker was there. All this shit happened. Did Moff Gideon... You got Moff Gideon and a couple things. Eh, that's a cool closer story, but then you got... Boba Fett, who is the world's most famous intergalactic bounty hunter. Everybody knows the character. Everybody loves the character. He's already being featured prominently in the Disney Star Wars Visions animated specials. And now, if this show is what I think it is, and I'm guessing it's going to be old Boba Fett telling stories of him as a bounty hunter or going on adventures. I mean, you really only have two options. But I would fucking kill that every week the book of Boba Fett is him sitting in that throne and telling you a story of when he was younger or this or that. That way you can have Fat Man Boba Fett sit on a throne with Ming-Na Wen every episode have your strong woman. But then Boba Fett was a loner back in the day. And we get to watch it. See, folks, the trick with all of your favorite iconic characters is period pieces. Not necessarily period pieces of our time, but in their time. And you can circumvent all this garbage if you just say, well, this is Boba Fett when he was younger. And this is the window that he operated in. And this character wouldn't have been around. So really, do you get where I'm getting at, guys? Is that this yeah, show? Yeah, but I mean, is that, is that, is that, that but, but I mean, do we know that's how they're going to go or, or not? Well, like, I mean, think about it. Like, it, it, okay, so Baby Yoda has like been the selling point for a lot of people that were like peripheral Star Wars fans because it's everywhere. It's like, oh my God, there's Baby Yoda. I'm so huge into Star Wars now. If that's not on there, those <laughs> folks are gone by the end of episode two. That's true. Like, they'll That's watch true. the first episode. No baby Yoda. They'll be like, okay, well, maybe, you know, he'll show up in the next one. And then he doesn't show up again. Then they're gone. That's it's it's that's the end of that. So you lose those peripheral fans that were into it just because of the baby Yoda. I personally am looking forward to the Moff Gideon uh, spinoff where he opens up a galactic chicken restaurant. Mm -hmm. Now, can you get that blue meth on the spice mines of Kessel, or do Wait, you have to go? It wouldn't be galactic chicken, dude. It would be it would be uh, it would be porgs. It would be, it'd be porgs. Okay, well, set, fine. It's Los Porgos Hermanos. Either way, it's fine. And yes, they can get the blue spice. They just have to have a certain chemistry teacher make it for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy that originally hired Han and Chewie. Um, yeah. That'd that be, dude, that'd said. be, that, once again, if they, yeah, if they, if they made the movie about galactic meth, I'd be like, good for you, but that ain't never going to happen. <laughs> it's just, the spinoff is like Disney and Disney, like, we got this great idea. It's breaking bad, but it's in outer space, and we're going to get Giancarlo Esposito just to play the fucking Gus Rowe, our role again. 
and we'll get <laughs> Brian Cranston. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'd Dude. watch it. I would. I would be like, all right, Brian? I'm in a Star Wars again because it's Breaking Bad in space. Breaking Bad, dude. Brian Cranston should be the voice of Boba Fett. I don't care about Tamara Morrison. I don't dude, care about that'd Continuity. be dude, that'd be yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, listen, fucking... I love Tamara Morrison, but if it was Brian Cranston, I'm I'm buying every fucking piece of merchandise there. Dude, I'm I'm in at that point. They're like Boba Fett. Aren't you ever worried somebody's gonna get you? And he's just like. I am the one who knocks. It's like, wait, that has no, whatever. You know, that's fine. That's fine. We, we, yeah, yeah. Do people knock on doors where we're at now? <laughs> Just trust me on this one, kid. Stormtroopers knocked. <laughs> Guys, they I missed the door, but yeah. Since Dr. Meatball wants to know, fuck, Mary kill Mandalorian edition. Sasha Banks, Gina Carano, Katie Sackoff. Ooh. <sighs> I'll go because this one's easy. Fuck Sasha Banks, Mary Gina Carano. Kill Katie Sackhoff. Oh, damn. Mm. I'll go marry Gina Carano, fuck Katie Sackhoff, kill Sasha Banks. Mm. Give me bang Gina, marry Sasha, kill Katie. Mm. <laughs> um, bang Katie, marry Gina, kill Sasha. I mean, we're all over so, the place. At least there's no consistency between the four of us. This was a tough one. Good job. Yeah, that, yeah, that was that was a really tough one. Somebody's getting married. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should start calling. We're gonna borrow this from AJ Jordan. Mando Genetti. That's what we're gonna refer to as the regular Mandalorian. Now that Boba Fett's back, he Mando made a Genetti. really good point. That's a, that's a that's a very good. Earlier that's in the chat, good. he made a great point about how like. He's like the best working character in the thing, but he's overshadowed by everybody around him. It's like, yep, you're right. He is. Good job. He's as long as he doesn't go and post silly fucking shit on Facebook and completely oh go off the rails and start you know doing like garbage to. deathmatch indie shows, he'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. He, but, but Pedro Pascal is definitely the dude to do that. Yes. Um, uh, don't but, don't don't let your life imitate the art at that point. Just, just, go, <laughs> just call yourself Mando Gennetti. Don't act like Marty Gennetti. Oh, listen, God. listen. As long as you don't start hanging out with the uh, the space equivalent of the Iron Sheik, Marty, Marty. She didn't know how to tap, brother. Yeah, break her oh, back, God. make her humble. Um, okay, do you say so? Come here. <laughs> but that being said, especially with mentioning Brian Cranston and all that, I think all of that. Is why no, they're not going to scrap the Mandalorian. I, on this one, I disagree with with Jam Master Jeff on this one because when your franchise, if the movies are good, if if the sequel trilogy is good, one hundred percent Mandalorian becomes you know the the stepping stool for Boba Fett. <clears throat> but with those movies being so bad, and like I said, you know the failure, and you know all the people on Twitter are going to get pissed at us, but the failure of Rise of Skywalker has changed. The entire fucking game, and when you need heavy hitters to make this, you know, more sports. When your franchise is shitty, you bring in people to put asses in seats, and they know that Mandalorian is a hit. They'll find a way to bring Baby Yoda back into the fold, and they're gonna add Boba Fett to the roster just to get people to fucking watch the show. And you know, OG fans are gonna want to watch the Book of Boba Fett. I'm gonna watch the Book. Of that being said, that you're not going to put Mandalorian, you're not going to put the Mandalorian out to pasture because if it's just Boba Fett, what else do you have? Because the movies are cooled, 
you know, the Grey Jedi thing has been a fucking disaster. Jam random is a goddamn meme. You need as many W's as you can get. You play the smart fucking card. You do the thing that would make you the most money and get asses in seats. You keep Boba Fett. You keep Mandalorian. You keep, um, uh, oh my God, the director's name, Iron Man Mandalorian. Oh, Favreau. You keep John Favreau on the fucking payroll no matter what you have to do. And you try to distance what Star Wars is today from Kathleen and J.J. Abrams as much as you can. And I and I think with that being said, because losing a billion dollars is a lot of fucking money, boys, you keep what works. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Even Lucasfilm is not dumb enough to fuck this up. I think we get Book of Boba Fett and they keep Mandalorian because they need fucking W, son, because the playoffs are out of fucking out of out of sight. But you got to put the fans in the damn seats and you do that by keeping both of them. That's that's well a really said. good speech. That's a really wonderful speech. But once again, this is Disney and this is Disney Star Wars. Yeah, that's they're playoff, going to fuck this we're up. Talking about playoffs. I hope they win a game. Yeah, they're going to <laughs> fuck this up. They are going to fuck Play- this up. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It is Lucasfilm. It's yeah, like I mean, you have wonderful points, and the, and like that's a good way to make for them to make money and keep making money. But the, apparently, they hate money, so they're gonna keep they're gonna do the the opposite of what you said and do the dumb shit. Hey that's guys, I got great news. So I googled Disney Star Wars and looked for news, and I found something great. Oh. Over eleven Star Wars projects in development for Disney Plus. Yes, we're getting <sighs> we're getting Breaking Bad in space. <laughs> yeah, we are. So, guys, outside of the book, yeah, of yeah, Boba yeah. Fett, what what what's happening is that that, that kid, that kid who's, who was selling the death sticks, is getting his own fucking spinoff. That's what's happening. No, what they're going to do is they're that. just going to replace they're going to replace that actor with Jesse Pinkman, and we're getting breaking. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay. I with mean, that. He's, he's selling the, death sticks. He's doing a bad job. Brian Cranston comes along, and says, "You're doing it wrong. I can show you how to cook meth the right way." And then fucking Moff Gideon flies in and says, I have a pork restaurant over here, yonder. And uh, it, it just it writes itself. Come on, man. Better Call Saul's <laughs> ending this year. So Bob Odenkirk, he can be a sployer. It's fine. I would watch that. I fucking uh, totally would watch that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It'd be it'd be great. But once again, like, that's too good of an idea for Hollywood. They're not going to fucking do that. Well, before Fuck, we, we close out. We we can't. I'm entirely fine with that. We we you know Jeff can draw it. It'll be a comic book. It's fine. Now to close out our Star Wars book of Boba Fett talk, there is the book of Boba Fett. There's Obi Wan Kenobi. There's Andor, Mandalorian season three, Bad Batch season two, Ahsoka, Rangers of the New Republic, Acolyte, Lando, and a Droid story. A Droid story. Yep, a Droid story. I don't care. (laughs) Okay, I'm just gonna be that dick guy for a second. I don't fucking care what a droid story is, and I don't need to watch a fucking Blade Runner derivative piece of shit in the Star Wars universe. I don't fucking care if a droid's going to become human. I don't want to know about a droid, droid with humanity. I don't care about any droid. They're fucking robots. We just yeah, watch. I don't think it matters. Yeah. yeah. You know what? The only droids I want to watch were R2 and C3PO. And you know what? Their story, their most important element is from the first movie only. When you get to Empire, they're important, but in a different way. And same with Return of the Jedi. I don't care. We watch the Clone Wars go down. I, I have to take umbrage with that, Jeff, because you don't care about the droids, but but the droids, they, they are important. I was told in a movie not too long ago that, you know, droids were special. They were important and that they deserve freedom and autonomy. I don't George remember Bush what that doesn't means. care about black people. 
I heard he doesn't all. care about droids either, but I do. Well, I'm well, not apparently, apparently Ken is an advocate for, for, for droid humanity. I don't know how I'm you fucking to, say that. I saw that somewhere and I can't remember where it was at. <laughs> but I it touched me and I suddenly care about the, 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 the feelings of the droid. I, I'm in touch with droid manity, okay? Droid droid manity. Oh god. Hey. 14 Biss makes a great point. All these new shows and still no Ryan Johnson trilogy. I think they thought we would forget about it. Huh. No, well, no, no, no. It's going to happen, right? Because they got Ryan Johnson and the assholes from Game of Thrones. It's going to happen, I should, right? I should, yeah. I should tweet out the, the, the news headline you just gave me on our Twitter. Do it. Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't Johnson just suggest trilogy? that. You should do it. You should do that right yeah. now. You tweet him and you say, but where's your trilogy? Do it. Let me find, let me find the, the, the news article. There's not a hair on your now. ass if you don't fucking do that. <laughs> okay. I don't need to know that. But, but Ryan, you won a Saturn Award, buddy. Is yeah. one of your projects. Where, where's your new? trilogy? You said it was coming, Ryan. You said it you was promised coming. me, Ryan, because The Last Jedi was so good, right? Where's the trilogy, Ryan? Ryan, you promised me a trilogy. That's three. One, two, three. One plus two plus three, Ryan. That's, That's not a trilogy anymore, Dion. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I said I won a, a, a Saturn Award, not a goddamn diploma. That's true. You're, not, you're talking about Ryan Johnson, not Stephen Hawking. Now, Ryan Johnson was in the news. Goddamn. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. Um. I don't know if anything's worse than that TLJ screw job, but we will definitely talk about that in a moment. Ryan Johnson just finished wrapping uh, Knives Out 2. So Daniel Craig is back with, what did he play, Benoit White or something? I don't know. Did you like this movie? Uh, I like the ben. first one. Yeah. I mean, again, I hate the whole, she throws up every time she tells Yeah, that was, that was fucking dumb. That was fucking dumb. But it's a, it's a good movie. It's a <clears> fun <throat> little mystery flick. I have not watched it yet. Your voice pitched really high when you said that, sir. I, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. Hmm. I would never. Well, at least we know what uh, you know. Daniel Craig will be doing after he dies in Bond 25. I know it's coming. I know it's Another coming. Day. <laughs> I know it's coming. Ryan's trilogy is locked away on Slave 1. You're right, Nerdigans. You're right. It's being watched by top men. Top men. <laughs> We need that button here. That's going to be one of our closers next week, Top Men. <laughs> um, now, SH Rebels 08 says, I will take a Brie Larson punch in the face and horses for Dion. I mean, that's some dedication, sir. I don't think that punch is going to hurt, but the horses might trample you. All right, he tweeted out now. Buttons. It's it's yeah. We 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 tweeted it out. It's it's official. Good job, Ryan oh, Johnson. Good. Yeah, I now I, respect I, I, you I, for today. <laughs> yeah. I, you got knocked the fuck out, man. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That was that was for him. Anyway, sorry, Nick. No. Um. Yeah. I I tweeted out the uh, a link to the article set and I tagged Ryan. I was like, where where's the trilogy? So we'll see what happens. Probably nothing. Uh, we'll probably get blocked, and that if I'm, <laughs> that sir is a win in my book. If we do, if we do get blocked, I'm posting that fucking picture. Please, thank do. you. That, that's, that's all it took. Victory. 
That's a victory. That is a victory. <laughs> oh, please, man. I just, I just, you know, I know that the, 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 the fans love that we laugh at it, but man, he was so fucking pompous, dude. It would be so goddamn funny that we're, we are, we are almost seven years out from that shit. And this, this trilogy that he was going on about still ain't happening. And I just, I just want him to block us so bad just to be like, but, but Ryan, Ryan, <laughs> why? Why a trilogy? You said it was ha- you were so confident after the Saturn Award. Think of all those millions of diehard Last Jedi fans who called us the small vocal minority who are literally shaking right now, guys. They're not getting oh a trilogy. My God. It was a trilogy. They they announced it, guys. I guess Disney just didn't want to lose money. <laughs> hmm. A billion <laughs> fucking dollars. Thanks, Ryan. Did a great job. As uh, TLJ Screwjob says. Now TLJ Screwjob also says, Mom, uses armpit hair to pick locks. Not joke. Oh. I'll okay. send you guys the link. Should we review that okay, comment yeah. for Patreon? <clears throat> yes. Why not? Yes, we should. Yes, we should. Right. Uh, folks, we'll have that late next week. Now, Joseph Bianwich, thank you for your generosity all the time. But he says, uh, Jeff, this is for your sorrows for watching the next Bomb. I mean, Bond movie. No time to cry. The Crying Game sequel. Daniel Craig Swanton Bomb. God, have we all watched the crying game? We know the twist. Uh, no, I've never watched it, but you can tell me what it is because I ain't gonna watch it. Do you really not know the twist? No, I don't, I don't know, and I don't care. Okay, so just well, tell me what happens. They, they, the reason I ask you twice is because they talk about it in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. So I thought you knew. Oh, no, I, I mean, I know the reference from Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, but I don't, whatever. Well, simply put, at the end of the movie. The woman that you think is a woman takes off her pants and a dick flops out. Huh. That's like the only reason that movie's memorable. I mean, that would make me cry. Well, uh, Dion, I'm not going to ask. <laughs> what? <laughs> just fucking with you, man. <laughs> I just say, goddamn. I mean, well, there's nothing wrong with it. Just you know, it's not my bag, baby. There's not going to. Good reference. Look, we can't make fun of Lena Dunham anymore. She's a taken woman. That's the rule, yeah. right? Once She's a taken woman. Can't... How do you I think like I feel? Dion would still breach that wall. <laughs> Look, just because Kat Dennings is married doesn't mean I don't still. Nah, never mind. I mean, I don't, I don't think Dion really cares about the sanctity of Lena Dunham's marriage. He would Nor defile she... her. I'm defiled my ear. <laughs> <laughs> but Joseph, thank you for your generous super chat. I will use that to go see the movie. Ugh. <laughs> TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. Also, Doctor Who, Tom Baker was the doctor for seven years, not because of breaks in between or whatever, and he didn't quit twice like Craig. That is an accurate statement. Indeed it is. Yeah, TLJ Screwjob also... Doing. TLJ Screwjob also says, oh, Jeff, last week, two or two weeks ago, you mentioned if these Daniel Craig Bonds are prequels, it doesn't make sense. Since when are these prequels? I don't recall ever calling them prequels at all. Um, it was a reboot. Christina Rao was a reboot to the franchise. And if anything I've ever said sounded like that, all I ever said was, it sucks that you go to watch the reboot origin in Casino Royale and then you get to Skyfall and then he's an old man and he's too old to be Bond. So you've missed all of his golden years of James Bond. Uh, maybe I said I would watch those movies, but no, I never uh, thought that Daniel Craig Bonds were prequels. 
Dr. Meatballs, don't don't try to ruin that for me. Uh, TLJ Screwjob says, as an American, I'd like to apologize for Kendo's whatever attempt that was at a British accent. I read that, but I had to read it again. <laughs> what happened? Uh, Basara549 must be a huge Kendo fan because they have a Bond cast to rival them all. All Seths. Seth Green is James Bond. Seth MacFarlane is Q. And Seth Rogen is M. I don't mind there Seth Green. As James fucking Bond, though? I mean, that would suck, but... M, would you like some sausage? M, would you like some sausages? M, <laughs> would, you like some sausage? M would you like some sausages? What the? I mean, to be fair, I would rather watch that Bond movie than... Uh, Janet Bond. I'm just saying. Uh, you won't have to. Mm. I hope not. I, I stand by my prediction. I think it's going to happen. Well, maybe... I'm as convicted... People... I, I am as dedicated to dying on that hill as Dion is that Avatar 2 is not coming out. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Oh, and that's God. why I'm willing to die on that hill because that image right there. That's why I was going to use that as a quick transition in a moment. But we have a few more super chats. We have many more super chats to read. But oh God, so read we got to look at this for a while. Then don't we? Fuck. Yeah, sorry. Bizarre uh, Japan says the worst scene in Die Another. Speaking of days, the worst scene in Die Another Day was Brosnan and Barry having sex with diamonds. Fight me. Wait, like <laughs> sex with the. No, the, no it was on top of the, the diamonds. diamonds. I mean, like I said, I saw that movie once a long time ago. I don't really re recollect all of it other than it's, I didn't it's, like it. It's so. uncomfortable for sure. Don't get me wrong. If, if Halle Berry's naked and there's a bunch of diamonds around, it's going to... I'm it's still just going gonna, in. Uh, my, my oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We all are. Yeah, for it's sure. Like, but I, I get dang a good chick and there's very, all this money. Right. As much as, as much as Anakin hates sand, I don't think I would like diamonds in my, in my butt crack. <laughs> Diamonds in your butt crack. Yeah, but the difference is this: <laughs> that sand in your butt crack isn't worth shit. But if you get a bunch of diamonds in your butt crack, you can like shake that shit out, and then be like, "Oh, look, I, this is probably worth a lot." There is a decent That's line. Other in that thing, movie. she had a bra on. That's the part that made me mad because he does the thing where he's like dropping them over her body, and I'm like, "But she has a bra." No adult male in the world. Hey, I have Halle Berry in these diamonds. And why is she still clothed? That's just so, not gonna happen. I don't feel like there's a whole lot of adult movie. men that get a chance to sprinkle shitloads of diamonds all over a chick they're about to bang. Let's <laughs> <laughs> bring a lot of things. I've had that thought maybe once or twice. Like, man, they really misrepresent sex in James Bond movies. Just putting yeah. that out there. Yes. <laughs> I've had that thought many times in my life doing things, and you're just like, huh, not like the movies. Oh well. no, not at all. <laughs> Listen, if I'm holding you up against the wall, stop moving. Stop moving. <laughs> I will drop you. The angles are all off, off at that point, too. It's like, yeah. I don't even want to get into it. We won't. Let's, let's just look at these ladies. Ow. I, yeah. yeah, don't worry. One of them opened their mouth. Yay. Uh, Primer, thank you very much. Primer says, next guy to play James Bond will be a soy pacifist who drives a blue Fiat 500 around Portland, Oregon. The villain will be a manager at Starbucks. Uh, Primer, it sounds like you read uh, early script of Wokebusters, but you know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> I'll have to contact the James Bond estate if it's too close. Oh shit! We, you're right, Breadman. You're right, man. We we gotta do a die another day drunk commentary for sure. 
what we're going to do for sure. <laughs> we'll, honor... do we'll do that we'll, we'll, we'll do that in november we'll do that in november no we'll do it earlier in honor of the new bond movie out now we'll finish oh. the bonds as soon as we can because yeah, we're there's on, not going to uh, be another James Bond movie for like a decade. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we we are up to the living daylight. Yeah, we can knock those out quick. Uh, we were looking, we were waiting for American Trent 007, but uh, he never was available. So pretty sure he's uh, dead. He's like completely disappeared off the grid. Yeah. Well, Damn. see what happens, folks. When you become a patron, sometimes we will wait for you till fall. So, <laughs> never again. <laughs> Modalicious says, "I just played." Just played Friday by Rebecca Black on the PA. You'll hate murder your way through boxing with stars. 100% KD ratio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dion, remember when we would get drunk and laugh at how dumb that song was? It's so bad. Oh, my God. Good times. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> gotta have my bowl. Gotta have cereal. Fun fact. That's, <laughs> that's the song. That Yesterday yeah. was Thursday. Hey, Thursday. For the Buffalo Draft Channel, you need to sing that every for the... Friday at work. Yep. I'm just waking up in the morning. No, wait, that's sorry. That's yeah, ice we had a thing. We had a thing, and now the rapist murderer has got to come back. In. I mean, what seat will I take? <laughs> Front seat, back seat. <laughs> oh. Oh, anyway, let's get away from that song because Modalicious is scary and vindictive. Folks, if you want to psychologically torture anybody like, uh, what is it, Manuel Noriega was tortured? Friday by Rebecca Black. Eh, Infinite Wander. way worse songs out there. Pick one. Uh, anything country. If that ain't fair. country. Fair. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. Infinite Wander. <laughs> you don't like... Um, what you call? You don't like honky? Oh, is it not honky tonk, badonka donk? Is that a song? Or was that a joke? Uh, yes, yes, it is actually a song, Jeff. It is. It is. It's, I it's just feel a, a girl who would always talk about it and point to her butt. And I'm like, I get it. You're white. Uh, is that the joke? The way I explained it to you last she would sing the song. Like, who just yeah, talks about it in conversation? You know, Jeff, the song that I love is honky tonk, badonka donk by Tracy Surly Whiskies. You know. Yes. No. I was gonna uh, say the uh, the the last conversation I had with. The former group of youths I had in a rural part of America that love country music was I don't like country music because I can't relate to it. I've never banged a relative. I don't own a pick em up truck. My dog has never ran away. And I've never, well, okay, no, I have gotten drunk on a plane, but that's completely a different story. So, so did Ric Flair. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> that is also a completely different story and experience that I had. So, yeah, I, I don't bang relatives, drive a pick up truck, or my dogs never ran away. So I can't relate to the country music, the bro country that is out there these days. Is that why you enjoy the song, I Ran So Far Away by a Flock of Seagulls, accurately depict your life? I mean, I, I just also think that's actually a pretty good song. But Same. Then you listen to the rest of a Flock of Seagulls, and they all sound exactly like that song with different lyrics, and you realize, See? oh, no wonder they were they have more than one song. Time. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yes. something to figure out as well. It's like they had they had more than one. It's like that's it the one. Their haircut and... is, more, is more remembered than their music career. That's true. true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. All right, a few more, and then we're gonna get the Ghostbusters. And uh, do we have to? You know, yeah, we have to. Sorry, Infinite Wander. Thank you very much. I will never accept <laughs> the Disney crap. Boba Fett is a Mandalorian, and that new armor looks like it's made of plastic instead of metal. I'm pretty sure what we've been showing is just a painting of the show. Or is it a painting or is it yeah, maybe? Oh, shit. No, that is a real image. I thought it was a painting. It's just Photoshopped heavily. Eh. 
my issue with a lot of this stuff, first off, didn't they, okay, so in episode two, Mandalorian, like, Jango Fett was a Mandalorian? Is that how the original lore went when we saw that movie back in the day? Because I thought Mandalorians were, it was, I don't remember, it was hard to keep up with some he of this was, shit back in left. the day, too. Okay, so, so he, he was. Left. Right, and then he left the Mandalorians because they got their asses whooped by the Jedi. And then he that's when he became a bounty hunter. So he, he he was a former Mandalorian who left, and apparently you can't leave or some shit or whatever. Because they, oh, they like mixed. The right, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay, that was it. Um, anyway, uh, thank you, Infinite Wanderer. I'm still. I didn't. I guess I didn't vote earlier too. I'm original Boba Fett design all the way. I can. Un, I can appreciate the darker robes. I don't like the tunic thing underneath. But when I close my eyes, I think of Boba Fett on Cloud City. Not even from Jabba's palace. And if you know the difference in the suit, hey, you might not care. But I have a preference. Sixteen bit mascot says, mm, "Fett gets sweaty under there." I bet he does. I mean, it's wearing a bunch of metal. Yeah. It's got to get hot. TLJ Screwjob with two, thank you very much. He says, not just a billion dollars, but in just five years. Yes. Amen to that. That's crazy. Uh, TLJ Screwjob also says, any bait worse than Chewy were home? No, because people cried over that one. Yeah, that's that's a serious bait. I'm not going to lie. I got excited over that part, too. You know, before you could catch the shark from Jaws with that amount of bait. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my fucking man. That's why we best friends. Goddamn, <laughs> it was low hanging fruit, dude. That movie, that trailer, everything about it. It got people. It didn't get us. That's cool, whatever. But Last Jedi, that broke it. That yep. Broke it for everybody. That is so, that is so crazy that you know in five years you declined by a billion dollars. That's fucking insane. Not even. It was four, 2015 That's to right. 2019. Yep, yep. Holy shit! And 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 probably and probably even more even more over the past two years as well. Yeah, Listen, well, in the corporate world, fucking terrible terrible tentpole movies. That's gonna happen. Well, you, again, you gotta remember, you know, the people that are okay in this shit again don't care about, you know, the forces female and all that shit. You know, the, I could, I would love to be a fly on the wall. When the final numbers came in for the rise of Skywalker, and it's a billion dollars less, man, I I would have paid everything I got to just be in that room. You know, you're looking at you're looking at J.J. Abrams, you're looking at Ryan Johnson, you're looking at fucking Kathleen Kennedy, and you're just like, wait, what? The Force Awakens, we made how much? How much did the rise of Skywalker make? Wait, wait, what? A billion fucking dollars? We had to have known this shit going in, though, because oh, yeah, we yeah. talk about projections and analysts, you know, all this shit that they, they, they have before we would even, you know, wake up in the morning and think about this shit. They knew where they were going. That's why they doubled down. They, meaning Lucasfilm, Disney, the media surrounding Star Wars. That's why between The Force or The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker, it was a fucking landmine of basically PR nightmares after attacks on fans and all of this shit. They knew that this was a sinking ship the entire time. They knew where they were going. I don't think they knew how bad, but they definitely look. If we get mm-hmm. sales figures, if we get if the public gets the sales figures that says the Star Wars brand is down X percent, they fucking knew this shit months before we ever knew. They knew they were a bouting face 
you know, months before we knew shit. They knew Solo was a dumpster fire before it came out. They knew what they had on their hands. They knew what they mm-hmm. replaced. It's, you know, you talk about the fly on the wall, dude. It would have been interesting to be just somebody there and watch the morale sink around them. All the hubris, yep. all the bullshit that they brought mm-hmm. to Star Wars. It was mm-hmm. it was a personal vendetta from Pablo Hidalgo against the fans. It was Kathleen Kennedy and her stupidity and her anger for all these years is getting caught from getting coffee and getting credits on movies. Like it was just all these fucking. It's every bully dickhead in high school that grew up got Star Wars and made it worse to spite you. That's what all these people were. It was just ugly, childish, and stupid. But they knew the whole time. They didn't give a fuck. Because ego's a motherfucker. And they tore it down, and this is them trying to rebuild. Star Wars is in a phase of rebuilding because they have to be, because you can't go anywhere from but up from where they are. Yep. Yep. Well, they, they, 100%. They, yeah, like, we, we like them to go up, but they keep going down for some reason. Don't know why. Yeah. Because they, no, yeah. Yeah, and well, I, I think it took six. I think it took six weeks for the the rise of Skywalker to make a billion dollars. Like it, it, it took for fucking ever. Just you've seen that ticker slowly tick by, as it finally reached a billion dollars. Like six weeks later, it's like, oh wow, it took wow, it took forever. Holy shit! And then like, it was out of theaters. It's that scene from Lethal, not Lethal Weapon, um, Naked Gun, where he's like, "We're all fine, it's okay," and the shit's literally exploding behind him. Oh yeah, yep, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yep. Great fucking movies, by the way. Yeah. Now, speaking of great, let's talk about the opposite of great. Terrible. Ghostbusters 2016. Oh. Who's excited? I know. I, know. I would love I know. to know the context. <laughs> yeah. Well, it look, Melissa McCarthy's back in the news because she opened up her mouth. Ghostbusters actress Melissa McCarthy baffled why movie go- good movie goers, movie goers think reboots and relaunches are wrong. So uh, this woman had the audacity. <laughs> what? What do you yeah. mean you're baffled? What do you mean you're baffled? You were in the middle of one. What are you baffled about? Holy now, shit. Dude, definitely read read the rest. Read the rest. Let's go. Dropping it, something yeah. heavy on your foot and being baffled why it hurts. <laughs> like, oh jeez. I don't I don't get it. It's like You knew the name. Okay. <sighs> you knew the name of the movie. You've clearly you I'm sure I'm sure somebody showed you like the first one when you were a kid or you've seen it before. Like you would you would have to be aware of the goddamn first one. And then somebody somebody in your team or somebody calls up, your agent calls you up and says, Oh, there's a script for this one. And you read it, which I hope you did, which probably well, you're an actress, you're an actor, you probably didn't. Um, and you're you're just like, Yeah, I want to be part of this. Oh, oh, it's all females. Oh, the other guys aren't even in it. Oh shit! What, 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 what are we doing? And then, like, you make the decision to be in it. What do you think is going to fucking happen? Listen, it's, 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 and we say this all the time. We said this last week. This is why you do not hold actors on a pedestal yeah. because they, you know, and 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 I at least empathize with this. They don't know a lot. A lot of them don't. Some of them have great intuition. But um, the majority don't know when something is a fucking bad idea. And I promise you, especially when we get to the end of this fucking hurt or what she said, she didn't join this motherfucking shit to be this, you know, I'm the ushering in of this new, you know, uh, socially conscious era of film. You did it because you thought it was going to be a franchise. You would make a lot of fucking money. But again, this is why, you, you know, the morals always become second hand when the shit goes bad oh i just don't understand it don't don't play that fucking card you and i we all know on the show and she knows why she was in ghostbusters and it was because she thought the shit was going to be bigger than the fucking original but please (laughs) you didn't mean to interrupt please go ahead and finish what she said yeah i was going to go one step further i was going to say 
okay so you guys you you we've all seen those audition shits for like the uh the fucking the the singing shows where people go on there thinking they're yeah, gonna yeah, fucking yeah. be great yeah because all their life they've had people telling them how great they were and then when they find out and reality kicks them in the dick they got that surprise pikachu face as dion likes to say <laughs> and they wonder what happened that's this right here she's been told how great she is how funny she is how wonderful her movies are and then she's in this movie, and all she's been told, all she was told by the dickhead behind the camera was how great this is, how great this is, how great this is. And then it came out, and everyone's like, this is the fucking worst thing in the world. And surprise Pikachu face, but in a bigger version. <laughs> uh, I agree, Melon Husk. Now, let's hear what Melissa McCarthy actually had to say, because it gets dumber. You ready? Oh, keep going, keep going. Yep, let's do it. All right. While promoting her upcoming film, The Starling, Melissa McCarthy did an interview with Yahoo Entertainment, where she was asked about her thoughts on the Ghostbusters 2016 film. Yahoo asks, how do you feel when you look back at Ghostbusters 2016, five years later, now with perspective? Do you share many fans' viewpoint that it was underrated? <laughs> McCarthy responded... <laughs> what? Yeah, hold on. It's one of those interviews. McCarthy responded by stating, there's no end to stories we can tell, and there's so many reboots and relaunches and different interpretations, and to say any of them are wrong, I just don't get it. Hold on. Hold on. There's, there's more. It gets dumber. I don't get the fight to see who can be the most negative and most hate-filled. Everybody should be able to tell the story they want to tell, and if you don't want to see it, you don't have to, she continued. What the fuck kind of logic is that? That's God, what happened. Oh my but God! Talk about, about talk about it'll be clueless. out tomorrow. Yeah, what clueless and like and like and like just just disconnected entirely. Yeah, you did you did a movie you did a, you did a movie called what Thunder or what whatever like with, with, in, in, on on Netflix Thunder where you Force were like a or whatever plus, Thunder Force. You're a plus size female superhero. Like, sorry, can't believe it. Um, and nobody watched it. Nobody gave a shit about it. You're, you keep Wait, trying to push his agenda. Me? Stop. You tell me that people didn't watch it on Netflix as one of its most viewed shows? It wasn't. I, I, don't, I don't think. I think it was a movie. I don't think it was even a show. But like, yeah, nobody fucking cared about it. Like, it came, and I think, I think her her husband direct, wrote and directed it. And he was also in it, and then like it went. Like nobody cared. The, well, just, the, I was trying to set it up because Netflix dropped some of their numbers this week. They actually showed you like their metrics for their most popular shows and movies. So I was trying to use that as a quick segue, but um, if you find it, tell me or pull it up later because it was like surprising that Army of the Dead had so many downloads. Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna I'll be. See. Oh, by I'll the see. way, folks, I'll see what I can find. that's gonna be our second drunk commentary. Uh, we're gonna do Zack Snyder's Army oh, of the Dead fuck. because Zack Snyder. Oh, <laughs> fuck me. Yep, bitch. Oh shit. Um, Jeff, I just looked at the calendar. I'm busy that day. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, okay. buddy. Um, we're gonna actually film it at your house. We're already on our way right there. Open up, Kendo. We're here. God <laughs> damn it. Now, Melissa McCarthy's comments about interpretation. Okay. Now, her comments about the interpretations, any of them being wrong. That is the dumbest thing because legally. If we go by her logic, her actor wisdom, all right, there's nothing we can do. You don't have to have any different interpretations. Fine. I want to interpret Mickey Mouse. I want to make a Mickey Mouse movie where he's a retired porn star and he goes to work in the valley at the local Chipotle. And it's a story about how he's dying from a rare STD form of mouse AIDS, but nobody gives a shit because he's a former Maze. porn star who worked at Starbucks. Like, that's my version of Mickey Mouse. And if I go out and make that, I'm going to get sued. 
because that's not how stories work, Melissa. That's not how any of this shit works. And again, to go back to society, we talk about, or I brought up the point where, oh, we're so worried about deconstructing and referencing what came before we stopped making. Melissa, you're part of the problem. Oh, there's no end to the stories we can tell. Lady, there's no end to the ideas you could come up with. There are five. You know what? In 1998, there were two fucking movies that were almost identical. Deep Impact and Armageddon. Yet somehow they got made and released at the same time and both made millions of dollars. Yeah. So guess what? There might be two asteroid stories, but they're completely different. I don't need a gender swapped remake of Armageddon in 30 years. I don't need another Deep Impact. I had two of those same fucking movies at once because sometimes ideas happen like that. So why don't you just go out into the world and create shit instead of trying to retell the same goddamn story? I mean, we could um, do there the was Mickey also... Mouse as a retired porn star thing as satire and get away with it. That'd be fun. Well, Jeff, you're also you're also you're also forgetting uh, Dante speaking volcano. Just just saying. Yeah, and there uh, we Tombstone, go. Tombstone and Wide Earth, a movie that you're in your 30s and you've never watched. Yeah, I <laughs> I've seen Captain Ron though. That counts, right? Well, I mean, Kurt oh, Russell's American Treasure. Any, <laughs> anytime you watch a Kurt Russell movie, an angel gets its wings. Oh, good. I've watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched Big Trouble in Little China so much. I got a lot of angels' wings. <laughs> I mean, the, Kurt, like Kurt Russell, American Treasure. You can't go American wrong. American hero. Yeah, he is everything that Melissa McCarthy will never be. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah. Well, Melissa oh, McCarthy, man. in her comments, her hate-filled comments about, well, her comments about us being hate-filled, I don't understand how these actors just, okay, I understand when an actor doubles down, but lady, unless they have, like, dirt on you, stop trying to justify your Ghostbusters movie and just say the one thing everyone wants to hear. I'm sorry. It was a bad idea. I'm not as good as Bill Murray. I'm not as good as anyone in that film. I'm not as good as the gaffer for Ghostbusters. Remember that little guy at the beginning that was getting electrocuted for five bucks? She's not even as good as that guy. Melvin, I guess, was his name. I don't know. But you, Hollywood picked the wrong movie. They always pick the wrong ones because the big ones aren't just the big ones because they make a lot of money at the box office. They stick with us forever. You can watch Ghostbusters a thousand times. Some of us have watched it in the hundreds of times. My point is it never gets old. It never gets tired. It's part of us in a different way. We all grew up with the film. We all have a favorite Ghostbuster. These movies go deeper than just the film, the, 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 the tie-ins, the merchandise. You're picking all of these fucking like, diehard franchises that people actually love. You're not going to get away with this shit, Hollywood. So stop. It never pans out for you or us. Well, and and the funny thing too is, sorry, I had to, my kid was having a nightmare or some shit. But um, Freddy Krueger, huh? Freddy Krueger hanging out? Yeah, about to whoop Freddy Krueger's ass, but let my kid go to sleep, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's just it's just funny how they will say the very reason why. A project failed, but pass it off as if, as if that's not the reasoning. So in her mind, I don't understand why people are being so negative. If you don't want to watch something, don't go see it. And it's hilarious, and she's so disconnected because that's exactly what happened. Yep. You know, it, it's funny how the goalpost continues to get moved when it's your movie. When it's your project, that's when it gets moved. And for her to say that, knowing full well this 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 
this goal line that you have that you and everyone that agrees with you establishes in Hollywood, that's what happened. This thing that you pretend is this, well, if you don't like it, don't watch it. That's what happens. The the, the only difference is you don't like when people critique what you did. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure that there are trolls out there that were very trollish when Ghostbusters came out. But how else do they envision people not going to their movies looking like? What other way? So you think that there would be great reviews and fans would love Ghostbusters, but it would still lose $70 million? Like th- that's what's so hilarious about this is she's so oh, disconnected. Yeah, she doesn't, you know, she doesn't have the intelligence at this point of the conversation, even five years later, to say, you know what? Maybe that's exactly the thing that we say that people like me and 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 what's that dude, the, the assholes, that Paul Feig and Brie Larson all say. Maybe that's what happens when movies tank. People don't want to fucking see it. It doesn't lose $70 million because someone is going, man, women, blah, 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 blah. It lost $70 million because it was low-hanging fruit. You had this fucking dumbass who had no idea what he was doing with the property, and you picked the four quickest names that you could think of that would make a lot of money, and you relied on fat jokes, Chris Hemworth being dumb, and shitty body and shitty, clumsy humor. Yeah. That's why the movie failed. It's not people weren't being negative, and even if people were being negative, it's because the movie sucked. If it's good, we're not having this conversation, Melissa. It's fucking simple X's and O's. If the movie's good, we don't have this conversation. But it's not. This is what comes with that. You made a shitty movie, and it lost seventy million dollars. That's what that looks like, honey. That's what that looks like. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. shitty and, movies, and, 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 and she got and, and she she got mad when like the new one came out, and they said, um, you know, oh, this, this is the first time in so many years, and like you know, they did just erase twenty sixteen from from existence. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, they, were I mean, they made they they went out and they made a movie that nobody asked for, of a very mm-hmm. very popular, mm-hmm. well loved franchise, and they did a poor job, and they expected people to enjoy it and like it. That's where the problem comes in. Now, speaking of bad movies yeah, and stuff people didn't enjoy, uh, did you hear about the Super Mario Brothers movie? We talk about dumb actors saying shit. John Leguizamo yep. tweeted that there's no Latinx, whatever that means, in the leads. Aren't oh, they Italian? Yeah. Wait, what? Hold on. Well, yeah. Hold Wait, on. What? Hold okay. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. John yeah, Leguizamo, yeah. you played you you played Luigi, an Italian plumber who's who's Mario's partner. Okay, wow. you, th- that's yeah. So so how about wow. you calm the fuck down? All right. You also, haven't, you haven't, next you haven't, you haven't gotten a good role since the since the happening. So so easy, buddy, easy. Would you consider that a good role? I mean, he drove a jeep into a guardrail and died. Exactly, that was jeep. his best role. <laughs> now, I guess he doesn't pay attention that Keegan Michael Key was cast in this film and Michael Richardson, <laughs> who aren't white, and then again, actors who shouldn't say stupid shit. You know, John. I'm glad that the first thing you thought of about Super Mario is they went all white. Um, I looked at all the characters. Aren't the people all white? And then you have creatures like Bowser and ghosts and shit like Donkey Kong. Like, yeah. Yeah. What, and they didn't the even go all white, John. Representation? Yeah. Okay. And, and surprise. And it's, it's a fucking, it's a face fucking one video fucking game movie. Too. Where's the little people wearing mushroom hats? Come on. <laughs> I, I want equal toad representation. Oh my god. Plus one of the directors of the original was a woman and it still fucking sucked. Yeah. 
Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, like what, what, what's the goalpost here, John? And I love John Leguizamo, but that's just such a dumb fuck. Especially since you know, from my observation, the majority of the Latin Hispanic community aren't buying this Latinx shit. No, no, that's so not. They're, not just, they're just like, yo, it's weird. I don't know what it means. And what are we talking about? I mean, you know, right? It's just, like, bro, what the fuck are you? What are you talking about? So, what is your expectation? What is your expectation? The Latinx thing that is the epitome of Twitter. That is the epitome of Twitter. It's entitled fucking douchebag people, typically white, and I'll you know whatever, going on the on the Twitterverse and explaining why certain terms need to happen because of exclusion in other people's languages. It's like, uh, so we've gotten to the point now where our own country isn't woke enough. We need to go and force wokeness on other countries and cultures that don't want. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's, it's 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 dumb, man. It's fucking dumb. It's yeah, the internet was killing my flow thing, trying man. to respond to you. Sorry, man. Wait, 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 I, I thought I was out there on you know Lonely Island there for a second. I was like, Ugh. oh no. I, I thought I made a good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kendo, got real worried for a second talking about Latinx. I was like, like oh, I read a, I read something on this, and it's like ninety four percent of like Latino people hate Latinx. They think it's offensive. I'm like, uh, maybe I'm well, wrong. But did I read? You're did right. I read that <laughs> backwards. No, Benito Martinez in the chat says all the Mexicans that I know, myself included, hate Latinx. Sounds like something white liberal arts majors made up on our behalf. You are correct, yeah. sir. Yeah, you are you are correct, sir. Yeah, those 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 fucking Starbucks, you know, coffee, coffee slingers, like that. That's all they do. They, they come up with this shit. Yeah, they're like, they, it, you know, the funny thing is, it's people that clearly don't even actually understand the language, and that spit the Spanish language has a uh, 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 masculine and feminine words. It's like they, they're now. Kendo, Kendo, you can't say that. That's offensive. Okay, they need to be neutral. I can't neutral help it. That's terms, the way okay? the fucking language. They need to be is. neutral terms, all right? Or things, or, or or I'm gonna go to Twitter. I swear to God, I will. Listen, <laughs> I, I, I I don't feel like I should legislate <laughs> other languages. I only know well, yeah. one, and I, and I think the, the other bit of another. And and listen, you know, not 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 to be getting crazy into the fucking. <laughs> the weeds on that one but you know no one's saying that there aren't members of the latin community who are part of you know lbgtq whatever you know the thing is making it you know they don't like being made into a fucking uh, a, a, a martyred example right and you know you know latin people are very proud they don't need you to speak for them Right, they're dealing with this on their own. Of course, there are people that are in that community that are Latin, but you know this whole Latinx thing. You know, ain't, they ain't. They, you know, everybody's got a Mexican friend that don't need you to speak for them. You know, and they're very <laughs> proud people. And just this this weird thing like John Leguizamo, there's not enough Latinx people. It's like one, it comes off like you're saying that because you need to say Latinx. You can't just say Latin actors and actresses and stuff. And then two, it's like, yo, stop you like that's just you're just making it weird for them. You're making it weird. Stop making it weird. Like you don't have to make it. Plus, what the fuck, dude? Luigi is not Latin. So what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, shut up, John. I mean, I'd like to go one step farther and say there's not enough Italians in this movie. Yeah, is Chris Pratt Italian? I don't think so. Right. Last time I checked, he wasn't. Last time I checked, he was some white dude from America. Uh, Charles Charles Martinet or Martinet is also not Italian, at least I don't yeah. believe he is. So yeah, I mean, I, the, the two lead characters in this movie are Italian, and I I'm not seeing many Italians. And let's go one step further. 
we need to talk about giant reptilian uh, representation in film. So who's going to voice Cooper? Exactly. Yeah. I wasn't born from an egg, so I can't speak for him, bro. Yeah. Listen, listen, listen. If, if somebody if somebody higher up listening to this uh podcast and get one of the lizard people controlling the universe uh to be in this movie, that that'd be great. That'd be great right now. I'm I have confirmation. Oh, 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 oh god. Charles Martinet. No, not about lizard people. We okay, all you, you worried me for a second. I was just like, dude, what what do you know? What do you know, Jeff? Jeff, what do you know? What the fuck do you know? What did you what do you know and when did you know it? Yeah, exactly. I'm cold blooded. Like a lizard person for you, Dion. Ah, that's why he moved to California. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's no for me. There was a reason. Now I know. Charles Martinet, by the way, is of French descent. That is like the literally the first sentence of his early life on Wikipedia. Martinet is of French descent and speaks fluent French and Spanish. Well, okay, so those are Latin descended languages, like Italian. So I guess romance that's... languages. You mean? Yeah, they're, they're yeah, they're romance languages. So it's Italian adjacent. So I guess we can sort of accept that. I guess we'll let it slide this one time. It's fine. We'll we'll let that one in. But I'm sorry, there's still not enough Italian representation or dragons. <laughs> Yeah. Bowser's, also, Bowser's also, 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 are, are there are there any real plumbers in this movie? I mean, like certified yeah, plumbers. Yeah, I, I want to yeah. see their licenses. Represent the trade, bro. <laughs> yeah, gotta protect the local now. union. Yeah, oh, are you boy. part of the the plumbers pipe fitters union? Because if you're not, you can't be Mario. <laughs> well, we need you're actors right, that plumbers. They, they get the struggle. They do. Yeah. They'll know what it's like going up and down pipes, probably. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't text you guys this yesterday because I wanted to surprise you, but I finally saw Venom. Yes, me, the nice. biggest Venom fan in the world, saw it. Well, I'm the last holder. <laughs> wait, wait a second, hold on. <laughs> yeah, that's sarcasm. Okay, I was, about but to say, I was like, um, oh. it's I love Spider Man. Venom, he is hit and miss for me, but I gotta say, this movie was pretty hit. I liked the first Venom. Is it great? It's fine. It's a good movie. I laughed way more than I thought. I thought Venom and Eddie had a great relationship, and I liked it enough that I'm going to go see the second one. Are you guys going to see the second one? Oh, for sure. Oh, oh definitely. I yeah. mean, I will, but I need to see the first one, you know, first. Well, I, I suggest you do check it out because it feels like a comic book movie that's very separate from the MCU, so it's not kind of eye-rolling at times. It ain't, you know, what, I'm trying to think what's a good way to describe it. It like lives in an area where it's better than a film like Spider-Man 3, but it feels like it I- exists in that area, you know? If it makes um, sense like a you, non- well, then my question would be where can I stream it at to watch it? Uh Jeff, did, I had you, did you hear did, did you hear about the leak the the leak of the um uh end credits scene for uh, Venom 2? No, but I heard Andy Circus call this film a coming out party and it's a gay story of romance for Venom and Carnage. Oh, oh yeah. good. That's that's really what I like that. in my yeah, symbiotes. Hold on, I'm going to pull it up for you in a second. Okay, well, since it's not streaming He's anywhere, Nick, control, Nick, can you uh, <coughs> stream it for me? Yeah, I'll, 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 I will, I will attempt to find that. I will, I'll, I'll Thank definitely you, sir. So, are you guys excited for the? Um... Speaking to Uprock, Circus claims that a key scene is based on LGBT themed festival and represents Venom's coming out party. In the comics, Venom, Venom is a member of the Clintar race of symbiotes that possesses the bodies of other beings, and after falling 
after failing to bond with Spider-Man, the symbiote finds a troubled reporter, Eddie Brock. Now, yeah. that's not in the film. That's not how it goes in the film at all. Right. Spider-Man wasn't around. But Circus told Uproxx that the original idea for the scene was like a carnival of the damned, but that focus changed. Well, Tom and co-writer Kelly Marshall were about Venom coming out and going to a party that was very sort of an LGBTQIA kind of festival. Really like I, I'd like to call it. And so his coming out party, basically. This is Venom's coming out party, Circus said. Circus said that during the scene, Venom begins to speak for the other inadvertently, advocating for the LGBTQ community. Well, that was an interesting... Well, the interesting thing is that just like he is here kind of saying in the movie, we must stop this cruel treatment of aliens. He said, you know, we all live on this ball of rock, you know, and he also inadvertently becomes sort of speaking for the other. He's speaking for the freedom of the other, Circus enthused. Um, I have a question. So, Andy. Like, why? So, why? So, so we're, 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 taking, we're taking what sounds like a 10 second or maybe like a minute and a half speech to mean this grandiose fucking thing that they've, they've put in this movie. And like Andy Serkis saw it and he's like, aha, I'll do this thing. I'll make an article about it. And more people are going to go watch the movie. It's like, go fuck yourself. This is why these, like, when you do this shit so close to the opening, it makes people not want to go watch it immediately yeah well but the other thing too is you know my issue being it's disingenuous oh 100 like like even if even even let's say he put that in the movie with some undertones you building it up in order to sell the movie is nothing more than you just lying to try and get members of that community to watch your fucking film and that's the part that i don't like i you know and and knowing what he's done so far I doubt that it's that heavy-handed. And but him to sell it is so. If people see that movie and it's not that, not that grandiose, they're gonna shit on the film. So you're setting the film up to to lie if it's not this gigantic coming out expose, and then everyone's gonna blame the film and they're gonna claim it's not good because you just you want to sell the movie and it's just it's disingenuous shit like that that just really makes me upset. It really does. Yeah, it's not going to end well uh, for anybody that wants to put this on a movie at the very end because it's not going to get those last minute people to rush out. It, people are going to review this scene, like you said, Nick. Be disappointed that it wasn't strong enough, didn't do enough. Like, don't try to like the Matrix. Jesse and I had a long conversation about the Matrix and how they're trying to put the trans allegory on top of it. And she or she was talking about how um, you know if you could put that stuff in there. But it's also, you know, code for how people on the internet operate. So trying to put these themes on a movie after the fact only hurts the movie. You know, trying to add it into this more philosophical conversation. And I watched a movie last night about an alien that wants to eat people's brains and bonds with a sick guy. I didn't watch a deep, you know, philosophical story about the human condition or a deep romance or a deep story about love and betrayal. Like, yeah, he did whatever and got the girl fired. What did he do? It wasn't a deep film. Trying to put this on a not deep film only hurts it. Maybe if you want to, I don't know, use your art to change the world, pick a pick a story about that and then actually make it. Don't pick a fucking Marvel comic book about a guy who fights Spider-Man and now we're going to make it this. Because Stanley didn't didn't create Venom, but Todd McFarlane, J.M. DeMattius, I think that's the writer who was credited as creating Venom. Fucking whoever wrote Spider-Man in 1984. My point is, though, they didn't put this in there, and they didn't create these characters with this in mind, and anybody that's out there telling you this shit is full of it. 
Yeah, so that's like some yeah, snake yeah, oil yeah, sale yeah, yeah. type shit. Exactly, and 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 the thing is that like people are people are going to know about this and watch the scene, and it's going to bring bring a lot of people out. And then people who I think who are part of that community might see it and be offended by it and be like, "Oh, fuck this movie." Um, right. Also, right. and yeah, I'm I'm with you, Jeff. If they want to make a movie about those things, and go ahead and do it, and you know, do do a separate thing about that. But then constantly putting these things, forcing these 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 Hollywood ideologies and these social ideologies. So heavily handed into these movies doesn't do anything. It loses people, loses the studio's money, and they don't seem to understand that yet. It's fucking retarded. Um, it's 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 so frustrating to deal with. So frustrating. Well, plus it's like you know, if even so, let's pretend for a second that that he did go all out in 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 Venom for this. That and and we've seen it multiple times. If that was your focus, that means that other parts of the movie are going to be bad. So if your focus was to have Venom have this speech and it be an allegory for the LBGDQ plus IA community, then you probably didn't have all your ducks in a row on the fucking plot. You probably didn't have all your ducks in a row on making a good ending. You probably didn't have all your ducks in a row on dialogue. You know, and, and and it's just a matter of numbers. You can't have twenty things to focus on, and it and have the entire movie come out cohesive and tell a complete story. So, so, so even if in this universe Andy's right, and it's Venom making this speech and it's going to change the fucking world, what the fuck is Carnage going to be doing? You mean to tell me that you had this great speech in Venom, but you also remembered to make a good movie that has nothing to do with LGBTQ plus? It's too many fucking boxes, man. That's why the the, the 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 social commentary that works is subtle because you don't have to devote your entire effort in making that the point of the movie, you know. And that's what worries me about this is this movie might suck because Andy is too busy trying to sell it to everyone else instead of the motherfuckers who like the first one. Yeah. If I go in and I don't get Eddie and Venom having a funny relationship like they do at the end of the movie and it's whatever this is supposed to be and it doesn't entertain me, I guess I'm going to be called all these terrible names because I watched a terrible movie. Like, Don't try to insulate your films from criticism by putting extraneous themes on them that aren't there. You can't fucking guilt people into this shit. The audience is always right. And we're going to show up. We're not going to show up. Your movies are going to flop. They're going to do well. It all depends on what you put on the screen. If Star Wars sucked in 1977, but George Lucas promised that it had all of these things and it promised that it was going to get better, nobody would have gave a shit. You have one shot with these movies, and sometimes you do well. Sometimes you don't. And when you don't, you have to eat a shit sandwich and move on. Yep. Yep. So do you guys remember this version of Venom on screen right here? Not at all. Nope, I don't talk about. <laughs> oh, come on. Well, hold on. I have a, a a a little side story that might either warm your heart, break your heart, or at least give you hope. Fuck Topher Grace. Well, don't worry. This isn't about him. Sam Raimi nearly turned down Doctor Strange two over lingering scars from Spider Man three. This is news today. Okay. Oh, In a recent interview with Collider, Evil Dead mastermind Sam Raimi uh, said he never planned on making another superhero movie after the Venom film uh, or after venom spewed over 2007 spider-man 3 i didn't know that i could face it again because it was so awful having been the director of spider-man 3 Raimi said the internet was getting revved up and people disliked that movie and they sure let me know about it so it was difficult to take back on but then i found out that there was an opening on doctor strange 2 
My agent called me and said, they're looking for a director in Marvel of, at this Marvel movie, and your name came up. Would you be interested? And I thought, I wonder if I could still do it. While the first two Spider-Man movies were beloved by Raimi fans, the third chapter, which inexplicably, inexplicably features the emo people, Peter Parker, becoming a lightning rod for criticism and mockery. Excuse me, my mouth is dry. They're really demanding those types of pictures, Raimi said, and I felt, well, that's reason enough. I've always really liked the character of Doctor Strange. He was not my favorite, but he was right up there with my favorites. I loved the first movie, and I thought director Scott Derrickson did a wonderful job to an incredible job. So I said, yeah, they let they left the character in a great place. I didn't think I'd be doing another superhero movie. It just happened. Now, before you guys chime in, look at how this director, Sam Raimi, talks about his upcoming superhero film versus fucking Andy Serkis and his upcoming superhero film. Based on their hu based on what they say alone, what sounds more interesting to you guys? Uh, Sam Raimi's? Yeah, Doctor Strange too. Yeah, Doctor but even Strange then, so you, sure. yeah, but even then, Sam Raimi's been making movies since like I don't know, since since the damn '80s, and he's he's been in and, out, in and out of Hollywood and you know done all kinds of stuff like that. So I mean, he knows how to play the game. He knows what he's doing. Thankfully, he's got some fucking brains that's not opening his damn mouth saying stupid shit. So that's good. He hasn't come out and said like the Evil Dead's an allegory for like trans right, and, and specifically <laughs> to that point, I definitely want right, and specifically to that point, you know. J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy and Andy Serkis and Brie Larson should all take heed, especially motherfucking Ryan Johnson, should should take what Sam Raimi said about Spider-Man 3, print it out, and put it on your fucking mirror in your bathroom. Yeah. Because that's what life is like when you fail in, the, in that business. Imagine, imagine if Sam Raimi made it worse... And he said, well, Spider-Man 3 is going to be this great coming out party for Spider-Man and Gwen Stacy and Harry. And Harry's going to – Harry is essentially the gay son I never had. And I wanted the world to know what it was like to come to terms. But blah, 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 blah. Imagine he did that and then Spider-Man 3 comes out. That would be fucking terrible. And it should be a lesson that every fucking creative person in Hollywood keeps in their fucking bathroom because you there there are hundreds of you guys out with terrible fucking ideas. You're not all going to hit a home run. Some of you are going to fail. And Sam Raimi's describing what it is like when you fail when the hype train is on your side. Yeah, that's an excellent way to put it because... Dude, let's go back to 2007 before this fucking movie came out. I was the most excited on the planet. People will be like, oh, no, you weren't. I was. Fuck you. I saw Superman Returns in theaters to watch the trailer for Spider-Man 3. I, went out I, remember, I remember that shit. I remember that shit. I regret it. And YouTube was a thing back then. Fuck. But all of this shit, man, I was so pumped to this movie because Spider-Man 2 was the greatest movie I'd ever seen at that time. Superhero-wise, it still holds up in my eyes. It's the best Spider-Man movie. But... I was blown away by it, and I went and saw Spider-Man 3 opening day, skipped school a little early, caught the IMAX screening, took my buddies. Eh, I saw that movie a couple times, and it took a while to sink in, but God damn it, you're right. The hype machine was on its side. Yeah, That's one of those movies where we all were like, we saw it. We didn't say shit. We were kind of like, that wasn't that good, was it? Everyone was like, no, and then we just kind of swept it under the rug quickly. Well, not me. I did not fall for the hype. Dude, I like Venom. Venom is one of my favorite characters. And as soon as they announced Topher fucking Grace was going to be Venom, I immediately <laughs> was like, this is not going to be good. And I went and saw this Look movie. Look at the big brains on Kendo. 
I saw this movie. I saw this movie in theaters the night it came out. Me and Brandon went and saw it, and I was fucking furious with this movie. I was pissed. And, and if and YouTube existed back then, if I would have known it, I would have made a channel and bitched about this movie. But I had other shit to do, and I was far too busy. Not as busy as I am now, but I'm still on YouTube now. That's not the point. The point is, I hated this fucking movie from the get-go, and it took me it took me several years. It wasn't until World Class Bullshitters came out with commentaries for all three Spider-Man movies that I actually watched the third one again. And I, you know what I said? You know what? Compared to the last two Spider-Man movies I've had to watch, this ain't so bad. I still fucking hate that movie, though. Fuck you, <laughs> Spider-Man three. It's not as it's not as bad in hindsight, but I. Topher Grace, you're an asshole. You're probably a really nice guy, but I fucking hate you for being there. <laughs> yeah, I would it hang out really with him bad. in a heartbeat, but I would never watch Spider-Man three. It listen, I mean, we did for the channel, and and again, the I think Jeff puts it the best way every time. You know, the movie is good up until it isn't, <laughs> and <laughs> you know, I have said that. Yeah, many, many a time. This is the fucking truest thing, the best way to describe that movie. It really, it truly is. But, but like that, the, the Kendo's the perfect fucking example, you know, of, of, of what happens to fandom when you've got the wind at your back and when you fuck up. And it's just, it's just, up, the, yeah, you they know, fucked it, up hard. They did, man. And Hollywood refuses to live and learn from that example, right? Like Spider Man 3 is. You know, you know, if, if if people watched what happened to Raimi and Spider-Man three, if anyone intelligent would never have okayed what Ryan Johnson did with Star Wars, they never would have been okay with 2016 Ghostbusters. This 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 disingenuous hype train before the movie comes out, where you raise expectations so much, where you're saying, "Hey, we're going to schools with young girls, and this movie means that much," before anyone has seen it. It you it it does not work out, and it's like it's you know the definition of insanity, man. People they keep doing the same shit, mm -hmm. and it's it's crazy, man. And and that's what you, you don't want to be Sam Raimi after Spider Man three, but mm -hmm. everyone thinks they have it figured out. Every fucking person in Hollywood is convinced that their version of what's going to happen is going to be the one that makes a billion dollars, and then surprise Pikachu face when the shit never works out. It's it's insanity. Like you guys get paid to do this shit. Yeah, it's insane. And the movie, the movie I saw in theaters before Spider Man Three was The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and I had to be forcefully Damn. removed from the theater from that one. So there were some very bad movie going experiences <laughs> oh, for Kendo God. between two thousand six and seven. Oh Damn, God, man. you gotta tell us that story on Patreon, Kendo. <laughs> I will tell you the story about how I had to be forcefully removed. From the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy after that movie was over. My friends and my significant other at the time had to literally drag me out of the theater because I was cussing at the screen and I was refusing yeah. to, to budge. I was Dude, the backlash of that movie was crazy. They were worried the police were gonna have to show up. Oh god, oh, dude. You gotta tell this. Uh we'll record it this coming weekend, okay? Or this coming I'll, week. That's fine. I will get in the right frame of mind for that. I'll read. The book because it's good and then i'll drink some beer and i'll transport myself back 15 years and god they fucking ruined that movie it's ugh. all right folks move sure on move on that. before i hurt somebody all right now fine we'll move on to something better uh dion r kelly <laughs> <laughs> That's wow better. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, 
my god. Show me your face. I'm gonna piss on it. <laughs> I, I, I like the lyrics I wrote earlier this week so much better. They were no, they were good. They were really good. R. Kelly's going to jail, boy. Oh, All right, so in the life. Let's read the story. He's R. gonna Ke- wish he could fly. He believes he could under touch the, the jail. Sky. Under the jail. Fuck that guy. Would you like to guess though before we um get into this? What is Robert uh, Kelly's middle name? Uh, jail. Pee-pee? Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Ah, uh, you're, you're close, in, yeah. Nick. It's Sylvester. <laughs> urine. <laughs> What's wait? Don't, I I think it should be urine. Anyway, uh, R. Kelly. <laughs> I'm trying to get a great uh, article that reads the um the synopsis of it, but every time I click on one, it's the New York Times that wants me to pay. Fuck you, New York uh, Times. Oh uh, God damn it! So Dion R. Kelly's going to jail forever. He got life in prison, correct? Uh, well, he, they haven't sent- like, he hasn't yet. been sentenced yet, but yeah, it's, well, I think that's what actually just happened right now. Oh, wait, like just, no. just no, he got found guilty uh, on like a bazillion fucking counts of horrible shit. But his sentencing is not until May, but oh, okay. yeah, he ain't getting out. So here we go. R. Kelly has been found guilty on all nine counts of his racketeering and sex trafficking. Whew. All right, so Matt. A U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of New York confirmed the conviction on Twitter. Just read that sentence again. The U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of New York confirmed the conviction on Twitter. That's weird that that's where we get, like, our law news from, Twitter. Anyway, sorry. R. Kelly has been convicted. Welcome to the weird future, baby. I don't like it. Uh, R. Kelly has been convicted of racketeering by a federal jury in Brooklyn. R. Kelly found guilty on all counts, it later added. Uh, R&B singer 54 is facing one count of racketeer, one count of racketeering, and 14 underlying acts of sexual uh, exploitation. Jesus, kidnapping, bribery, and sex trafficking. All right, R. Kelly, goodbye. <laughs> That's all. He, he is never coming out. His next album's going to be re- recorded from solitary. Well, the Chappelle show skit came uh, true, says Miss Ninja Julian. Listen, man, it's it's crazy. It's good news, but. You know, it's it's it, you know, it sucks it took this long, but hey, you know, it's every once in a while you get one for the good guys and and fuck R. Kelly because that dude is gonna and and he still got the federal charges he's got to deal with. So oh, you know, shit. that was just with New York. So you know, that R. Kelly meme is gonna be popular for a while. Yeah, he 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 he's never gonna see the light of day and breathe fresh air, free air ever again. He's gone. He he's gone forever. Aaron Hernandez. It's done. I forgot about that guy. Um. By the way, uh, someone in the chat had said R. Kelly is worth enough money to get off. Uh, uh, no. Would anyone like to guess what R. Kelly's net worth is? Uh, well, based on not his enough catalog, to get no, off. Personally, he's broke, but based on the catalog, I mean, he's got to be worth like twenty million dollars just on his music catalog alone. Well, I have great news. According to Celebrity Net Worth, all four of us, as single individuals, are worth more than R. Kelly. That's R. Kelly has a R. Kelly has a net worth of negative two million dollars. <laughs> now, oh, that catalog, Dion, I've got to sell a lot of records. <laughs> now, our friend Robert. Piss Drinker Kelly is an American singer, songwriter, and actor, record producer. He's worth negative $2 million. At his peak, Kelly's worth was easily in the tens of millions, perhaps as high as $100 million. 
In April 2020, Kelly revealed to a judge in making a case for being released from prison that he owes nearly $1.9 million to the IRS alone. I would love to be able to be making that excuse. Sorry, judge. I can't serve prison time. My ass is broke. So many people would have gotten off. Uh, anyway, R. Kelly, goodbye. Like I said a moment ago, I don't miss talking about him. I don't even like your music that much. But man, Chappelle show, that was great. Dion, Kendo, Nick, I'm just going to ask this question and not even make it a segment. What's up with Britney Spears? Like, she's free? Was she in jail, or what's the deal? No, okay. so she, she has a conservatorship or whatever where her dad controls, like, all her money and all her yeah. life decisions ever since she had a mental breakdown, like, 07. Yeah. So she is, and those things are notoriously difficult to get out of legally. Mm -hmm. So she's been essentially going through courts trying to get to where she can have control over her her uh, her finances, her 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 where she can live, all that shit. So she's trying to get that get that now. And before it was, you know, the original judge stepped down or something, and then she was trying to get it to where she was trying to get her dad to step down. So she that that's basically what she's going through, especially because these type of things, especially when they're enacted on mental health uh, reasons, they're so hard, so hard to fucking get out of. Yeah. Um. Add to that that. Uh, what little bit I've actually paid attention to or cared to look into, a lot of it stems from the fact that she's got like a boyfriend now that she's wanting to get married to and have uh, a family with. And she's got like uh, uh, an IUD that prevents her from getting pregnant that her parents had put in or they put right. in for for reasons of the mental health thing. And she wants to have it removed so she can try to have a kid because they want to get married and have a family. And the mental health thing, I mean, that's, it's like, how do you, you, you're documented as, you know, having a break and going crazy. How do you prove you're not crazy? I mean, that's where it's really at. And so she's really just fighting with her parents right now to say, you know, let me have access to all my shit. Okay. Cause I just kept seeing stuff with her and I'm, I haven't really thought much about Britney Spears, but I thought she was also making a comeback as of last year. So Sort of because the 80s craze has kind of given away to the 90s craze now. And everybody's obsessed with 90s culture, which, I mean, it was cool and all, but it wasn't that great. But, um, yeah, so she sort of made a comeback, but not, like, completely. Uh, essentially, it's the shit's wrapped up in the course. She's trying to get away from her parents to be able to access her money and be able to have her own life. And her parents are like, there's a lot of greed involved. I think at the end of the day, it really just comes down to greed. Yeah. Her parents are notoriously fucking terrible people, especially her mom. And, you know, they, you know, they, you know, that's why she was famous in the first place. She was their meal ticket when she was in the Mickey Mouse Club or whatever it was called. Yeah, so. that's why her sister got pushed really fucking hard until she got busted yeah. lip-syncing on Saturday Night Live. Didn't she? Yeah, that's wrong, um, kid. Yeah, Jessica Simpson's sister. Either yeah. way, I'm sure Spears, her no. sister got busted for doing something like lip-syncing. Dude, Britney Spears' sister famous. got knocked up. She got knocked up as a kid or something. That's that was what it her was. Story. I knew there was something fucked up in her teenage yeah, life. Yeah, there's some, those, those some fuckery going on for sure. Yeah. Either way, not as famous as the older sister. No. <laughs> no one. No one. 
you don't understand if you weren't around back then and most of our audience was but like britney spears was everywhere and as a kid i didn't like that because her music sucked she was cute enough but i didn't really like her that much so um, it was just kind of like this fucking i felt like indiana jones and she was that boulder at the beginning of the movie i couldn't get away from her i so my perspective is different in that i didn't like her music and her music sucked but kendo was in those prime teenage years and britney yeah. was really fucking good so Listen, it's like even you know, i was younger than you and i was like yo yeah she is her music isn't great i can sing i know the lyrics so they play it every fucking where but yo she was we were clearly the target audience for that shit yeah it was one of those oh yeah dude one of those oh a britney spears video is on i'm gonna hit mute and i'm gonna watch this and then i'm gonna go to my room for a few minutes right they were cuter women in the early 2000s though listen there sure was i'm sure there was i mean jessica alba when i got that maxim magazine with jessica alba on it oh Mm. yeah that kept me that was a good one that was a good one yeah but also but 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 also you, you have to understand like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, were, and then it, what do you had Jessica Simpson at some point were like all constantly, constantly in the rotation on TV on everything. Oh, I remember all the time. <laughs> I, 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 I enjoyed Christina Aguilera on yeah, TV. Bl- yeah, yeah, blonde white women were fucking everywhere. Huge it was ridiculous. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was the best time to be alive. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah, yes. yeah, you know, you you remember fifteen, sixteen, yeah, seventeen. You know, you know, Kendo you know, was a happy person. You, yes. We didn't have porn on demand back then, so you no had man. To we had to, we, 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 we had to find creator, that God damn it! Yeah, you had yeah. the Spice <laughs> Channel. Yeah, you had to get away with that Sears <laughs> catalog to come in. No, yep. okay, yep. I'm not that fucking old. Okay, it was one of those things. It's like, oh, I don't want to watch this fucking video countdown show with this douchebag with the buzz cut. But oh shit, that Christina Aguilera video where she's gyrating around. Mute. Yeah, you know, yeah. Listen, you know I don't, that's why I don't. I don't. Like our generation shouldn't feel bad, right? Because we were definitely in that target age, hormonal and all that shit. But yeah, listen, yeah. the fact that with the whole free Britney thing, that no one is calling out Barbara Walters for Barbara literally Walters. going on fucking sixty or twenty twenty or whatever the fuck that was, and talking about her sex life on national television. That Wait, was Bubba Wawa. I don't yeah, want to know her. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to know about Bubba Wallace's sex life. I have no thanks. <laughs> well, Britney Spears, <laughs> but not you know, Bubba Wallace. Oh, okay. Her, Again, she was wasn't she banging Timberlake? I don't know. It was, it was <laughs> if I remember, yeah, that was that was what the interview yeah, yeah, was yeah. like. Was... You and Justin have sex, and it's like, yo, she's like 20, Barbara. What the fuck? You know, <laughs> and that's that's when 19-year-old Kendall's going like, fuck, I hate NSYNC, but goddamn Timberlake, my man, right there. Yeah, <laughs> my man. You lucky little blonde-haired I hate your I hate your fucking music and my sister plays it really loud and I want to shoot myself. But right now, you right there, you you hell yeah. Timberlake, you're you're the man now, dog. Yeah, it's like Fez oh, was my least that favorite character on that '70s show, but he was banging Lohan before she got into the drugs, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you right there, dog. Fez, yeah, 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 he right there, dude. He, right there, you might he banged you, her so yeah, much. Yeah. He, he he banged the red out, red out of her hair. Yeah, <laughs> listen, man, my man, Wilmer Valderrama is such a little. Fuck boy, fuck that dude. He's 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 not doing shit anymore. He's not doing fucking anything. Don't yeah, you want to fight because him? Because Lohan left him behind. She she grabbed a bag of coke and got in the fucking Herbie the Love Bug and drove <laughs> past his go. ass. There you go. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're yes. not wrong. She wanted, she, I'm pretty sure she did a music video for that for like her fucking album as well that Disney gave her money for or something. It was yeah. fucking horrible. Disney paid for Lohan yeah, cocaine paid for so addiction. many terrible movies. What yeah, the they, fuck? Yeah, they did. <laughs> she didn't have a good movie since <laughs> fucking Freaky Friday and the Parent Trap. 
Dude, uh, Mean Girls, uh, that was it. After Mean Girls in 2004, yeah, Girls. she dyed her hair blonde, got into the coke, got super grossly skinny and weird, and that was it. Dude, she, you see she, that she video lost of her in like, India she with lost these powers, shit face? That's what happened. She's crazy now, man. She's straight crazy. She's like on the streets of India, shit face, randomly trying to talk to this like homeless family. Oh, my God. That's how she I was. It was so weird. Oh. Shit face and talking to families. Isn't that what you like to do, Dion, in the streets of New Orleans? Uh, uh, uh. I think so. <laughs> Sorry to put you on front street, brother. All right. Well, <laughs> let's check in with the audience, and then we'll move on to our next uh, topic. Am I still here? Am I coming in clear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. You're, you're yeah, yeah. Here. Clear, clear as that toxic video. God damn. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Hold on, we had a fuck Mary kill. We'll play since Doctor was, that was college age window, and he was still liking it. All right, so fuck Mary kill. Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, or Jessica Simpson's ultimate nineties pop. <laughs> oh shit! Ooh. Yep, yep. yep. I'm gonna go easy on this one. Bang Christina, marry Jessica. No, no, no. Bang, bang Britney, marry Jessica, kill Christina. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna bang Brittany. I'm gonna marry Jessica, but I'm gonna keep her away from the carbohydrates. And the hey, tuna. Thick Jessica's best Jessica. I'll die. Yeah, yeah. Because she was <laughs> yeah, she was one. the most wholesome of the group. And and she she Nick Lachey was an idiot. He fucked yeah. that one up hard. Yeah, uh, what's he doing today? <laughs> nothing. I can find um, out. And I'm killing Christina Aguilera only because. She tried to trend herself out of that late 90s, early 2000s peak, but when the Latino craze became a thing and she started calling herself Guatemalan American and going, I'm Christina Aguilera. And it's like, no, you're not, you bitch. You were Christina Aguilera a few years ago. I saw you in that dirty video. Yeah, you're a genie. I'm going to rub your fucking bottle. You're going to come out. And whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are you going so hard in the paint right now? <laughs> because I missed the late 90s, apparently. Because <laughs> all those memories are flooding back into it. It gets all hot and bothered. <laughs> hey, those were great times, boys. No responsibilities. All you had to do is go to fucking school, skip class, and go home and play Nintendo. What a great life. It's true. It really is. It's true. All right. Well, let's, <laughs> let's check in with the audience for a moment because we're going to talk about something that is, well, it's a dumpster fire on its way. Dion, pick a number. Uh, seven. <laughs> Shut up! There we go. When he was funny. Oh, speaking of the '90s, Kendo, you missed those. Happy Gilmore, the greatest film of the what? Is, oh, Happy Gilmore was the greatest film of the 21st century, even though that was from Billy Madison. Yep, yep. Thank you, Phil, for reminding us of that fact. Adam Walford says, "Wait, what, Jeff? You don't know how HK47 going around and assassinating bad guys across the galaxy and calling people meat bags? I loved the robot." Killing everybody in the opening of Mandalorian, but I got my fill in the first episode of the Mandalorian. After a while, it's just robots killing people. Could be cool if they're all assholes, but I don't know. It just becomes the same show. Etepakuian's the place to be reviews. What is up, dude? He says Benoit Blanc is Craig's name in Knives Out, which wasn't bad, but Roundhead is still a trash panda. Sorry I'm late. I was busy with Jennifer Thomas. Yeah. Shout out to our boy Etepakuian from the place to be reviews. Uh, folks, if you need Batwoman reviews, well, 
Hetep's place to be is the place to be. Adam Walford, thank you very much. He says, in the first movie in the My Black Ass series, is there diamonds in My Black Ass? Well, there will be only one man to get them out, and it's Dion Black Ass Green. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Darian, the first ten in the franchise. <laughs> oh God, this is we're gonna have more films than Dolomite. Yeah, right. <laughs> Darian two one seven. Thank you very much. He asks, "Are you still doing a drunk watch double party or a double drunk watch for Ghostbusters one and two before Ghostbusters Afterlife in November?" Yes, we are, folks. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the last couple of weeks have been like a soft relaunch for us here on the channel. First off, we have new logos, new headers, new wallpapers to freshen up the place. Then we launched our merch store, and now on October fifteenth, we start our new drunk commentary season series however you want to refer to it first up will be like i said or nick said as well halloween 2021 halloween kills halloween. then we'll do Zack snyder's army of the dead and then we'll jump into ghostbusters one and two guys what better way to spend a saturday afternoon than watching ghostbusters kind of shit-faced i mean i can't think of a better one but i would like to encourage everybody that's going to watch halloween kills do it on peacock and then go to the Halloween movie group on Facebook and tell everybody you watch it on Peacock. <laughs> oh, yeah, they get upset. Did, oh, my God. We're just so pissed. We're just so they even get more pissed when you there. say, oh, I'm going to do my free week of Peacock and watch it. Oh, God, they lose their minds. Oh, dude, it's no, great. and oh, no, no, that, no, that, and the people who who adv who constantly advocate for the uh, Rob Zombie Halloween is better than better season of the Listen, witch. Listen, Nick, like, Nick, Nick, you are not yes. a true fan if you don't love every Halloween movie, okay? <laughs> That sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. But no, we love we love trolling that group. Uh, me, Jeff, and Pete. Fucking yeah, sorry, Etep. Uh, we just we love we love we love trolling the fuck out of that group, man. It's so and much motherfucker, fun. Motherfucker, I'm there too. Yes, and Kendo sometimes. <laughs> Leaving me out of it, some bitch. I'm sorry, Kendo. I just, sometimes I hate you. My favorite thing, is, <laughs> dude. I don't even troll there anymore. What I do is I post the nicest comments that are the antithesis of what the person in the chat is trying to do. So what they'll try to do is rile everyone up to go see Halloween in theaters so they can support some other bullshit or dumb theory. And I go, I would like to stay at home because noisy teenagers are the downfall of good horror and all this shit. And I just write these really like, <laughs> it's like, how can anyone be mad at this guy? But that's my trolling. I'm giving you like really like middle of the road critiques and telling me why your idea is shit in the nicest way possible. I'm the worst troll. Because you think I'm your friend, <laughs> but yeah, all we all we do is keep, all we do is keep posting. It's like you know, uh, what is it? Peacock Premium is not is not is not it's like ten bucks a month. Get it and then fucking watch the Halloween Kills and delete your account. Like that's nah, dude, you you like four ninety nine or yeah, that's it. That you don't even have to get the premium. I mean, you can watch it with ads, but fuck, I watched Die Hard the other day with ads. It wasn't that bad, dude. Try watching WWE content with ads. I dude, Dan, oh, that part would suck. Okay. No, I, I can assume that's going to be horrible. Kendo, Dan gave me his Peacock login day of the WWE merger. I watched it, saw commercials, said I'm going to wait for pay-per-views. Pay-per-views are fine. I couldn't. I could watch literally nothing else. You know what it's like when you want to show somebody a great moment from a wrestling match? Like, Dion, remember all the times we pulled the network and say, hey, let's watch that Rock-Chris Jericho yeah. match, or let's do this. Imagine that, but every time you skip forward, you have to watch a 90-second commercial. Well, that I That's know crazy. because I've had to do that because I, I've got the cock. I paid for the cock. I bought the cock. I'm all about that cock. No, Especially the when cock. I got to get up at 530 in the morning to watch Manchester United game on the cock. Like this Saturday. Um, 
fucking time zones, man. How do they work? Um, yeah, well, no, I, 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 I was, called the globe. I, I, I was watching. I was watching some former WWE content on the cock because I was showing it to to the lady because she wanted to watch some old school wrestling. Although I broke kayfabe for her and I ruined it apparently because it's not real. I'm like, uh, it never was. And uh, yeah, commercials everywhere. Commercials everywhere. But folks, watch Halloween Kills on the cock, and then go to Halloween fans on Facebook and post it. They love yeah, it. You yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spo- yeah po- post all the spoilers on there, too. <laughs> yeah, go watch it the night of with us. Oh, and then, God, no. And then post live spoilers because that will fucking that's, – that's incendiary heat right there. That's MJF <laughs> level heat, okay? Hey, hey, I'm trying to get kicked out, of, kicked out of the group real hard, okay? Nobody's done it yet. I'm re- trying real hard, okay? Dude, if I can't get kicked out of that fucking Roman Reigns WWE <laughs> You're not getting kicked out of Halloween group. And I've been trying hard. I've there's some days where I just comment slowly. And there's other days I go hard in the fucking paint in that group. And I still can't get thrown out. Now, Pope Bob Iger says Pope Bob Iger has not blessed Ryan Johnson's trilogy. He has not made the appropriate alms and tithes. Your move, Roundhead. Go with Baby Yoda. Did he get his trilogy? <laughs> he was supposed right. to. Hey, you know, I got a quick idea. Hear me out, guys. I know who's going to know what happened to Ryan Johnson's trilogy. Hmm. Hey! Of Mr. Cleo. So, Mr. Cleo, you have one question to answer tonight. What happened to Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy? Oh, it's Bumbleclock calling me now. It's Mr. Cleo. See, yes, the child. Let me let me guess. Yeah, let me guess. Yeah. Uh, what's your what you say your name was? Was it was it Jeff? Yes. yes Actually, you never Jeff? said my name, Mr. Bet, Cleo. It's wonderful I, that you could pick it up from the ether. I, it's right. I bet you're a Libra, aren't you, darling? <laughs> anyway, anyway, you said you were asking about Mr. Ray and Johnson. Yep. Let, hold on. Let me check at the cards because never forget the cards don't lie. Oh, we have, oh, we have, oh, the, ooh, ooh, dark Negro diamonds of death. That's not too good. Um, oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. The gold digger, she ain't messing with now. Oh, no, no you get that. Says oh. that he's black, here. he can say it. Ooh, 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 listen. I'll tell you now, darling, I'll tell you now. If you're waiting for the trilogy, well... You got a better chance of Avatar 2 coming out, darling. But call me now. Call me now. Trust me. Trust me. Listen. One thing I always tell you. Say it with me, kids. The cards don't lie. Call me now. You're a Libra, darling. This has been the all-seeing whispering oh, I fucking eye. love you for that, That's just fantastic. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Infinite, Infinite Wanderer asks or says, Mandalorian is a culture, not a species. Anyone can join regardless of birth. Jango was part of a Mandalorian civil war that the Jedi crashed. Still hate Filoni for turning the Mandalorians into damn pacifists. All right, Infinite Wonder, I just showed my Star Wars EU knowledge. I don't claim to know everything. This channel is not built on Star Wars EU lore. We just have the know the right shit about the right shit. The point is, I was watching episode two under the lens like most people. Jango Fett, Mandalorian, Boba Fett, blah, blah, blah. The Fett's, that fucking T-shaped helmet thing, it's all one and the same. I am guess I guess I, I guess I have to go in and learn the differences now, so. <laughs> um, 
Guys, I normally read these in order, but we actually did have a question for Mr. Cleo, and I thought before the all-seeing whispering eye of Mr. Cleo goes away, I should ask this question. Mr. Cleo, do you have do you have it in you for one more? Oh, yes, Don. <laughs> I do for you. Let me guess. Let me guess. Hold on. Hold on. You What you say your name was? So it was Jeff? Yes. But, Jeff, Mr. Oh, Cleo. I bet you're a Libra, darling. Go ahead and ask away, because always remember, the kids don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Cleo, this question comes from a friend, TLJ uh -huh. Screwjob. He wants to know, why do white people like world-class bullshitters? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 baby child, baby child. Listen, it's, it's not hard to understand why the white folk like world class bullshitters. Why? Listen, because it's simple, baby. It's simple. It's simple, baby. Listen, listen, hold on. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If one thing I've learned in this life, one thing is that the kids don't lie. But my not call me now. Listen, white people love the show because, listen, baby, they don't like to be honey dicked. <laughs> they don't like to be honey dicked. Listen, listen, child, listen, child. Call me now. It's uh, the cads don't lie about honey dicking. Trust me. Call me now. <laughs> 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 is he is Jeff actually a Libra? I don't really know, but I want to know. Well, those mysteries will be answered another day. But if you need to call Mr. Cleo, folks, that number is 1-800-555-6969. Mr. Cleo, Psychic Extraordinaire, predicts the future. Also, if, uh, if, if if anybody has any questions um, after this for, for, for Mr. Cleo, make sure you email them to worldclassbullshitters at mail.com. No, worldclassbs at mail.com. I'm sorry, worldclassbs at mail.com. I, 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 I never use an email account, so I, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it shows. Yeah, team here at my ass. Way to that fuck it up, Nick. Bad for our email that I've ever heard. I don't. So, folks, know. if you want to send an email to Nick, just <laughs> shitting on him for fucking up his own email address, send it to worldclassbs at mail .com, and in the oh, subject line, fuck write "fuck you, Nick." It doesn't matter. <laughs> I love Nick so much. Holy shit! I, love I do too. I do too. <laughs> Nick, Dude, yeah, I'm you're, glad. You're, you're, I'm you're, glad we're more than friends, Nick. We're all what's real. It's family, 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 family. God damn it. <laughs> Gets a little demented there towards the end, but I, I approve of this message. You broke him. You fucking broke Vin Diesel. <laughs> oh, God. He, he's only got so many families in him, and he runs out. There's always room for family. <laughs> he's like the transporter. He's got to hit himself with fucking adrenaline to keep saying And it's the best part. Don't think about you're this making two franchises, jackass. So goddamn funny. <laughs> you think you think Jason Statham is, is is also like he has he has a heart problem while he's transporting people? That's crank yes. and transporter, dude. Get your shit together. Either way, <laughs> transporting people will give you a heart condition. I have it on good authority that that will happen. Now Not cross country uh, with people in your car that you don't like, you'll have a heart attack. I guarantee you. Oh, I can <laughs> definitely guarantee that. Thank you. Well, th th that's because that, that, Jeff went across the goddamn U.S. I'm like, why? You drive across country with people you do like, and you'll start having fucking heart problems after a while. I do. Mm -hmm. Track media only says socialism. They expect to get paid for whatever they make. Doesn't matter if people like it or not, or if they if they have the right to make it in their minds. So that's a response to Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, that's uh, that's bullshit. <laughs> She's an idiot. Everywhere, every way you look at socialism it. Socialism for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And, 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 and it shows. And it shows. 
Wait, where does it show more? Her or Lena Dunham? Dion, who had more socialism for breakfast? A lot of pound cake. We don't need to talk yeah. about it. Mo Delicious says, <laughs> I put diamonds in everything I eat. Makes my dookie twinkle. <laughs> I feel like if you eat What's a lot of diamonds, you're dookie. That's Points a Twilight dookie. deleted scene right there. Hey, your dookie's going to do more than twinkle. Points with a voice, Jeff. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. I think oh you got to commit God. to the bit. So. Yeah, well, I mean, the hardest substance on earth, I got a feeling that's going to do a damage to your anus. <laughs> right through the anus. Uh, here we go. Uh, this should be our next T-shirt, right there. It makes my dookie twinkle with this. <laughs> there you go. I can dig it. Yeah, high sodium <laughs> diets, man. They'll do that. Yeah, it'll get you out of the picture real quick, folks. If you're unhappy, high sodium. Oh now, no, <laughs> just snort, just snort that salt straight. That'll take care of everything. Oh my god. Did I ever tell you about my friend DJ who snorted um, sugar packets and what happened to him? Uh, no, but I got a feeling that the, the 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 answer to that is not good. No, DJ was already at a disadvantage. He went bald in the eighth grade, so he's that kind of guy. I, I have a friend like that. That's Lunchbox. We okay. We made him. We didn't really make him. He was one of those people that was always looking for acceptance. But he was a cool dude underneath it all. But we went out and we were eating dinner somewhere, and there were sweet and low packets, and he snorted a oh, bunch of them in a row. He did like a line of sweet and low as a joke, and he developed this like weird bump on his forehead, like in his skin. Wait, no, Dion, that was Greg from college that did this shit. That's who it was. Holy Greg from shit. college. The one that wait, so wait, no, hold on. He 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 developed some sort of like cancerous tumor on his forehead. Yeah, he kept. Yeah, it was weird. He kept like poking at it and shit. It like went away, but it was like this weird lump that was growing on his forehead after he snorted the fake sugar. See, <laughs> folks, aspartame is bad for you if you snort. No, that wasn't even as- the thing. It was before aspartame. It's fucking sweet and low. So it's saccharin. Saccharin. Oh, oh yeah. That, oh, that's fine. I I will still have three Coke Zeros tomorrow. That's okay. Never mind. I'm not worried Jeez. now. <laughs> Trade away. Yeah, just, just just start drinking water, Ken. It's it's a lot better for you. <laughs> there's water in diet soda yeah yeah there's a lot of things too buddy yeah, yeah. So i drink tea and beer and coffee there's a lot of water and all that shit they're mostly all water kendo thank you that. but there's also the other factors like the shit that'll kill you what about the x factor <laughs> dealing with the x factor you want to talk about something that doesn't have the x factor the it factor the eternals <laughs> i've been getting pictures this week yeah, great transition, right, guys? So I've been getting these photos all week. We've been posting them to Twitter. But it looks like the Eternals uh, has a little, I don't know, not a problem, but let's see. Can you see the trend here? These come from different parts of the country. Oh, can I answer this question? Um, I think I know the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go go ahead, buddy. Um, No one's buying this shit. Why, Kendo? Um, oh, shit. Um, um. No one cares. Bingo. Yes. Bingo, bingo, bingo. Oh, God, Darian, two and seven. Yes, you are. Uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. That's a wonderful idea. But the Eternals, folks, we're living in the era where scraping the bottom of the barrel does, in fact, deliver bottom of the barrel results. When you're looking at some of these films, yeah, they're coming out now. But Black Widow, which we'll talk about her lawsuit in just a second. 
you know, that's still one of the more middling films. It was supposed to be the big change, the big return to normalcy. And in a way, we got another Marvel that was same old shit. Yeah, same old shit returns sometimes. We're talking Ant-Man level of return, which is great for some movies, but not Marvel movies, because they're supposed to make a trillion dollars at the box office. But when you get the Eternals coming up, you get, well, <laughs> you get superheroes that look so unappetizing that Agent Mobius sells better than Ezra Miller Jr. in this brown robe. Like, where where is the visual appeal of the Eternals? Can you tell me where? Oh, Angelina Jolie's uh, di uh, diversity. That's what it is. Diversity, uh, because no. because they're all different people from different different walks of life, and they're all different colors and different. They're they're just different, and and diversity, Jeff. That's what it is. It's yeah, th that actually was my answer. Nick took it, but yeah, that one. Be quick, motherfucker! Cap it off my paper. <laughs> hmm. Is that Rob Stark there in the middle? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Richard or. Something Richard Madden is his name, right? Yeah, Dick Madden, Mad Dick. Um, yeah, Mad Dick. <laughs> Mad Dickerson. Man, that's a that's a fall from grace there, sir. You were in one of the most popular franchises ever to to hit the TVs, and now you're in you're in this. Well, Sorry. let's let's look at it from his point of view. He's in a Marvel movie. They make the most money. They're the biggest box offices, but the best superhero properties come from the best superheroes. Oh. Like anyone that says to me, oh, Jeff, you know, not until a movie was made did anyone like Deadpool. No, that's wrong. Deadpool was pretty cool beforehand. It even took Hillary, Dion's wife, to convince me. But the fact is, Deadpool was pretty damn cool in the beginning. Some of this yep. heavy Eternals level shit, some of this stuff that they're trying to dig up the early, oh, okay, let me rephrase it. I don't want to say it early, but the Jack Kirby, Stan Lee, that era of you know Marvel comics. I'm not saying you can't get great movies or great shows or stuff based on that era because that's where all the gold is. But you're picking the golden era of Marvel, but you're getting like the cast off cast off. And you know when you when you have everything out there, just don't expect everyone to blindly buy into this shit. Right. And and again, you know, you know, it's 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 throwing everything at the fucking screen to see what sticks you know and 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 i don't know man it's it's just they they want it's like they it's just this weird thing where they want the eternals to do well but you know they're not still they're still not promoting it like it's guardians of the galaxy they're not promoting it like the avengers so you have all these toys and all this stuff for the eternals to push you know we've had a couple trailers for the next phase that have them in there but still no explanation of what the fuck they are. And then the comic books aren't good enough for people to supplement and go and research who they are so they know about them. It's just it's just a weird thing to have, especially when, again, going back to our previous statement on building things up for frivolous reasons. You're going up and trying to build up the Eternals. That's not going to guilt people into wanting to watch them. So it's just... Mm. it's just the, mm. Eternals are in a weird spot, man. It's 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 really awkward to to watch Marvel try to make that uh, uh, a pillar of the next phase. Yeah, you, you, you'd think that they would just stick to the shit that's working. So did you guys see Scarlett Johansson um, is open to a future with Disney after the lawsuit? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad she's open to it because Disney's probably like, nah, just, just, just move the fuck on. 
Yeah, usually well, that doesn't happen when you sue somebody very publicly. Well, I think she just got paid and is very happy. And that is why this, this is out. Scarlett Johansson says she's open to doing more projects with Disney now that the Black Widow lawsuit has been settled. Following the release of the Kate Shortland-directed flick, news broke out that the lead star was suing the House of Mouse regarding its hybrid rollout, which resulted in the loss of earnings for her. So, she's dead in the Avengers. Yeah. yeah. They brought in her replacement as her sister. Yeah. So, she's dead, dead, dead. Uh-huh. But she's been in other Disney flicks. She's in The Lion King. Scarlett Johansson's the biggest actress in the world. I like her enough. She's you know talented, good looking, all that stuff. I don't care if she collaborates with Disney. Do you guys? Are you excited no. for the next ScarJo original? No. <laughs> I mean, I'm open to it. I mean, listen, you know, she's got enough enough moolah to be to be set for life. So you know, I, she doesn't have to do. A bunch of disney shit every year that being said you know hey i mean every everyone likes to win and winning solves everything so since they paid her you know it oh my only thing is you know is she going you know is the next thing that happens is she going to use you know the sexualization of whatever character she goes goes with forward as a basis for grievances against them in the future because she brought that up in the lawsuit so you had an issue with that, but you're still willing to work with Disney, which is fine. It's just, you know, is this going to be a recurring thing is, 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 is the thing I'm most interested in because, Hey, you know, I'm sure hopefully she doesn't keep picking, you know, weird shit, but, but, but again, it, it will be funny if something else, they do another project and she sues them again for similar shit. And she uses that as another reason, or at least another, uh, another piece of her uh, of her lawsuit but hey you know hey fuck it you know get that paper boo-boo which if i'm disney yeah. and someone's like yeah scarlett johansson too she's willing to work with us again i'm like hmm that sounds like a liability Pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I, you, you should she should take her her payout and the money she's made the only money she has and she should open up her own studio and then yeah. claim she's gonna hire you know female directors and and and, and writers and things like that and then just don't do that oh shit now nick Yes. Um, I distinctly remember somebody wearing like this dress scarfy thing that had all these names of it of all these female directors that didn't get nominated for Oscars. But then this person also had like wow shit. Can you fill me in on the details of that? Because that's that's a bit fuzzy. <laughs> well, what was it? I think it was uh 20, 2019, 2019 the uh, the Oscars. Uh, Natalie Port- Portmanteau, in in silent fucking protest, like you know she she does like any 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 white girl from the Upper West Side uh, does, is uh she she wears a scarf with you know with with gold trim of the female directors who 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 weren't nominated for for anything in um in movies for I think the the yeah 2019 2018 Oscar year whatever, but she owns her own production company and um she only hires dudes. Huh. Only on merit male directors, hmm. so it's 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 really fucked up. Hmm. <laughs> when I when people on can go on the internet, yeah, when people can go on the internet and look up what you've done, and you're doing this silent shitty protest, it's like, come on now, come on. Do you hmm. do you do you honestly think with your fucking uh, Harvard degree that you're smarter than everyone else? She Good does, lady. and that's she why does. I don't like Natalie Portman because she's yeah. fake. Well, 
She went it's, to Harvard. It's, di- it's different when it's your production company that's expected to make money, isn't it, Natalie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, funny how that works. Yeah, funny yeah, how that funny. works. Yeah. Very, very funny how that works. Well, it's part of the problem that we've done to ourselves, not personally, but humanity, trying to put ethics and business thanks eric but like putting these things together that don't fit like instead of just selling a product or having a production company it used to be like i'm in business and people like wow that's impressive you work for yourself you do it cool and it used to be what do you make how much do you make some people find that a personal question but now it's no longer what does your company do it's all this extra shit that people fucking idiots put on business it's like we need to do this and that and this and that so you got somebody like natalie portman and you got people like the internet who've been conditioned from years of stupidity to think you're supposed to operate like that first and so when you operate like that under the guise of you know what you want to call it and then when you're in the real world and you're doing it you act differently and you can't handle the difference you can't you now you understand that the ideology that you promote is not financially beneficial to you now that your ass is on the line and you change. And it would have been nice if instead of like patting ourselves on the back throughout the 90s and now going, yeah, our company does this on top of this. Like nobody cares anymore. Like we're so far gone that you'll do business with something ridiculous just because the shoes were made, I don't know, adjacent to something evil. It doesn't even fucking matter anymore. Like we're so far removed from what's important. And Natalie Portman is a prime example of that. I mean, either way, it was stunning and brave. Yeah, I'm I'm wrong. I, it is stunning and brave. Oh God, Nick. Uh, in a moment, we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to your heart. It's kind of heartbreaking, but uh, let's check in with the audience again because our friend Primer says, "How long until the French language gets canceled?" Kendo, you're a man of education. You're a man of means. How long until we cancel the French language? Uh, oh shit. What is it? So right now it's 10.09 on the 30th of September, so uh, uh, December? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with December 12th. Yeah, December 12th of this year, they canceled the French language. That seems about right. Yeah. Will said, the unauthorized biography of Tom Hanks says, I'm imagining a conflict, or I'm imagining a conflicted person deliberating whether or not they should enter a gay bar. Out comes Venom as Buffalo Jeff. I want to get inside you. (laughs) (laughs) That was, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was something. Listen, it is too late for that shit. It is midnight over here. Cut that shit out. Oh, that's only 10 o'clock here. Mm-mm. Negative. <laughs> Access denied. Oh, I'm positive how much you're gonna love it. Oh, I would see that I won't. I wish I'm too tired and too drunk to be dealing with this shit. Are you now? <laughs> I'm getting so sick of you. I, 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 I like the Mike. I like the Mike Myers uh, leprechaun light you got going on there. It makes it even better. I'm a leprechaun. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Get my goddamn Ball pillows and pass out on the floor again. <laughs> Don't shit yourself in protest, Dion. <laughs> that's for holidays. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. So back to the audience, though. Uh, TLJ Screwjob says, bad I can still I listen. Right. Is it bad that I can still... <laughs> Is it bad that I can still listen to I Believe I Can Fly? Asked TLJ Screwjob. 
No, because I mean, Space if you, Jam's if you, a fun if, movie. Yeah, if you need inspiration, that's that's you, you do that. That's fine. I wouldn't. Okay, never mind. Don't listen to his advice. Taking that for inspiration? No, don't take it for inspiration. It's acceptable to listen to that move that song when you're watching Space Jam, the good one, and that's about it. We have to live in a world where we have to preface the good or the bad Space Jam. Well, same correct. thing with same thing with Ghostbusters. Yeah, mm-hmm. correct. Um, there are two Space Jams. One is fantastic. The other is weird LeBron face. Negative. No. Kendo, your biggest fan is here this week. Kendo sucks. Says thank you for not sucking this as much this week, Kendo. At least your internet is working. Um, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> can you wait, hold, hold on, Jeff? Can you show the picture for 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 that account, please? Oh, oh, hold on. I um, I'll send it to you guys real quick. It's one of my favorite photos of Kendo. It it looks, dude. It looks it looks so funny. It looks so fucking funny. It's Kendo in his suit from Horror Hound 2019. But like I, I don't know. I guess the compression of the picture is really bad. But it looks like a, like a '90s. It looks like a fucking mid '90s courtroom. It's it's awesome. Kendo, I mean, it looks that, like you were directed by John Grisham. I mean, that's a fucking compliment. <laughs> but thank by. you. There you go, Kendo. But it uh, also, but it also look, looks like Diaz behind you, and he's representing you. Is what it looks like. Uh, we need the people's court theme to play. Probably the other way around, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> Uh, Taylor Haha69 says Herbie fully loaded was amazing. LOL. Glad you can see that with Were you face. smoking the same crack that Lindsay was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the answer to that question is probably yes. Yeah. And it was not a good once. Mm. Our friend Sharpie says, Jeff, did you see the video I posted on the fan page involving Leah Thompson and Howard the Duck last week? I think you'd find it funny. I did not, Sharpie. I'll have to look into that. I'm a huge Back to the Future fan, love Leah Thompson. I even watched Caroline in the City once as a kid because of her. But Howard the Duck blows. That's dude. I mean, that's that that's a tough ask. Even even in hindsight, like our rose colored glasses that we have, it's still really hard to try to sell Howard the Duck. It's just mm, not great. Yeah, no, I, I remember when it came on a DVD like years ago, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm, I you know, remember watching this as a kid. It was so good." And I rewatched it. I was like, "What the fuck was I thinking?" Yeah, but Leah Thompson is so hot in it. I feel like that's the only reason why people were like, "It's not that bad." It's like you were not watching the same. You're blinded by <laughs> Leah Thompson's fine ass. You take her out of the movie, it's way fucking worse, dude. Yeah, I think, I think it's you're way right. Way worse. Oh, dude, She's you put any movie. other actress besides Leah Thompson in that movie, and everyone's universally like, oh, God, that movie's terrible. <laughs> yeah, that movie gets negative 15 thumbs down if she's not in that fucking movie <laughs> with her with her fine self. So thank you, Sharpie. Now, Darian217 says, or Sharpie, I will check that out there this week. I'm actually taking a screenshot of the Super Chat now uh, to remind myself when I'm on Facebook in the morning. Bless you. Darian217 says, when the limited edition shirts clear out on the store, are we going to get a dapper Buffalo Jeff and Mary with her black eye on a shirt and color? There will be Buffalo Jeff merchandise. As I said at the beginning of the show, I found out through great surprise that buffalojeff.com is valued at well over $1,000. So Buffalo yes. Jeff is valuable. What the hell happened the to Kendo's thing? avatar? Oh, okay, I see. You <laughs> picked the worst one, jackass. What? <laughs> that's that's, that's no, oh, right there. Come on, come on! That that's LeBron at his his peak acting, dude. When he made that face in the movie, time froze. I couldn't believe what I was watching anymore. I'm fairly. Well, we were watching Deanna, it Deanna at I. the wedding. <laughs> yes, 
<laughs> Hillary, Pete, Kendo, and I just kept looking. We were like, this is a real fucking, this is really happening. Yeah. Dion and I have been friends for nearly four years. We've hung out on many of occasions, but the most yes. eye contact that's ever happened between the two of us was during <laughs> yeah. that movie. We literally just had Seriously. to look at each other, just like look at each other like, is this really fucking happening? Seriously. He's not even lying. It was no so, no just, words even had to be said. There was just eye contact of like, yeah, that's that's what's happening here. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Just, just stop <sighs> it. Just stop it. Dude. One more time. You gotta, you gotta go full tune. Like, is is too? That's the other thing. Like, is that supposed to be slang for like mental disability or something? Like, that's I, <laughs> like it, like they kept like, making that panel, thing. Dion. I don't know, man. It was weird. It was a weird experience that we were all like, we that was a real movie that people got paid money to make that they somehow. No, got. it wasn't a real movie. LeBron <laughs> James ass in it. Like, what the fuck? My question is, after they made the movie, they, they edited it, everything was done, and they all watched it together. Did they all agree that... No, no, it's one of those Hollywood things where it's just like, is this movie look good? Uh-huh. Yeah. Is, is, I mean, is, it, like, is, is, it, is, is it put together nicely? Uh-huh. Yeah, so like somebody, I, I like, just wondered. Yeah. I wondered if, if there was just... If it happened in a private room, we're like, oh, this is terrible, but we got to put it out anyway because that's what the studio wants. Or if there was a group that sat around watching this and they just proceeded to verbally suck each other off about how great it was knowing that it wasn't that I'm, like I'm they, so happy, they literally so forgot the rules that they had set up early in the movie <laughs> like that's crazy like someone i know that oh, nick God. and jeff will make jokes about we need to let hollywood get back on cocaine no space jam is a prime example of why not to let that happen no, yeah. no, no, like, no, 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 Dion. The problem, the problem is that they weren't doing any do more doing much cocaine. That's why they were doing green tea and that and and that other <laughs> bullshit too. Fucking fucking um, I don't know yoga or whatever. And that's a problem. You this is what happens when you go vegan and make fucking movies in Hollywood. You get this bullshit. You get oh, avocado man. toast on film. Exactly. It, pretty much. Yeah, that's LeBron's face. Avocado toast. Shut yeah, up, LeBron. Does. Nick likes what's on screen right now. Jason Voorhees. Hey. Nick. We had some interesting news pop up about Jason Voorhees. Uh, would you care to tell the audience what has happened with the Friday the 13th series? Yes, uh, Friday the 13th screenwriter Victor Miller wins copyright termination appeal to reclaim domestic rights. Now, according to this large, large article from Bloody Disgusting, which I fucking hate your website, um, he won uh, the domestic rights, not the foreign rights, to uh, Friday the 13th. Now, apparently, also, there's, like, some other clauses as well that happened where um, he won, I think, I think he won rights to the first movie, but not Jason exclusively, and I think he won rights to the hockey mask and not, like, uh, well, no, no, I think he lost rights to the hockey mask to, to, uh, to, to, to Cunningham or whatever, um, and it was, uh, it, it's, it's, it's still a clusterfuck now. Because they still, 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 things can't happen with the movie. Like they can't move forward at all and make new stuff. The video game is, I guess, gone or still on there. Or whatever, it's still a thing, but nobody can actually um, still do anything with it. It's just like I'm sure that I'm, I'm glad there's movement on it, but not enough to actually do anything. Like basically, what's going to happen is both these guys are going to die in court fighting for this, and then when that happens. Um, I guess their family's gonna fight for it, and there's still not gonna be any fucking Friday the Thirteenth movies. Yeah, which personally I'm fine with. That doesn't need to be anymore, even though I love the franchise and I, I, I would, I would, you know, I, I think they just need to perpetuate it 
and just make more you know more of those movies but i'm fine with they're not you know i'm fine i'm fine with it being limo I'm fine with them not doing any more stuff not having any more movies and just kind of kind of having cool toys and merch coming out for it really so it's interesting how last week we were talking about the Ditko estate and Spider-Man and all of that stuff. And now another work for hire. There's been a lot of these lately, folks. And it makes me wonder if some of the reasons why your favorite characters change or alter is because we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Maybe there's more. Obviously, it's stupid, bad creative from stupid people. Jericho knows that. But it's one of those situations where you're probably going to get new jason and much like new coke you don't want it but it's there's gonna be a way to make money off of this character just somehow legally acceptable yeah basically but yeah um you know there's just uh apparently um the other guy not victor fucking sean cunningham Thank you, sean cunningham yeah uh he still has foreign rights to uh to the to the franchise Oh, figure. Yeah, because like as the, as the article said, um, he has domestic rights to the franchise. So it's once again, it's still weird. It's still in fucking you know. It's 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 still gonna go on. It's still gonna fight until everything's like hashed out. But one like these guys are really fucking old. They're really really old, and I honestly think they're gonna die before all this gets worked out. I really do. And then 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 it's gonna be their states against like both the states against each other, and that's still gonna be in fucking court. So. Yeah, man. I, that's going to happen. I put this up on screen because Darian217 says, this is true WCBS. A picture of Jason and a question on the subtitles asking about porn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's an accurate statement. Now, I leave this one on screen because I think it's a wonderful concept. Dr. Meatball, you deserve to be praised for your wonderful creativity. Who would you cast in Face Jam A Goo Legacy? Riley Reed, Angela White, or Jennifer White? I suggest all three, and you make it a five-hour epic. I mean, look, we haven't made anything as great as Lawrence of Arabia in a long time, so why not try again? Lawrence of Arabia. Mm. Lawrence of Arabia. There you go. (laughs) Uh, The only name I know on that list is Riley Reed, so let's go ahead and throw that on there. That's not all that's going to be thrown on Riley Reed. (laughs) Also a true story. And I I would say make her husband watch. (laughs) He's going to hold her hand the whole time. Yeah, like you knew know. what you were did getting he, into, motherfucker. Did Riley read? Yeah, she did get married. Shit. We yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Twitter like, roasted that dude too. Oh, dude, he deserves so. it. He deserves she every bit of it. Once, dude, right oh, dude, that's like buying a used car from a rental car lot. Exactly. I was gonna say that shit. Yeah, that's uh, that's what it's like. It's like yeah, buying one of those cars. Yeah, you don't know everybody that's been inside of it, but you have a good idea. There's been a lot of people in there. <laughs> yeah. So, Darian217, all damn, there you go. Is there anything you guys would like to bring up before we put this baby to bed? Uh, yes, actually. Uh, all right. Nick, the floor is yours, sir. Yeah. There we go. Sci-Fi Slumber Party Massacre teaser checks all the slasher boxes for a killer update of the classic, cult classic. Go fuck yourself, Sci-Fi. Hmm. <clears throat> Let's see here. Um, let's see. Well, it's October, which means it's time to snuggle up with your couch and watch your favorite slasher movies. Once uh, one much much loved 1982 Slumber Party Massacre. Good news for fans of film and the genre in general is that we'll soon have a reimagining. Oh god, of a cult classic to enjoy. Oh my god, 
Sci-Fi and Shout Studios. Oh, come on, guys. Really? And Blue Eyes Pictures have teamed up to give us a modern take on a bunch of co-eds enjoying a slumber party before getting terrorized by a psychotic serial killer wielding a really big power drill. The movie doesn't premiere until October 16th. We have a teaser for what uh, what it will give you. Oh, God. I Let's see. I'm going to turn off the volume and see if I can play this. Um, Wait, what I, did her I, shirt say? Go back real quick. Hold on. Uh, Space uh, baby. That's what I thought it said. Baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perfect for us. So this is the sci-fi original. Apparently, you need cabin check. Um, let's see what else. What, what else are we gonna check? Coeds check. This looks so fucking annoying. Um, if you if you actually watch this teaser, like teaser, they have like the synth music going on, but like this doesn't look like any fun at all. Wait, is um, the driller killer the guy from Batman? No, no. I this, thought it was this, the guy from Dark Knight. Oh god, this is supposed Rises. to be the the, the the same the same like. Guy with the drill from the original movie, um, but once again, like this is just a fucking. And, and this is even worse because it's not even. It's not even a, a proper remake. It's a fucking cable TV remake. You know, I do know, and I know the level of. I know your love for Slumber Party Massacre. I've watched Slumber yeah. Party Massacre independently of you. I enjoy yeah. it. It's a film that doesn't need to be remade because it knew what it was in 1982. No, is it 82? Is it that early? Uh, let me check. It's, yeah, it's 82. 82. Okay. So it knows what it is. It knows it's TNA and over the top. Folks, all these great or not so great slasher films, they're all created in the desire to make money. What sells? Sex sells. We now live in a yes, weird sexless society where everyone's supposed to be this weird gray automaton and never do anything or act or feel. So all the appeal of these movies is gone because the co-eds part, yeah, they were half-naked women running around a house doing dumb shit. It had barely any plot, but you paid because you wanted to get titillated to look at the tits. Now everyone's so uptight, there's not going to be that. And if your movie's 70% TNA and a fucking funny name, what do you have? Nothing. Now, exactly. TLJ screw job. <laughs> Riley Reed's husband probably just wanted all the bling. What bling? Uh-oh. See? See? Oh shit! That's that's how much of a fan I am. I have the fucking a, like action figure. Oh, are Ooh. we pulling out action figures now? Hold on. Well, this is ah oh, god, don't do that. I'm joking. <laughs> I'll only show one thing. What should I show? Nothing. I won't. I'm in the process of still building this office. I'll stay off camera. <laughs> oh, now that I turn on the lights, I can see my Red Hulk figure. Justice League Batman, Justice League Superman. Oh, cartoon I only movie. have four action figures here with me, and they are the turtles I bought from the Walmart exclusive that I caught in the wild. And I will tell you this, finding action figures in the wild is so much more fun than ordering them online. You goddamn right. There is nothing more exciting than like, oh, I got to get Pizza Spider-Man. I go out to Target, I happen to find Pizza Spider-Man, and then I never see him in the wild again. That's yeah. fun. That's been my uh, experience in trying to hunt these babies down. I just can't get the fucking party wagon. They never have it. Is it basically a remade vintage one? Yeah, yeah. They are the remakes of the vintage. So I bought that set, that uh, the Comic-Con thing exclusive, mm -hmm. and they got like Nickelodeon on the package and everything like that. This, these look like the original Playmates ones. Here, let me grab them. One down. I'll turn on the old camera and show you what's going on here. So these are like the original Playmates ones. Oh, cool. 
in the package and they are Walmart exclusives. And the first time we were there, I saw, I, I, I checked, I checked, I checked, I never saw them. And then I saw some dude walking around with the fucking party wagon. I'm like, Oh shit. So I was like, I, I need to go to the other end of the store to check on something. And I ran over there. They had Leonardo and they had Raphael. And then I left and went to work early one day and just stopped by the Walmart on the way to work. And I got Donnie and then I did it again. And I got Michelangelo still have not been able to get the fucking party wagon though. Motherfucker. But I got all four of the boys and they don't see Nickelodeon on them. And then when we were at the mall last week, um, there was a toy store there that had vintage toys. Uh, they had the Adam Bomb figure, the only Adam Bomb figure ever to be released by WWE. Rightly so. In in mint packaging for four hundred ninety nine ninety nine. Um, they had some a few loose figures and things like that, and that was kind of cool. But then they had the um, the the retro bad guy set that came out, and it had like the little like drill box, like the party wagon box, and it had all the bad guys and. Daisy's like, oh my gosh, you should get those. I was like, <clears throat> I already ordered those and um, they are sitting in my pile of loot waiting to be mailed to us. I didn't tell you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Yeah, no, I, I have a lot of stuff in my pile of loot that is being eventually shipped to Brandon's house so she doesn't know I bought them. <laughs> hey, hey, Dion, I'll show a toy anyway because you're awake and I know you'll appreciate it. I got my first McFarlane. Nice. Batman Beyond, fuck yeah. Yeah, why not Batman Beyond? It's a, it's the best cartoon that's not Batman the Animated Series from the DCU. So, Amen. Oh, I've got a yeah. great show. Yeah, I realized the whole the, I realized the whole I pre-ordered these earlier this year. They're, you know, they're already paid for. Excuse will only last for so long. <laughs> not unless you're me and you have shit pre-ordered from like 5 years ago that somehow comes out and you're like, "Oh god, I forgot I bought this set." So, Yes, I, I also feel like that there's a there's a time limitation on that. And again, I, I always have Brandon's address. He's been picking up my comic books for me back home and he's got them all stashed for me. And I've already talked to him. I was like, hey, yo, can I use your address to send some shit to? He goes, yeah, dude, that's fine. That's fine. I was like, just don't open them. Whatever you do, don't <laughs> fucking open them. Just, you can open the box. You can look at it and be like, holy shit, this is really cool. But then just you know, just leave it there and then I'll come by and we'll get lunch and I'll pick them up and I'll hide them in the garage at, you know, Castle Kendo and try to sneak them in the house in the dead of night. <laughs> See, my situation is different. Like I'll get a package in the mail and Jesse will come check it out. She's like, cool. And then we'll compare it to like other toys I buy. Yeah. That's but your, your situation is also much different than my situation, especially oh, with coming in the future. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't have any plans of stopping my toy purchases, and this is me. Yeah, really yeah, Kendo, Kendo might stop. Might need to stop buying toys real soon. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. That budget well, is new toy for a different reason. That, there you go. There you go. There you go. I like. I, I, I like. I like what you think. I like what you think. Correct. And 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 I will still buy toys. I just will not have them shipped to my present address. <laughs> Guys. I got a serious question from the Oscar-nominated a-hole. Kendo, this feels like it's directed at you. What's y'all's favorite Chucky movie? Mine is Seed of Chucky. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Yeah. The first one, they all <laughs> suck after that in more degrees of suckitude as they go along. Um, probably probably part two because of the, the end scene in that, in, that toy, in that toy factory was pretty awesome. That's about it. What was that part three? I fucking forget. Part three is in military school. Two. Okay, yeah. So then part two, then part two, then. 
I will say this: when the kid jumps on the grenade at the military school, I laugh at that scene every fucking time. <laughs> oh shit! I do too. Thank you. I'm not the only degenerate that's going to hell. <laughs> he saved his friends. You mean he saved his friends, or did he save? You don't his... take it back on that. God oh, damn it! God. I was I was on a different tab trying to click something else for a listener, but well, now... I just love the fact that Chucky was going to possess a black kid and goes, Ch- Chucky's going to be a bro. And I laugh at that every fucking time. <laughs> That's the greatest joke in all of horror ever. Just fucking this white serial killer. Man, Chucky's going to be a bro. I fucking love that. <laughs> Me and Diane's favorite part, hands down. I never thought yeah. of that shit. Chucky's gonna be a bro. Every time I see it now, I'm looking at Dion being like, Chucky's gonna be a bro. <laughs> we gotta watch the second one now. God damn. I know. Oh, that's my favorite part of any horror movie. Just he's he's like, you can't have him. Chucky's gonna be a bro. <laughs> now I'm I'm not gonna go back and watch it. Are you gonna watch the TV show? Oh Probably God, no! That's, not, that's but... no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Also, Sci-Fi is doing the Chucky TV show. They're also doing, I think, a Dawn of the Dead TV show too. So, or Day Why? of the Dead. No, it's Day of the Dead. It's Day of the Dead. Sorry. I mean, that makes a little more sense, but still, don't do it. They're 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 trying real hard right now to get to get people to keep to keep watching their network. Um, yeah, ain't working. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Man, no, nobody cares anymore. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to pull this uh, clip up for Cesare Japan. V8 supercars versus kangaroos from Tuesday's High Council. Hold on. I will show the same portion of it that I showed the other day. Dion? Yeah. When you drive, you have to always worry about hazards on the road, correct? Correct. You ever worry about a fucking kangaroo when you're driving? Uh, can't say that I do. I don't have to deal with any ruse around here. Well, check this out. So these not NASCAR drivers were driving, and there's a fucking kangaroo on the track. Hmm. And huh. yep, 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 yep. And Damn, that, I don't know if, do it was, that, it? if that was up to the kangaroo's <laughs> agility or the car drivers to avoid a, a fatal collision there. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. That's, that's how that works. That, that had devastation written all over it. Cause, I mean, he almost yeah, didn't make it. Yeah, <laughs> You hit some of that your race car, your 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 day is pretty much finished, and that kangaroo is definitely finished. So, good on all everybody involved. Now we have listeners of the week, but this might be the comment of the night from Melon Husk. I jump on a hot chick for Jeff. Melon Husk, I feel safe. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's an excellent sacrifice to make. If you can't show your love of the channel by throwing yourself on a hot chick, uh, throw yourself. Uh, a new WCBS shirt in the mail. ShopWCBS.com. <laughs> you want that. our faces on your chest. Yeah. Riley Reed can wear other things on her chest. We just oh, put our faces there. She wears pearl necklaces. You wear a world-class bullshitter shirt. That's that's the trade-off we all have to make. And when you drink a beer glass, and when you drink a beer out of our glass, every time you tag us on social media, we'll give you a shout-out during the live show. So if yeah, Dr. Coffinale is having a drink with us, and he tweets us like, "All right, Doctor Coffinales is drinking Yingling Hershey Stout or Hershey Porter." 
and then we'll talk about what we're drinking. So it's a way to get involved and hang out with us. Kind of like when you go to the Hofbrau house and you put your beer stein on the wall and lock it up. You know, your WCBS beer glass is ready for you when we go live. So we're going to be drinking out of them and you drink out of them. One day we'll have a world-class bullshitters video game, guys. But I wanted to share this. It has been officially announced what the greatest video game of all time is. Oh, God. You ready? I, well, I have it on good authority that Donkey Kong is the greatest game of all time. <laughs> no, Mortal Kombat. But we'll fight Mortal that Kombat fight another day. <laughs> After 26,604,825 votes and a challenging battle through a gauntlet of 64 of the most legendary games ever created, the fans have spoken, and here are the results. 2018's God of War has risen above them all to become the best video game of all time. Really? Kratos and Atreus' unforgettable journey through the world of Odin and Thor secured the ultimate prize by not only beating the juggernaut that is Grand Theft Auto V by over 100,000 votes, but also by surviving an attempted bot attack on IGN.com that tried to sway the vote in favor, <laughs> on its favor. However, Kratos wouldn't really be able to call himself a god of war if he couldn't handle some hackers now, could he? So, in the conversation for all-time greats, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, The Elder Scroll, Scrolls V Skyrim, Portal 2, and StarCraft, Red Dead Redemption, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Zelda, all these games were beaten by God of War 2018. Dion, you're the biggest God of War fan on the channel. What does this mean to you? Um, it's definitely not the most uh, objective vote, for sure. Don't get me wrong, I love God of War. The whole series, but 18 is the greatest game of all time? Mm. Come on now. That's that's just silly talk. That's it, just it, it means that nobody that most of the people voting this thing were born after the year 2000. Yeah. Probably. Folks, StreamYards has this funny thing it likes to do where it stops recording after so long, so there are a few minutes left of the show. I have to go over to YouTube to check them out. They're extra spicy. But, uh, well... If you want those, you gotta go there. Thanks for watching.